0: Welcome to the Binge Watch Podcast, where myself and my friends will sit around and talk about the TV shows that we like, how we watch them, and more importantly, why we watch them, and we'll try to capture the natural flow of our conversations that this group of friends has been having over the course of the years. Oh, did did I mention we have drinks? Now here's Fall Into Flux from their album, From the Outside Looking In. Welcome uh, to the uh, Binge Watch Podcast. Um, today it's myself, Brian, the Bearded Wonder Paul, Hey, the on-time arrival Shockley. Right.
1: Wonders never cease. I know. <laughs> it's a, it's a Brian like, <laughs> it's a big one, Elizabeth! <laughs>
0: it's a big one! Well, I I'm did coming say to you! <laughs> it was the seventh sign of the apocalypse. That's right. The
2: apocalypse was upon us. That's right. The end times are not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are not what? <laughs> end times are not what, Ron?
0: Are <laughs> uh, Nye? I think they're nigh. I think the end Bill, times are Nye. Nye. The,
1: the, the end times are Bill Nye, the science science guy. Bill Nye the Science Guy. God,
0: did he know that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, we're having drinks. I'm drinking... Paul, what is this we're drinking? I took my...
1: Oh, it's... Uh, it's uh, Ron brought these. Uh, it's... It's a beer a, sampling. oculto Acolto. Acolto. Blue agave infused. I'm I'm sort of against anything that's infused (laughs) in general. But uh, it's uh, blended with beer aged on tequila barrel staves.
0: It has a skeleton on the front. Doesn't that normally mean don't drink? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's like...
1: Well, it doesn't have the crossbones behind it, so it's not not El poisono. Oh, But it's uh, 6.0 alcohol per
0: volume. All right, awesome. It's got some keys or something impressed on the the bottle so It's a, it's it's a out. cool looking uh, yeah, I like
1: the a, bottle I mean the it's uh looks, yeah uh, the, cool. uh, it's it's not just a it's it's not just a generic looking bottle <laughs> The bottles bottle. are cool they've got in, they get
2: all the different the caps are different on on the bottles which is unique and yeah, then it's a the oak. whole um you know, six pack packaging. Oh, you're right. Was, <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. Uh, so, are
0: you? This is a little, a little hipster. Here we are you, Ron? Here we go. Here we it's go. a little bit. You know, let's a little
2: uh, dark side hipster with the
1: uh, Colto Let's thing. Uh, let's uh, see see if we can hear it. It's
0: sound, it's sound like you broke the glass. I know <laughs> oh, that or uh, I chipped it.
1: No, I broke it. He did that with his teeth. <laughs> my, my egg tooth. <laughs> I did it with my egg tooth, ma. <laughs> huh? Yeah, that's, it smells.
0: It's got smell. It's got a uniqueness to it. So I've already had a little bit of a sip.
2: Oh, that's refreshing. Mm. Poor, Brian oh, got a, a some good, some nice uh, beer pool there.
0: Nice.
1: Can you hear that on the? That's, yeah. Boy, yeah. that's heck. Yeah, you can. That's yeah. got a head on it, sir. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> I'm waiting for that. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's different. It's yeah. dif- definitely different. Yeah, it's very. Uh, <clears throat> it's definitely infused (laughs) you you can kind of you can kind
2: of taste the uh the blue agave in there yeah yeah it's not a smidge of that uh sweetness to it yeah it's not it's
1: uh it's yeah, it's uh it's got a really nice flavor to it i normally eat like
0: a blue agave sandwich kind of like vegemite (laughs) (laughs) just the the agave
2: (laughs) spears themselves on a sandwich
0: yep okay ron so what are you drinking
2: I am drinking a uh, Strongbow Gold Apple hard cider.
0: Hard cider. Now, see, here's my uh theory on cider.
2: Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> here we uh, go. We're yeah. here Brian's diatribe on, uh,
0: cider, on cider hard, <laughs> especially hard cider is uh is what people buy into so that they can't they don't have to tell people they're actually drinking wine coolers. <laughs> Because it sounds, man, this is hard cider. And it, uh, no, no, it's a wine cooler. That's okay. You, you, but it,
2: it doesn't have that, uh, what all wine coolers have and them. What is it? The, uh, uh,
0: Ernest
1: and Julio Gallo.
2: No, no, it's, uh, it's the, it's not beer. It's not cider. It's, uh, Spider. Yeah. You know, started off with Zima years ago.
1: But. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, it's, um, a malted bread. Yes, beverage. it's malt. That's
2: right. Malt. That was the keyword I was looking for. I
1: drawing a blank. Malt. Yeah. It's, uh, malted. It's a wine
0: coolers. I don't think are malted.
2: I think they. No, that's like Zima. Yeah, and that
0: type of stuff is malted, but I don't. I don't believe that wine coolers. I think all Mike's. Funny, it's, all
1: Mike stuff. All that Mike's uh,
0: different that, that, flavors. Yeah, that's yeah that all may malted. be true.
2: Well, and
1: that's yeah. funny when we talk about Zima because Zima hasn't been around for, <laughs> know, ever. for how long? How long have they been off the market? Now. It's, no, I think it's you still, can still buy Zimas. No, in Japan you can. They they are they are no longer manufactured anywhere but for Japan.
0: I'm going to order some Zima right now from Japan. <laughs>
1: Get on the online beer sales. Yeah.
0: So Ron, what uh, what flavor of Jolly Rancher do you have in your cider?
2: <laughs> no, no flavor. I like. I'm a, I'm a apple product connoisseur so I uh, I just like apple stuff.
0: I like apples. <laughs>
2: well, Tim apple, Cook will appreciate that. Yeah,
0: yeah. God, he gets enough of my money. <laughs> so what what do you
1: guys yeah, think
2: there's about your new time machine there sitting on the edge of your desk? What
0: do you, what do you
1: guys think about this whole Apple Watch thing?
2: I can't uh, wait. I'm buying mine. I'm April 10th. I am pre-ordering mine.
0: Yep. <laughs> Me too. Really? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: give them through. Whatever. Do you wear, do you wear a watch now?
0: I historically have worn watches forever. I have a, a, probably a box of twenty five thirty watches somewhere. <laughs> Me too.
1: Drawers. Dude. Yeah. They're well, they have drawers, that. Too. They have that. You know that that eighteen karat gold watch
0: no, no. Grand. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, I'm not not doing that one. I'm I saw worried. I saw I saw somebody the other day posted a picture that said if I'm spending ten grand and all it showed was a picture of a Rolex, <laughs> it's like
0: I don't know what I'm buying. I'm ordering two of those, the ten grand ones, <laughs> one for each hand. Right. So when I got both middle fingers in the air, they can see my eye watches <laughs>
2: flying the birds. A <laughs> limited edition ten carat. I am car- flipping
1: gold. you off and tweeting it at the same time. That's right. Fuck you, bitches. <laughs> bitches.
0: So I stopped wearing watches when I started carrying a smartphone. In the time and yeah. all that stuff. However, now that I have the the 6 Plus, it's sizable enough. Like, at work, I don't like toting it around everywhere. Um, right. So if I could disengage, walk, leave that on my desk, walk away, still have access to everything. When I come back, it Bluetooth thinks up and all that stuff. Um, like, the kids, the I'm like, if I'm over at the park, like when it warms up, they can text me. They'll stay here at the house and they'll text me, but I can't get it on my phone because... I'm out playing soccer, oh, right. but I, I I'll feel it. It'll buzz my my watch. So there's some there are some uses yeah. other than just getting a new piece of equipment <laughs> yeah, that I you could take your, looking for you take yeah. your
2: gear bag over there and leave your six plus in the bag and it's close enough that the Bluetooth range would still while you're out. I think it's funny that soccering our, it up or our technology
1: has circled back to now we're wearing. A pager on our wrist.
2: <laughs> well, I like, that's essentially what I have. I've been wearing the Pebble now for a little over a year, and it's great. But it's it's you know it's kind of a pagerish in a way because all it can do is receive stuff. You know, it it cannot like I can't take calls through the through the watch. But any texts that I so get, like
0: Paul, it just takes it. Yes, basically.
2: Uh, yes, it, <laughs> texts that I get or notifications that come up on the phone screen will appear here on my watch. I can read them. You know, it it Bluetooth communicates with it, and and you know, weather the weather apps transmit the temperature on my you know on the depending on which watch face I'm running. Um,
1: call in drone strikes with it, yeah.
0: Basically. Oh my gosh, yeah. I would buy two if I could call in <laughs> drone strikes. Yeah,
1: sitting in a boring meeting, like, man, I hate you guys. Oh, and the pebble, the
0: pebble <laughs>
2: hi. bring it, bring them in danger close, danger close. With the pebble, you can control uh, your uh, your music player too on your. Oh on your phone. yeah.
0: All right, Paul. So, what did you want to talk about? Oh, right, right, right. We have lady,
2: um, lady visitors, by the way, that are uh, running through the house here,
1: streaming by yeah. um, a little bit. Hey, what's going on? Hey there, good looking. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, so um, what I want to talk about a little bit. Um, there is a new Netflix series that is going to be coming out. It is um, starring uh, Jeanette McCurdy. Uh, it is. Um, is going to be. Uh, you think I'd uh, even write down the name of the show, but <laughs> I did not. What a dumbass I am! Um, oh, it's uh, it's called Between. It's the series is called Between. Um, I think I saw something about that the other day. Yeah, uh, and it's uh, between what? Uh, between, uh, uh, between two ferns, between here is that, and there. Yeah, Zach <laughs> <ferns>. <laughs> Galifianakis. Yeah, um, it's going to premiere uh, May twenty first, and it's uh, going to be unbingeable.
3: What? Yes,
1: that's and that ties into some of the stuff I'm going to talk about today. Um, Netflix is teamed with Canada City, Canada Cities, and Show Me Networks up there uh, for the show. It is, um, it's a basically sort of a apocalypse type of story. Um, oh, it kills. It's a disease that kills everybody in this town except for those 21 years old and under. So it kills mm. off. Everybody I think there was a Star Trek episode
2: like that. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Well, and it's um, uh, the show's going to air at 8 p.m. on City. This is up in Canada. Uh, it has first window rights to the show and then streams at 9 p.m. Thursdays on Netflix. Huh. Every- weekly. Um, I thought that was sort of interesting because we've been talking about, you know, we talked some last week about how people just burn through all this stuff. It's like House of Cards comes out and it's like, okay. Now what? I watched it all in two <laughs> days, you know. So and now what? And I wonder if um, it makes me wonder. Well, if, is it
0: running? Con- this is what would be my thought process. Is it running concurrently on the Canadian TV yeah. channels? Yeah, I think that's what they're. Yeah, they're it's, it's, well, they get
1: first window rights one hour, uh, one hour before it will air at eight p.m. on City, and then it streams at nine p.m. on Thursdays on Netflix. So it, it they get first window rights. For audience base uh, that's non internet or non cable That totally makes
0: sense, sense to me if it's running concurrently because that's the way iTunes does it, right? Yeah. So if it's uh, like all the FX shows that I watch because I don't have cable, I, I walk by them on iTunes if I really want to watch them, you know, present day. And then, um, but it's the same thing. And I, right. it's, uh, I get an email like 2 o'clock in the morning that says, hey, you have another episode. But, um, on iTunes, you can actually watch it, I don't believe, until the next day.
1: Right. And that makes me wonder if um, if we're going to see a, like a little shift in how um, stuff is released. Because there's a, there was this other uh, article I was looking at um, that was talking about, uh, it's a little bit of a backlash. Uh, it, I saw this on that uh, website called Medium.
0: I would think so because I, I, I don't think that people are going through the thought process of like why are they doing it that way. Yeah. It's not to withhold it. But you couldn't put it on Netflix because then everybody would just go in and, and watch it on Netflix immediately and they would lose all their advertising for the, the initial run.
1: Yeah, and I think that's, um, that's something that um, Netflix and Amazon Prime are looking at is what are other sources of monetization. And like you said, if you if people just blast through them then yeah you you don 't have you lose those eyeballs over a longer run, and you also miss an opportunity of the weekly shows, which builds up the buzz of talking week to week and like we talked about last time uh with um, that there 's that you know you have a cliffhanger, but there 's no need for a cliffhanger you know no, nothing to get you. Oh man, what's going to happen next week? You know. Oh, I'll just watch the next episode.
0: I'll I'll tell like like the weekly cliffhanger things on shows. It's so overdone. It is. I'm not a fan. It is.
1: It's um, some shows. If they're they're done well, I like them. Like uh, Walking Dead is sort of hit hit or miss on cliffhangers, but sometimes they do it really well. And it's like, man, I am ready to watch next next week. I think this season's off to a pretty good start as far as that goes but um like this article on medium.com was talking about it's by uh it was written by a guy named rex Sorgatz. um sorghum sorghum yeah he's he's a he's sugar based um he said sorghum uh, i destroyed him he said (laughs) damn near killed him (laughs) uh but he said that uh and he you know he writes on media and that's the thing is we can't talk about buzzy next netflix shows because schedules are out of sync uh Or uh, the rough expectations for knowing if your friends are on episode twelve or episode one have been destroyed. That's what his he's he's viewing. He sort of goes, it's a little over the top. It's like, dude, do you have anything better to worry about? I do think
0: he's overthinking that because I think most of the people that are show. I don't think there's. I think the the person that sits down and watches the the time it airs and watches a show like The Walking Dead when it's on air. I think that's such a small portion of the people that are actually watching that show. I think most of those shows are watched DVR'd. I dvr I watch
1: very rarely do I
0: watch anything And And I run into the same time. thing. Like, Darius doesn't net do Netflix. He DVRs everything. He pays like $800 a month to have everything on cable. <laughs> um, and we'll be talking about a show that we watch. Justified is one of our big shows. And he's never caught up. He's always... But I'll, I watch it every time on whenever I, I can. Um During the week, but it's on iTunes because I purchase it, and then he'll like, "Oh, did you see this episode?" And he's like, "No, I got like four episodes on my DVR. I got to burn through." So I don't like everybody being synced up as an audience. I think that's a such a thing of the past, but I think it's still like a mindset that people can't get out of that. It just doesn't happen anymore.
1: Yeah, and that um, I think from his article, yeah, I think he he's a little it sounded a little over over the top about it. Um, but, you know, he writes about this for a living, so uh, there was another tweet from a guy named Daniel Victor. I think he uh, does uh, a media commentary on, uh, like, NewYorkTimes.com, things like that. Um, I hate that Netflix releases entire seasons at once. I just watched season three, episode six of House of Cards, and I can't talk about it with anyone yet because he burned through it. But it goes back to what you're saying about people go through stuff at different times. But you know, we all went through that before the whole Netflix and Prime thing. You know, just like spoiler, you know, just
0: right. You well, know, it's just, when as soon as TiVo was released, yeah, I mean, that's, fifteen years ago, that this thing went out of the out of the window.
2: Yeah, the DVR. I mean, it, it's that's the, that's the, what Brian's point was that people watch watch stuff at all different uh, times. You know, not everybody's caught up because of the DVR because you can, you have other priorities. Are you going to get to that later? You know, you could be. You know, for people watching it, you know, like Walking Dead, somebody could be like up on. Oh, I watched the watched it live last night, or I watched it. You know, even DVR, watched it later that night. Um, the next person says, "Well, I didn't watch it till three weeks later." You know, when I got, finally got around to it. You know, so it's just a, it's a matter of convenience. It's given us the freedom to watch it whenever. So. Yeah,
1: and and that's the thing is that like we're we've all watched different shows. We're in different spots on different shows. We we don't end up getting like pissed off at each other because we're spoiling things. We know how to talk around it. I mean, if you know how to have a con- basic conversation, yeah. what I think that what he's getting to is the whole idea with talking through social media, as far as Twitter, Facebook, things well, like yeah. that, to where you can't you can't drop something out there, even if you say spoiler. It's like Twitter; you got one hundred what one hundred forty characters. Right. Even if you say spoiler alert, your eye reads your the whole sentence, and you are like,
0: son of a. <laughs> yeah, so I get it, but I think this is a little bit. I think it's a good step because I I, I do rather because I think there's a there's a there's a audience point in there where they can put it on iTunes or any of the other uh, uh, ways to buy it, right? And you know they can get a certain amount of money out of it if there's a, a certain audience that will actually click the click the buy button. If they fall below that, just like the old sell-through video discussion that we had a couple weeks ago, if it falls below that, they can go to Netflix and probably get more money than they would hey, saying, hey, go to iTunes, and then Netflix can run it concurrently. It works out for Netflix. They get cheap content. It works out for the, the producers and the, the owners of the show because they get an additional distribution source of money that would be more if they just put it out, hey, like, hey, buy this. Mm-hmm. I think that's genius, and I think it's a win-win-win. I think – As an audience member, I don't have to then go pay if I want to watch this, and I'm not in Canada, thank God. (laughs) And um, you know, I get to I get to chill and watch this. And and then I I think that if it's a Netflix original, I don't think that they'll go away from the releasing it all at once because it's been so successful for them. Because what it does, you do burn through it, and then the desire is then built for what's the next show I got to watch. And I'll say the stuff I watch on iTunes. Sometimes I will go a couple weeks and I'll be shit. I haven't watched Justified in two weeks, or I haven't watched whatever because I'm binge watching some other show right. yeah. constantly. And then I'm like shit. I got to catch up on my the shows that I paid for. Yeah. Um. So I I think there's a and and if I I can't remember exactly what the CBS deal is. Remember when all the CBS TV shows were on Netflix and they first started streaming? Yeah. I don't know if those are old seasons or concurrent or how that. But I think there's there's multiple ways that they can approach all this. And, and, and it is a win-win. I don't think anybody loses in that scenario of having two different models.
1: Yeah. It's, um, it's, I, 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 like I said, I think he, you know, it may be, he's sort of overstating his case a little bit, but I think that, I think he had some valid points, you know, and it, it's, and it's you know, he had a, even uh he even had a, I'll send you all the, this for the show notes, um, um, what he proposed was uh, every day a new episode is released, always be at the same time and blind to time zones. So you know, if you're part of the world where it's eight p.m. central here, but it's like two a.m. Well, that's when it's on, right? Yeah. Uh,
0: I get, maybe that's a third model. I don't know that every day. I mean, what's people are just going to stack up three or four episodes, yeah, and then they're going to go in and binge watch those when they have time. <laughs> Ex- yeah, yeah the binge
1: and see, that still happens. It's just, I think he's, I shifted. think there's.
0: I think, I think that
1: he's he's hit on that. You know, there is something to be said for dumping everything out there. But so yeah. a part of it, part of me misses a little bit. Uh, but it's hard, it's hard to sort of sort of nail down. I miss a little bit of the weekly stuff because I want sometimes I want time to like. I'm glad Walking Dead is every week. Even yep, if I DVR it, because I, I like to. Sometimes I like to let it settle a little bit before going into mm-hmm. the next episode. I get it, and yeah. then
0: if, even if like Walking Dead, they dumped it all at one time, you could do exactly what you're saying. You yeah. have that flexibility. You could
2: still pick a day and watch it yeah. day time, yeah. and and watch and, it that way. If and, you wanted and
1: nobody's to. forcing you to binge watch it. No, you yeah. know it's like. Yeah an Except have
2: Netflix, because they only give you twenty seconds between them. Oh of, yeah, they kind of push that. <laughs>
0: and there should be one or two things. It should be a setting in there where you can, when it's doing that twenty second thing, it, it, it should you should be able to tell it make it tell you like "Hey loser, get up off the couch and go do something," <laughs> or you are such a you are such an addict. Here we go, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I actually like that functionality because the other some of the other services don't have it. Amazon doesn't have it. Yeah, only. Amazon doesn't do it. Which I, is, I like it when you're wanting
2: to go. Right. You know, I want to and watch I mean, two or three episodes, and in it's a row, one click
0: great. to stop it. Right. And you just hit the stop. Yeah. Right. Where if you're going to sit there and watch three or four episodes in a row, especially of a 24 minute show, um, you're you know it's 10 clicks every time the show's over to back out. Restart it, yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, yeah, when Netflix does well, that roll, you know. That's the.
2: Although uh, was funny, the, uh, speaking of that, the other night I was I was binge watching Archer, and uh I watched on about
1: you binge watched th- that show. Yeah. Oh, well, that's right. <laughs> I, <laughs> it I, be uh, a little
2: bit. I was <laughs> watched on the three or four episodes, and it was and it's like stopped, um and said basically gave me a message on a Brian. You've probably seen this come up before. It are said, you are, "Are you still watching?" Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I get that message all the
0: time. It's normally, yeah. I think it, if it's about to start, the third hour is when it asks you, like, "Hey, oh, are yeah. you still
2: here?" Yeah,
0: because I, I there I can't I can't, can't tell you <laughs> how many times I've fallen asleep, mm-hmm. and that yeah. has saved me, from, right, right. like it just rolling all night long. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and
2: I guess that's the point of it, you
1: know. But and I think some of that also, I like that feature for a lot of things. Is that that you're like, where did I end off? But I think part of that is. Um, because there's always these concerns uh, about uh, network congestion and stuff like that. And Netflix, I think I read somewhere during peak hours, it's like 40% of the traffic on yeah. the internet.
0: No, it, it's insane. Yeah. yeah. that's And,
1: you know, so that, that little timeout, it serves a few functions. You know, if you you say, let's say 2% of the audience maybe has fallen asleep or forgot it was on or something like that, you know, that's a lot of... Data. Then I can get my porn faster. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. but uh,
0: yeah, the uh, I think that's super interesting. I'm glad you caught that. That's because I I do think that they should do it multiple ways. Yeah, because what I would like for them to do is with everything. Whether it's CBS, ABC, FX, whoever, again, do the math, and if you can sell more on iTunes and get paid like that larger amount, because I think they make two thirds of what the Two thirds of the total price um, then more power to you, but if not, then shop it to Netflix or Amazon and, and have it run concurrently, but just the day later, or an hour later, or whatever, and get that money again let's say that that brings in not a lot, but you know it increases revenue for a show that's you know just ten or fifteen percent lift by having Netflix pick it up, Netflix gets it for super cheap, you get a, a better cash flow cash stream, yeah, how many more shows? could serve, good shows could survive that get cancelled because they can't get that additional ten or fifteen percent um, revenue i think it's I think it's fantastic
1: yeah uh, the um the other thing uh, he was uh, he was talking about in this article was like he he really applauds especially prime doing um, basically <coughs> pilots that before they would you know screen for small audiences but you know like man in the high castle, which we talked about before they put it out there and it was very well-received, great. But you're going to have to wait 2016 to 2016 to see the series. Right. And it, it's to me, it's like... It
0: I think goes, everybody's going to forget about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's like well, I was talking about one of the previous shows. If there's too long of a break, like when there was that break uh, for the writer's strike that right. Ron was talking yeah. about, is that if it goes too long, man, I'm, I'm moving on to another show.
0: And, and I think that with that show in particular, it's unique enough that I think it's going to hook people and they want to watch it. I don't know that it's going to hook people and they'll go, yeah, I'll catch you in a year.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm going to come back to this yeah, so I think 12 or have, 18 months. Yeah, you know. they're
0: going to have to do some fine-tuning to that um, process for sure,
2: I think. Yeah, and I, and I think a lot of show, uh, you know, certainly Hollywood and a lot of uh, TV production companies are under kind of the gun now of having to, um, you know, to keep that momentum rolling and not lose it now, especially with... Uh, um, it's days with binge watching and and streaming and all that how do we keep a show out there you know current but still keep you know we'll still be able to do production schedules and actors and 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 writers and everybody else's schedules that are working on multiple things how do we do this but still get it out there? Uh, and keep it keep it under the the eye where there's not too long of a delay like that. There's not a twelve or eighteen month where people start where the audience starts to go away.
0: Yeah, and I think like and I'll use Castle because I, I, I do love the show, but they will run for like a season, like twenty two, twenty six episodes, something stupid. Um, you know, and they don't film for twenty six weeks. They probably are filming for ten weeks, and then they you know put all that in a can, and then those guys go off and do other TV or movie, whatever they want to do. Right. But I do think that. The days are probably numbered for unless it's an insanely popular show where you can, hey, see you see you next fall, where yeah. you can take that eight month lag off and then come back. I think probably they're going to have to. Let's say they did call them different seasons, do the twenty six shows or twenty shows, and release. Hey, here's ten in the spring and ten in the fall. Um, it seems like that's kind of starting to be the, more of a rotation. I, I, I think audiences will, audiences will hang for two, three, maybe four months. Mm-hmm. But you know, with the pace that Netflix is setting and how quickly a season comes out, that it, it's not really. I don't really view them as seasons anymore. It's just like release dates for new episodes. Um, I do think what you're saying is like they have to set some somewhat of a higher pace because how do you compete? I mean, that becomes a competitive right. advantage. Exactly. If I can have a good show. And I can put out 10 episodes every three months, and you have a great show, but you only put out 15 episodes every year. I mean, how can you, how, for now, for eyeballs, I, I feel like the 15 to 20 shows a year is going to really get drained away the audience, and it's, it'll be very difficult, I think, to maintain a large audience for seven years. You have to have a Friends or a Seinfeld or something that's just. Huge to keep them coming back with that lag of time, given the way that things work now,
1: yeah well it's it, you know it's like we was talking about uh with uh, the BBC you know they're feeling the pressure and they they're putting out tremendous content, but you know it gets down to um, you know widening their scope and uh, appealing to uh, a larger audience like BBC America uh, right. uh teaming up with like we was talking about with PBS to uh Produce content uh, because you know all those fantastic uh, shows you was talking about that are BBC. Nobody's ever heard of them, and they're you, you have to do a very specific dive into the uh, streaming services just to find them.
0: Hey, with that said, one of the things I wanted to talk about today is 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 you know there's a, it's hard. How do you compare like the way BBC does to so the way let's say FX or ABC or CBS does their shows, and what's the look and feel, and how is that different? I don't know why I didn't think about this in all of our other discussions but there's a perfect example um, available right now. So in and this would be a challenge for the audience or for you guys to do this. So in 2013 there was a show uh, called Broad Church that was released on on BBC.
2: I remember the name, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's a it's a detective show and it's around a murder mystery and it's got I think they're working on th- season 3 right now. I think you you can buy if I remember correctly. And I think maybe you can stream Broadchurch Now on Netflix and maybe Amazon. So that's a BBC production. I Actually, maybe here, I think it's ITV, as seen on ITV. I really was a fan of it. And so they sold the rights, and it was actually redone and shown on American TV under the name of Grace Point. So and it's same it's, show, just different name same change. Same show. Name change, different actors. The the main actor from Broadchurch, who I think he's Scottish and has a pretty big accent, is the, the lead in the American show too, and he's
1: a brogue.
0: Yeah, he's got a good brogue, I think. Brogue. Brogue Brogue. Bear me brogue. <laughs> so um so Grace Point it, it actually stars the wife. Um, and in addition to him, David the, Tennant, David Tennant, it actually stars the wife from Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. Um, and it's got a lot of actors that I really like. Um, it's got, oh, what's his name from, uh, third watch, Michael I thought, Pena. I thought you
1: was going to say what's his nuts, what's his nuts, what's his rat's nuts.
0: Um, and, uh, so it's got Michael Pena, a lot of, a lot of actors and stuff that I like. What is her name? Anna Gunn. Um, from breaking bad. Right. And so if you want to see like, what is the look and the feel and the difference in the writing and the acting and the directing and the editing and all of that kind of good shit. I think this is the best example that you can get. Like, what's that experience like when it's done in England versus kind of how they're, how they go about things versus the way it's shown and edited and directed and everything here in the States. Um, not a shot for shot but it is pretty close to being the exact same script and most of the scenes are set up the same way so it's definitely in terms of a comparison although this is not BBC it's very much I mean all of the stuff that shows in England is kind of done to the same standards because their BBC has kind of amped up um, all their production values and stuff to a point I, th- I don't think you could do it that you could come in and 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 do it so far away from the other shows that it would catch on real well. And I don't know how well Broadchurch did it. Eight point four stars on IMDb, but it, you know they're in doing their third season now, so I'm assuming it did fairly well. Yeah. And I really do think that, that redoing a show like this, it, they probably did right now make a little bit more money than they sold Broad, Broadchurch here at streams here. And they rolled out Grace Point. Well, it's so unnecessary to me. You've already done the show. I, I think that they have to be able to market and sell more effectively. And maybe it's because it's ITV and they don't have as good of an outlet as BBC does here in the, in the States. But I think that's how they should work this. Get people hooked on your, the original show you're doing versus the remake. But uh, it'd be super interesting, and you don't, I would say you guys don't have to watch the whole series, but if you get a show or two in on both of them, I think you'll have enough feel like why I say that for the most part, I lean towards the BBC stuff. It's quality. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to, you know, it's just me, so I would highly encourage anyone, you guys or anyone, to kind of make that comparison and see see the differences. Yeah. Um, I was fairly excited when they were going to redo it as grace Point Point. and it, it Grace Point is not a bad show yeah. um it's just significantly different in, in how it's shot and how it's edited and the actors and, and i it just it feels really different to me
2: so the the only i guess common <clears throat>
0: excuse me I have a
2: frog in my throat there the only commonality is david Tennant he's the that same and the same character same ba same yeah same yep. story yep. But, All the
0: same cast of characters, same script, and everything. But
2: just besides him, different actors in the, in the two different shows. Yep,
0: gotcha. yep. Um, but it would be interesting if you guys, at some point in the future, have time to watch a show or two of each one. And, and
1: yeah, kinda, I mean that's, uh, that'd be sort of interesting to see. Um, that I was think the just thing that, from the
0: production part of it. You'll kind of get a kick out of seeing that.
1: Yeah, the um, that was the thing that struck me about. Uh, they had a little teaser trailer for uh, that show. I was talking about uh, uh, the between. It called between. Um, that they're, you know, that they're going to air first in Canada and then, uh, stream an hour later on Netflix, uh, every Thursday, I looked, I saw, I watched the trailer and it, it was very, it, it was very sparse and it looked like the production, to, you know, talking about like what you're talking about with production quality, it looked really flat and it looked very low budget and it, I was not, I was not impressed. At all, well from the from the trailer from the, the little teaser for between. for between yeah it was it looked it looked very uh, low budget to me. Well, one of the uh, main characters in it is that
2: uh, girl from that Disney show, Jeanette McCurdy. Cat, yeah, Jeanette McCurdy.
1: Yeah, and it 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 really the teaser. I was like, I was like, man, this looks like they. Oh spent- that's Jeanette McCurdy you were talking about earlier. Yeah, oh, I got you. Now. They um, on the same page now. Yeah, they. Um, it It looked like they didn't spend a, a whole lot of time or money on it. you know it looked very cheaply done. just that was my my initial impression on watching it. It made the show may be vastly different or they may be they're shooting for a low budget. Type of thing, you know, to see, you know, you know, don't let's let's invest in something, but not spend a ton of money on. Let, sure, but yeah. the, the the end result show uh-huh. may look much better. That was my just where sort of my reaction I was like, oh, that what they what they put this together with, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> it, it's it's hard to tell from a teaser, also.
0: Yeah, I'm looking up something real quick, and and when you were saying that, it reminded me of a show, and I think this airs primarily. It is. Um, available on Netflix. Um, I was going to see what station because my thought process when you say that I feel like that a, the budget for a Canadian show is somewhat less than probably maybe anywhere else. Um, Could be. I mean, because, because it's sort it doesn't of su- have a sort of
1: surprising considering how much subsidies are out there. But
0: yeah, um, but there, I believe I am just going to verify that this is a Canadian show. Um, but because they, you don't see, um. Ion Television, I think, is the name of this. No, this isn't. That's so weird. This is. It uh, looks like Ion Television is based in the United States.
2: Uh, hmm. So far I'm, between, the uh, IMDb saying between is, gonna, is six episodes. Yeah,
1: it's a very small. It, it's a short it's run. A very short run. Uh, it's like a. Almost. I wonder if it's like a miniseries or if it's just like maybe that goes into the look that. They, you know, the epi- the money for one episode, they did six episodes, you know, just, and it's like a trial balloon; they're throwing it out there to see if it, if it hooks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you get a chance in a second here, Ron, uh, pull up that, uh, see if you can find that trailer and pull it up um, and just watch it real quick. Cause it's a really short trailer and uh, I'd be interested in, uh, in seeing what. Yeah, you all, we can you all, watch it. We can watch it during the break. Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. put it up on here in the main yeah.
0: screen. But, um, you know, most of that stuff though when you talk about the subsidies, most of those are. American productions that are being done in Canada because they can go up there, these Canadian actors spend money in Canada. Right. Looking for and then it economic ultimately, confusion up there. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna, the primary audience is still the United States. I, mean, I don't know what the population is, but I, w- I would feel like that, that budget-wise, even with the subsidies, is significantly lower. Um,
1: I thought it was interesting that the show, um, especially considering it's a it's a former child disney child star you know it that she's uh she's she's on you know something that's it's going to be on netflix too so that's that's more international type of audience but it's you know the first window rights so like i was saying it goes to uh, uh, a canadian uh channel so I as i was really I was, I was sort of curious about how that how that worked you know what the, how that what the what the thought process was behind that well,
0: you'll, you'll have to keep an eye on it and just yeah. kind of see and, and uh, I'll definitely watch it so speaking of stuff that you suggested yeah, it's, uh, on it's, Netflix and that I watched it's May 21st so I watched the first episode of the Unbreakable Kimmy Smith yeah was oh, I wrong oh my gosh was I wrong <laughs>
1: Thank God I wasn't wrong.
0: So for me, it wasn't 24 minutes of pain because I bailed at minute 17. (laughs) 17 minutes of pain for you. Vindicated. (laughs) Finish him. (laughs) It's terrible. Yes, and I, I
1: keep on seeing these glowing, like that one thing I was talking about from the medium, and it was talking about another little glowing, little I, uh, this new stream, this new thing from the creator co-creator Tina Fey, and it's so great, but I can't tell you about it because nobody's watched them all, or you know. And it's like I was like, and I keep on seeing little snippets of all these glowing reviews, but some of them they throw a little bit of shade on it, but it's sort of really covered. It say, well, the first two episodes, you have to really give it a chance and really let it get its legs under it, because if you get like through the rest of the first season, it's much better. And I'm like, uh huh. But
0: whatever, I could poke myself in the eye with a sharp well, stick. Too. and it makes
1: me wonder if that's why, because we talked about last week um, that it was originally with NBC and they were going to air it, but then they changed their mind and it just all outright sent it to Netflix. Um, and that's the thing is that it makes me wonder is that the first two episodes, they they the executives, they like, man, what is up with these first two episodes? we are going to lose, nobody's going to watch it because they'll watch it if they, if you put it out as a weekly show, nobody would watch it and maybe it does get better the rest of the season, but I'm already out. You know, I'm not going to watch the rest hoping it gets better. I mean, I got other things to watch.
0: <laughs> the, the So the only redeeming quality, I, th- I thought it had at all of the 17 minutes that I watched, <laughs> was, it's got um, Jane Krakowski from 30 Rock, The Blonde. The Blonde, yeah. yeah. And, um, I thought she was funny-ish, but she's playing the exact, exact same, same
1: character. character. I know, Ooh. I know, and it's like it's like they, it's like they took it felt. And I said this is last week. And the, is that it, all it,
0: the only range that she has? Uh, it, she can play that one character. It's,
1: it felt very. Uh, it's it's like you know they had a big wheel of fortune with different plot points and different character uh, archetypes, <laughs> right. and they just spun it, and it's like funny gay black dude. Uh, cult woman who's crazy (laughs) and uh, you know this rich uh, lady uh, and it's and it's it felt so like they just took all these plot points and these characters shook them up in a bag and drew them out one at a time Uh, and it was like an improv sketch or something you know know, it was like right what is
0: this right you go you've ever been down to three day weekend the improv place yeah okay so that's what they do they get all those audience ideas shake it up in a bag draw it out of a hat, and then they put those things together and try to make it funny. Yeah, that's they're what actually it's... much more successful than this show was. Well, that, because that is
1: what you know. That's the thing that that is what they're supposed to be doing. And this, it felt very haphazard, especially the first two episodes. Maybe if you can slog through that uh, and get to the rest of it, maybe it develops some legs and gets a heart to it, and the characters develop a little bit more. But everything seemed so, so flat. They, the The characters seemed so flat and two dimensional and it it really wasn't it, which I don't mind if it's funny if it's really yeah. just really funny it wasn't really funny
2: well here's a here's something I just found um a review from um website Jezebel.com, dot com and the reviewer is uh, is uh, gabby noon and she says i think i guess gabby is is, is i'm assuming is a female and uh let's see if this her little sum up line here uh, is what you guys think. I think if this fits or not. If
0: she wrote anything other than Sucks Donkey Dicks, she <laughs> went too far. Well,
2: she says that... <laughs> um, me, uh the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is it, as is as if a late 90s, early 2000s Nickelodeon sitcom was also forced into a doomsday cult and had to reemerge in 2015 to appeal to its viewers, who are now adults who can't afford basic cable, but still manage to bum their family's Netflix
0: login.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> finally, because I, I told y'all be last it. week... <laughs> <be> the entire,
0: <laughs> I told not even y- go into why it sucks. Just I, d- d- don't watch it. <laughs> I told
1: y'all last week that I, I was amazed, because I hadn't read really any reviews, it just I saw it pop up one morning, and I was like, oh yeah, I've, I think I've heard of this. And just went into it blind and I was like I I was like, okay, first episode, no. And then I watched the forced myself to watch the other one and I was like, man, they fooled me once.
0: (laughs) And George Bushed it. I I George
1: Bushed it. Totally. And then I went I was like, man, that was pretty bad. Let's see what the internet says. Let's and nothing but glowing reviews. Oh here's your your And I was like I was like, did they is this Paola? Uh what happened? to this people's sense of taste. What was they, you going to say Ron? What was you going to say?
0: Well, here's
2: your first bad review.
1: Oh, yeah, well thank you. Yeah, Jezebel, thank you very much.
0: Uh, it's um, It was horrible and it, it was I I, horrible. I did agree that I would watch it and i i took as much of it as i could yeah but i i will say like i you know last week i was like oh i think i'm sure she dude tina fey and you're not going to like this ron <laughs> she wrote it yeah and yeah, that that's... that other that
1: co-creator yeah. he was the same guy on 30 rock yeah. that they, and they uh, i saw a little snippet of an interview with tina fey and that what's his nuts um and they said they're putting a lot of time <laughs> and effort on it and i was like where where <laughs> and Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the later episodes, like I said, get better, but I'm not willing to. The, I watched the first two episodes. If you can't get it right in the first two episodes, or at least
0: somewhere, yeah, right? At
2: least hints of, of things yeah. to come, you know?
0: Kind of, yeah. sort of, right. So, and then I felt like the character, the Kimmy Smith character, is just what's his name? the The. God, what was the? Is he gay? Is he not gay? The, yeah,
1: he's a he's like a, he signs people in, takes yeah, studio the, tours. and Yeah, stuff. yeah, that guy. Oh,
0: I, Kenneth, Kenneth, I thought Eric that that's who Kimmy Smith is. Play. It's just a female version of that.
1: Well, and that's the thing is that um, I thought it was a weird premise. I thought it was a little this cult that you know the kidnapping women that you know that
0: I I you I say, mean you say that like it's wrong. <laughs> it's like
1: I I just didn't. I didn't know what to think about that. It 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 just struck me as sort of an off kilter idea to start with. And then she didn't you know, she's she wasn't appealing. She's very happy, but she's sort of a little bit mean and a little bit stupid. You know, she's it's she didn't she wasn't you know, the, the whole idea of having appealing characters, whether they're pure evil, pure good, whatever. She seemed like just you know, she seemed dumb as a bag of hammers. I mean, she was, you know, and it, it was really but, but stressed. Would ya? Yeah, would you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Uh, I just didn't. Two episodes. Come on, man, that's enough. The first episode, okay, I can. Pilots sometimes are a little
0: little sketchy. Yeah, but man. Yeah. So um, we're right at about uh, 45 minutes. So let's uh, refresh we, our we beers. We dogged
2: on uh, Kimmy Schmidt enough.
0: God, no, did, we, I, did we say anything about David Caruso this time? Kimmy yeah. Schmidt is the Dave Caruso basically this, of Netflix. Basically yeah. this
2: review said it's an effed up Disney uh, rerun.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, well I'm Kid glad show, this. Kids
2: Disney kids from the 90s. Uh, in, re- in, in, and it's You can't do that on television. Yeah, because
1: uh, before we uh, wrap up, it's interesting because there was this whole talk in the gaming industry you know because there's all these gaming websites review sites and stuff like that um about the idea that they're hints of you know what i was saying about payola that you know you get these glowing reviews and the game comes out and it's crap right well i think too that and it makes me wonder all these just gushing reviews about this show and i'm like what well, do the reviewers what-
2: watch actual episodes over were given like you know Prime clips, you know. Of I think they watch the whole
1: thing. I mean, would hope, but.
0: well, I think too. I don't know that it's Payola anymore. I think they do. They can. They do influence reviews. It's pay to play, though. It's based on access. So yeah. if we know that you give bad reviews, we just don't talk to you.
1: And that—that's what uh, what I was alluding to yeah. with the uh, the gaming. Sites is that well you just don't won't get a pre-release copy unless you talk good you right. know and, and you'll never
0: interview one of us and you'll never have any access to anything that we do yes yeah. they'll yeah. shut
1: them out and right. that's and that to me because it all comes down to bottom line of dollars and cents is because they they know if they get shut out of uh, product that's their bottom line dollar wise for ads and stuff like that so it basically is sort of their strong arm arming them uh, a lot. And I I think that's sort of crappy because you can't trust. Well, you can't trust. um, A lot of times now, I just go can't trust them. Well, I go with reviews from friends, you know, or or coworkers because you know I I read all those great reviews about the show, and I was like, uh, no, I can't tell you the last time I
0: read a review about a TV show or a movie or anything and trusted anything that was said in that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Other than like. I know people that are kind of into that particular kind of thing that I'm into, and I'm like, hey, what did you think? Right. Like, you know, Darius or you guys or just – I know that I'm going to get like an honest, well, I like this about it and this about it, but, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because Darius is just – he his acceptability level for quality is a lot lower than mine, so, but he's totally honest. Like, he's like, you wouldn't like it yeah so don't 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 watch it yeah that's
1: and that's uh, to me that means more getting recommendations from people that I know their tastes and things like if at work, I work in a studio setting you know entertainment field, and I know people, they have wide variety of tastes, but they know quality right and if even if it's not my taste, I know they're not going to be not going to like that show yeah. and somebody may i mean that may fit the bill for somebody, but man that's I was just shocked at all the good reviews
0: on that ridiculous well thanks for finding that ron and finally vindicating paul yeah because there is a bad review out there yeah one awesome all right let's get more beers okay thanks for listening to that segment of the binge watch podcast you can find us online at www.bingewatchpodcast.com on Twitter at binge watch PC and on YouTube and Facebook by searching for binge watch podcast. All righty, Dan. We and are we are back. We're back, and we have different beers. Ron bought us, brought us, bought us, and brought us uh, a couple of different beers to try. Paul and I, and then he's drinking uh, wine coolers. Ron yeah, is I'm
1: non-participatory in the beer drinking challenge. So, or Paul, read, Paul, read the label. Uh, this is uh, by the Real Ale Brewing Company out of Blanco, Texas. Blanco. Uh, it is called. It is a coffee porter. It is a rich, robust porter-style ale brewed with a fair-trade cat's coffee. Mm, fair porter, trade. I feel like I'm drinking this beer now, I, and I, <laughs> and it's, I think it's—I think it's funny that they say oh, brewed responsible now. Yeah. It's, it okay, says so. brewed with fair-trade cat's coffee, and then down on the to reinforce it, porter brewed with coffee. <laughs> in case you didn't get that, yeah. you well, know, it's uh, in, uh, in the small. <laughs> did you read the fried print? It says it's brewed with coffee. <laughs>
0: Fair trade cats,
2: coffee. Yeah, I guess that's maybe the brand. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, a fair or trade. Style. I guess that,
0: there's no fight. comma in there. Okay, thank I think God. it's. I think it's. <laughs> I think that's a sort
1: of a comma save lives. Uh, that fair trade. I think it's to to where they're not using like slave labor. I guess so or something the, like
0: that. That's, make sure that the hipsters would drink our beer. Yeah, but
1: it's a limited edition seasonal release. Here, we're going to pop the top. Listen for it.
0: You're, yeah, you do that professionally. Yeah. And now the, the now the pour.
1: now the
2: poor. Let's get the poor on, it here. Oh, it's
1: not a lot dark. Of, yeah, yeah, not not a lot of not as much head to it. Head as the last one. Just a little head. I'm out. <laughs> just, <laughs> I just one a little head. Not a lot of head. <laughs> just a tip, just to see how it feels. Let's, let's Boy, you could definitely smell the coffee and taste it.
0: It's wow. not a heavy coffee taste. Though.
1: No. No, it's uh, it's it's yeah, it's very dark.
0: This would go good with some maybe some Komora in it. <laughs> yeah. Beef. Yeah, yeah I mean bit.
1: it's man, it's boy that that is dark. A little, uh, little Baileys maybe in there. I think I can see particulate matter.
0: I get much I'm getting much more of the uh porter part than I am the uh the coffee. coffee. I can I'm little, getting
1: uh, the smell is that you can definitely it's it it use te- of um a little cocoa, maybe. Or, is it? What is it? This one infused with fair cats. <laughs> feral, feral feral cats. It's infused with it's feral, feral cats. cat urine. Is the uh, extra ingredient? I
0: don't Well, want, what's I that don't coffee beer made from domestic cats? What's what's
1: that coffee that they? Uh, uh, it's fed to like some sort of mammal, and the the beans uh, are processed out of its poop, and then the coffee is like crazy expensive. <laughs> Brian has given me the steel <laughs> eye, and it's I, I am not whether he's kidding. believing it
2: or false by it. It is, is
1: I can't remember. It's this brand of coffee, and they <laughs> they feed these.
0: What do I even Google?
1: Like uh, lemurs? I think it's cow it's, poop, coffee? Uh, poop, poop coffee. Poop just coffee, just po- poop coffee, or, and uh, and you will you will be not defecated. And it coffee is beans. so it is so expensive. Here we go, Huffington
0: Post. Yep, of course. Elephant dung coffee. No, it's not elephant and dung. It's World's like a le- most expensive brew is made from pooped out beans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you pay one thousand one hundred for a kilogram of specialty coffee beans? Maybe What for, if they were pooped out by an elephant?
1: Maybe for co- I'm out. <laughs> I mean how about, how much is it for the, the pooped out cocaine? That's gotta be like God. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, man,
0: and I sniffed it. They're making those elephants, those circus elephants, smuggle coffee beans into the yeah. United States. Well,
1: they found out. A good job for them. Barnum and Bailey found out because uh, that was in the news just last week that Barnum and Bailey will no, no longer be doing uh, like 20, elephant acts. 2016,
2: 2017, 2017. Yeah,
1: like that, once, or... they, once they beat the elephants all to death, once they're all beaten to death, <laughs> they will phase them out. Uh, so they found out it's much more lucrative to have them poop out coffee beans. So they're just going to put them in these little tiny stalls and make them poop out coffee yeah. beans.
0: They, they have no freedom of movement. <laughs> they're just pooping, eating and pooping coffee beans yeah. all day. Eat Dumbo. New,
1: new
2: job for those uh, chained up circus elephants. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, something about I can't remember if it's Barnum and Bailey, if it's because of money, well, if financial you end up thing. On the elephant, it was because take all well, the-, our, the, our, uh, the, the, the or or whatever the, animal rights. It's animal know. rights
1: uh, because the um, the last time and it's the last time I ever t- will take my kids to the circus. We took them and it was down at the American Airlines Center. Yeah, and. These two older ladies, they looked like they were in their 60s, very nicely dressed. They were out there handing out flyers. And I thought they were with the circus or something like that. And they, they, these flyers had this, these horrific They were, they were from blue
0: hairs for elephants. Something like the that. Ethical and, treatment, and blue hairs for the ethical treatment of elephants. Right.
1: These had like really horrific images on them. And I got like... I mean, I, of course I don't want the, the animals to be abused. I'm not... In favor of that, like at all. Eagle like
2: Cody and had a tear in your eyes, yeah,
1: exactly, but it was the thing that <laughs> and they were just handing them out, and they could have like one of those could have got thrown on the ground, and my kids saw it, you know, I was a little pissed off that they felt that that were the 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 right way of notifying people is putting these horrific images in these flyers and handing them out to people about to go into the circus. I know that. Well, yes, it's very effective, but it sort of pissed me off a little bit because, yeah, like, well, what if one dropped on my on the ground and my kid picked it up? Right. You know, it's like,
2: how dare <laughs> you poison my enjoyment of this circus until I'm, you should do this when I'm leaving, not yeah. when I'm
1: going into exactly. it. Exactly. And it's like, and I think that, you know, the whole thing with the coffee beans is like <laughs> Barnum and Bailey was beating the shit out of these ele- elephants. So they have a like a real, like a, a monetary reason now to beat the shit out of them.
2: Um, let's pick up little new story about them dropping the elephants out of the, out of the circus, Barman Bailey. Be sure and check out, go out to, uh, uh daily show and check out the clip, uh, Lewis Black and his back in, back in black. Oh, right. Did, did a whole thing on, on the whole of Barnum Bailey dropping the elephants out of the circus. Is so
1: pretty good? Yeah. Okay. I'll it's take very, it out. Very, very funny. Nice. The, um, uh, did you do the
0: sh- shout out? No. We'll do, so we're going to do a little bit of a shout out. So we got some feedback. From a good buddy of ours. (laughs) Uh, Former... (laughs) <laughs> former, former, good buddy, good buddy. So I unfriended him on Facebook. Oh wait, I'm not
1: on Facebook. We
0: uh, <laughs> we know him Facebook. as PBI, and that's that's all, the all we need. So his feedback for the show was: you guys shouldn't talk about a show if you can't remember all the characters and ever the plot points and everything. And so we, it, a little bit of a shout out, like we love the feedback. You can sure. give any feedback you want. Sure, uh, as Biden, long as it as
1: long as it is uh, as long positive, as it's glowingly positive, right. Right. like the un- <laughs> unbreakable <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt. Right.
0: We won't. You don't give us good stuff. We won't talk to you. That's right. You will So his his feedback was down. like, no, don't. It, you guys need to talk, know all the shows backwards and forwards before no, you talk? you need to do your
2: homework. To be prepared.
0: Yeah. No. So the 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 thrust of the show is Maybe. I don't know what anybody's <laughs> going to talk about when they get here. I don't know. Nor does anyone else know, and Ron and Ginger don't even share the podcast talk before they no, get No, not even with each other now. Yeah, so we don't know where the conversation is going to go. The point is to be very tangential. Stream comp- of
2: consciousness. It's it's basically I think you sold it to us originally was like right. okay if we were just talking at work or you know you know out over a beer or whatever and like hey did you see this whatever do you like what, do you like this show do you like and it's just you're not prepared you're just talking and that's the whole kind of yeah
0: I want it's not a news show right. I don't want preparation H because that means it burns down there. <laughs> so, do you pop Danger the hemorrhoids back in, is or is it just do you just with those lop,
1: berries? I just lop them you. off. <laughs>
2: With a straight razor?
1: Yeah.
3: It's
2: like our, Sacramento. Or right a like rusty box knife.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, damn it. Give me the box knife and make it extra rusty. I
1: like to pop them and then dip them into <laughs> grain alcohol for the burn. Uh, and <laughs> so I'll, then light them on fire. And then
0: I'll infuse them into a beer. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Tequila. So the, the, that's the thrust of the show. It's not, it's not a prepared thing. It's not a new show. <laughs> it, it really is us just getting together and shoot the shit. So with that said... We want to issue a uh, an, a challenge slash invitation to PBI to come on the show, and then I'll bring up something. Paul brings up something. Ron brings up something, and we'll see how long he can go before it's, "Hey, what was the guy that was in that one thing?" <laughs> yeah, and see,
1: and it's like, "Aha!"
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> It ain't easy, especially when you're three quarters in the bag, like normally we are on <laughs> the
1: last. Uh, drink couple number of three. Yeah. Well, and, and that, that's the funny thing but, well, in the first segment when I was talking about that show Between, that uh. I, I was a little bit embarrassed and I started talking about. I was like, oh, what the hell's the name? Oh, that's right. It's Between. Because and, and, I was like, I totally spaced on it because I was just glancing at my show notes and I was like, where what I was the, that?
0: the, 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 the name I of? It. That I
1: can remem- remember that show. Had that, that I want one to girl
0: from the thing, and she was on that one network that used to be in the. And the other people owned it, and now they got Star Wars. I think yeah. she has parents.
2: It's also because we're all getting older, and uh, the memory that's lapses. Not, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Okay. You Maybe. <laughs> yeah.
0: Speaking of older, I I don't know if you got on the, the podcast when you were saying that's what I like about high school. Oh, that you act when you quote you flipped it. Oh, yeah. I get, I get older and they stay the same age or something like that. Or you said they get older and I stay the same age. And I said, that well, that's why you don't want to do that because your age now is not particularly good. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was listening to the other podcast back. I think, so I, uh, I, I, think, uh,
1: I think teenagers don't like their men like they like their fine wine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They
2: don't like it like their grandmas. <laughs> yeah.
1: Teenagers. Jeez. So, yeah, but anyway, but no, that's uh, PBI. That's, uh, I mean, this...
0: So come on. I, you can come down next time you're in town. Right. But it's good. Travel in good to, just for this, it's or good we'll to hear Skype fe-
1: you in. It's good to hear <laughs> honest feedback, it because is- uh, better than, like, fake Kimmy
0: Schmidt. <laughs> I know. And so uh, any feedback can be given to us at brian at po- uh, com.
2: Bring it on.
0: Yep. So with that said... um I think, Ron, you have some stuff you wanted to bring up or chat about or talk yeah, about? Yeah, I was Do you know,
1: know every fact about it forward and back? For uh, yeah, no, no we're but we're gonna I, do, I do. are bust
2: balls as soon as you don't know. I don't yet. have any show notes for this, but I did uh <sighs> I, did I, look. Can't even,
0: I can't even look at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> go have go to your room. I have cheese on my microphone cord. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Paul, Paul brought uh, dipping chips and cheese and stuff. Re,
2: and reconstituted whatever stuff. Uh,
0: What did
1: I say when we was in there? Is it's made made with cheese oil? (laughs) It's it's just a can of cheese. Yeah, this this queso
0: is made with old um, glow sticks from raves.
2: (laughs) Uh, Used ones that was pulled out of the trash.
1: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Say, is this ecstasy? All
2: right, um, for this week, my show. I uh, was looking around, thinking about okay, what shows got to talk about, and I just ran across thinking about HBO shows. We've discussed quite a few of them on here, and I had a couple in mind that I, I thought about. But then I'm like, uh, this one kind of popped up, and I was like, "Holy cow!" I kind of totally forgot about this show because I watched it uh, when it was on, and it was really during the early days. This is kind of a throwback to the early days of HBO doing you know, more scripted television. It was from the it was from the early '90s. It started in 1990, and it ran for um, uh, six years. Uh, I think there's like 100 and 119 episodes. Yeah. Wow. <coughs> Excuse me. And it was um,
1: if I could only remember the name of the show. No, <laughs> it'd be that much more complete. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, the show starred as mainly the character main character's name. Let's see if you can guess it, If you remember this from the show, his name was Martin Tupper.
1: Oh, the guy who made Tupperware. Yeah. No.
0: no. I love that show. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I didn't sell Tupperware. I was more of those sex toy party type deals. <laughs> yeah, he
1: just stored his his. His essential juices. <laughs> In Adam the and Eve at home party. Yeah.
2: No, the I, I Martin don't... Tupper was the main character, and he was played by Brian Binbin is the uh, actor's name. Brian Binbin. Binbin.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm at a loss.
2: The show was Dream On. I no, I never watched it. No, I, no, I know.
0: And when you say that, I
1: vaguely. Remember,
0: it was
2: kind of name. unique for its day. 119
1: episodes. Yeah, of a show it was kind of unique for its really.
2: day. It was kind of a and it's kind of kind of a cult comedy in some ways. But his thing was and kind of the, the kind of the trick of the show, Dream On. It kind of had a you know 50s 60s kind of logo and it was a throwback because he grew up on on television uh, like a lot of us did. And so whenever he and all of his situations are in the show, he's a divorced father of like a teenage a teenager, and so he's a single dad, and, um, He's uh, all of his flashbacks are when he thinks of something funny, or he thinks of something he wants wants to say oh. to somebody, but he doesn't. Now that I see, now that I see the the uh,
1: like the main title card, I yeah I, okay. you remember it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But he had, but the little flashbacks or the little things he wanted to say were little clips from old television series, right? You know, like from the fifties, black and white ones, and then some maybe from the sixties. But it's primarily, I think, even old like old fifty ones. It was probably I don't know how they did this with HBO, and I'm going to get into more a little more of this of how they got the rights to this or if there was issues with that. I think there were, there are now. Uh, but um, they would, you know, these little clips, these throwbacks, when he would know, think of something funny or in the situation he's in, you know, his mind would, you know, you could see, look at him and then his mind would pop up that one of those little clips would play and that's what he was thinking or what he wanted to say or whatever. Uh, so it was kind of, kind of unique for that.
1: They have it. It's all, it looks like they're all on YouTube as well.
2: Well, that's the thing. Uh, I was going to get into is that show is not available on netflix there's 119 episodes not on hbo go it's not on amazon it's nowhere available except as dvd set for seasons one and two only there's like seasons seasons like three four five and i think maybe six are not out there anywhere except
1: on YouTube. On
2: YouTube. there's How
1: about that? <clears throat>
2: there's little kind of bastardized versions over there. And a lot of people think, uh, when I was uh, kind of digging into this, that it's because of those clips that there's rights, broadcast rights. Because uh, a lot of those now, but when they probably broadcasted this in the nineteen ninety, the early 90s, a lot of those shows were kind of forgotten about. They didn't care. But now the resurgence with, with DVD and the resurgence of streaming and all that, those, some of those shows are being, you know, re, you know put out there to earn a few bucks. And so they're probably wanting from HBO wanting their little cut of the one little extra little cut from showing those, and HBO just said, "Well, we'll just not, we'll just leave what's done out there." Because right. the first two seasons they had done Fox actually, the TV network had actually cut out the because the show was kind of cutting edge for its day because it was the first kind of main uh, HBO series or TV series that showed nudity. You know, like a single dad, so it showed him having you know his dates and. You know the hot girls. He's or hot, you know moms. He's going out with so the show some oh, nudity, man. yeah. And then show and then so it was kind of cutting for its day and time. There's profanity and nudity, and that wasn't you know for a TV show. Then it was you know now it's just it's commonplace. You know even on some you know broadcast networks, but it's for this day it wasn't. And um, so they cut those for when they when they put it out, kind of try to port it out for syndication on Fox, run it and then do syndication. They uh, they cut those out, which it did. You know, it, it still it still played okay uh, because that wasn't kind of the main course premise of the show. It was more about the jokes and the, and the clips and everything. But um, they had so I guess those first two seasons were what Fox had kind of chopped up and and or had edited to the <laughs> TV. And,
1: and we talked about last week about how be, good Fox be, is about right ja- jacking stuff
0: up. Yeah, yeah, it had to be heavily heavily edited. This is the last line of this of the storyline synopsis. And it is renowned for its use of sexual references, plus, in its early seasons, occasionally swearing and numerous scenes of nudity. Right,
2: exactly. Yeah. Nudity. Well, one I think it's another thing, one of my favorite things about this show is when I first Six got introduced now. to uh, one of my favorite uh, actresses uh, was on it. Is his played his ex-wife, uh, Judith Tupper, uh, and then they got remarried in some of the episodes, uh, Wendy Malick. Oh, she was on. She was the, um, the model that went to work with her dad on the Just Shoot Me uh, with the David, had David Spade on it and everything. Right. And in the I, TV series I, right. A, I was
0: a total fan of Just Shoot Me, which I'm not a sitcom thing. I didn't watch it a ton, maybe 10, 15 episodes. But her, the main reason I, not because I thought she was hot, which she's, she's she is. she's a pretty pretty woman. Yeah. She was funny. She, yeah. Yeah. Her she
2: is has really good comedic timing and really she's a good actress good comedic timing but yeah she's she's funny and 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 plays that uh plays what a role she's in she plays it to the hilt and I didn't know this so funny, uh, until today looking about her she is a um a in huge demand as a voice uh, over actress because she's got a very unique voice oh right you know, as a yeah. woman she has a very a very strong very good voice. And so she is in huge demand. She's done a ton, and is still doing to this day. She's done she's done a ton of animated stuff. Uh, well, and that's
1: and that's because um, there. You know, there's always been this talk of, uh, that um, actresses, unless they're certain certain of a certain type, like Meryl Streep and stuff like that, they tend to have a lot of them sort of have a shelf life. Uh, once they get in their forties, it gets harder and harder to get. Get roles, unfortunately. So
0: I I was thinking about this the other day, and I don't remember what got me on this thought process. But I call bullshit. So here's my thing, and I I can't remember what it what it was. But if you you know all the actresses that complain about this, why were they popular in the first place?
1: Because they're pretty face.
0: Because they had a pretty face, and they were hot, and they were young. Okay, that if that's what you're bringing to the table then that's what you get. Your yeah. outro is and, as soon as that's done, you're right. done. And, and you lose you, that and skill and and that if, you don't, if you do And if you
1: don't have any range, then right. you, you, you know, your, your, your chances are limited. You, that's that's not the, unreasonable. The,
0: the, the perfect example, there's two perfect examples in my mind why this is total bullshit. Because if what you bring to the table is amazing acting ability, and you continue to put out good work. You I'm on Meryl Streep. Meryl mm-hmm. Streep. Jessica Lange is tearing it up. Yep. On American Horror Story. Sissy Spacek. Mm-hmm. Um she was never. Well, she know. purposely bowed out. I mean, she <laughs> wanted a life outside of Hollywood. But Judy Dench. Judy Dench. Oh, that Judy is Lynch. total bullshit. That if you're an actress, you're forced out at a certain age. Obviously, if you're hot, and you're Meg Ryan. And the reason that everybody watches you because you're young, cute, and sassy, and then you get to a point where you then you go get a ton of plastic surgery and and you were Mm. never a great actor's to begin with. There's of course there's not work for you, yeah. Um, But it's not. I don't believe it's a product of age, especially with the amount of TV work that's available now. Like um, Sons of Anarchy is a perfect example. Um, when she goes from married with children it wasn't what was her name Meg yeah it wasn't she wasn't on that show because
1: she was you better get you better get the name right I know
0: god oh, I, I, think it, not listening. I think I
1: think it's funny though that we uh, we we make fun but we step our game up a little bit it's like right
0: making sure we are mm, yeah. we better know our shit man I don't want any more feedback from PBI <laughs> he he wounded you, me your dog is... yeah I was up crying all night about that <laughs> <laughs> but if you bring it, like, look at... <laughs> Tear stain it, pillow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hold me. Yeah,
0: I can't catch my breath.
2: Did Jalees, did Jalees recycle your tears for extra good coffee?
0: Yeah, I did. I did. Mix them with some elephant poop. It's awesome. So, it, Meryl him. Streep, it continues to put out good stuff. You know why? Because she's a f- great actress. Another she's one got. is Helen Mirren. yeah. Helene, yes,
2: very, very good-looking lady, but she's no plastic surgery; just lets herself age naturally. But she still looks, she still, I I mean, she's she looks age-appropriate. Because she's not like the, like I remember once on, uh, I think it was on an award show, Grammys or, or Murray um, Is a beautiful woman. And and she she's is. Like, she's sixty-nine. to she she be seventy this year, and she's well, gorgeous. And she,
1: she said part of the, the secret is that she has vigorous sex with her husband every morning. I was like. She gets it. Yes, that's, she or she I literally, like, I like she, all literally gets it. she literally <laughs> <and figuratively laughs> she gets it, literally and figuratively Getting it. Yeah, she, she is riding yeah. the bone roller coaster. But you know,
2: on on this award show, it was like she was on there, and and then it was, um, they had it was like a maybe it was a it was TV, so it was Grammys because they had the, all three of the Charlie's Angels on there. It was or it was or was it just was this before Priest? I can't remember if it was pre Farrah Fawcett's death or if it was after. It was just the two. Um, um, Kate Jackson and uh, Jacqueline Smith, and they've had so much plastic surgery done, so much work. They just don't—they don't look right, and they don't they certainly don't look age appropriate for their age. Where there's Helen Mirren and her gown and everything, and she just looked gorgeous, but yet she's you know age appropriate. However, sixty something she was, she still was smoking and, and incredibly gorgeous. Right but not, not so much for Jack, you know right. Jacqueline Smith. They're trying to like keep themselves young. No, I mean They're, yeah, keep yourself beautiful, and and. But don't overdo it to where you don't look right.
1: Yeah, know? and there's there is a a lot of magic and wisdom in riding that baloney pony every morning. <laughs> <laughs> I, right. I I I fully encourage God, if if that's the only <laughs> the, way
0: that I can stay young is to ride the baloney pony every morning. <laughs> I just want to die young and pretty.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's what happened to a lot of these uh, actresses that are are getting not getting parts. They're, they're just not. They're not. Oh, you don't want me rattling this that thing. You don't. Leave, time, no. you don't want me twiddling this thing on the mic.
0: No sir. No, Sorry sir. about that. <laughs> Brian
1: just looked at me. I was sitting there messing around with the uh, with the. the, uh... with the uh, I realize that if sure. you can't <laughs> touch
0: your dong all the time, you have to pick up something else to play it. But.
1: <laughs> Brian just looked at me and pointed. It gave, gave me the steely eye glare. I was like, oh, i oh, sorry. Stink eye.
0: I'm sorry. We'll sir. probably
1: get complaints about that now. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that jingling sound that Paul was making was killing me. What's that guy? Get? What has he got the shakes? <laughs> What's wrong with him?
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of the. I can't remember her name. She's on the last couple of seasons of Justified. And uh she's older as well and she is tearing it up. She um if you could you want to look that up, Ron. I'm on, um, it. I'm on it. So she's doing it's a fantastic role. She's sweet and sassy and southern and and a cold hearted bitch all at the same time. And I've been really enjoy and this lady she's gotta be early sixties. Yeah, um, we'll figure out what her name is well, as soon as we say her name, and and we'll talk about what she's been in. Then uh,
1: we don't know her name though. I know. I'm sorry.
0: Can, can I phone a friend? PBI. What's this lady's <laughs> name? <laughs> we, you
1: have two calls left. <laughs> Damn it. She's
2: on Justified.
0: Yeah, and I'm looking here, and the way they do the online thing is not the app. The the um, IMDb app is actually easier to use than their website.
1: Uh, the the website sometimes is a little. It seems like it's like. Like late nineties, <laughs> a little bit in a lot of ways.
0: Well, it doesn't. It's not as easy to get to like a series of episodes and stuff like that. So you know what? Oh, I know of, what you're talking about. I
2: think you know Mary Steenburgen. Yes, yes, Mary Steenburgen. Yeah,
0: she's great on the last two seasons of Justified. Yeah, she and is. She's she still milk. a very pretty lady, but she's an actress first, mm-hmm. right? And that's why I, I just the whole thing of like I hear it again and again. Oh, there's new. No, well, yeah, of course. Right, if I'm known for being hot, and that's why I'm in a movie, I'm hot, I'm cute, I'm young, I'm sassy and and I don't progress, I don't push myself, and then I'm forty and suddenly I can't get a role i there's a reason
1: yeah. because
0: of what you brought to the table is no longer there
1: yeah, it's well, what is it you're offering and, and we don't and it's not, and I'm sure there may be of course, like anything like racism in Hollywood, there is a certain amount of sexism, and I I get it. Yeah, I totally get it. But well, if I that's then, if that's all the only cards you're bringing to the table, then you're gonna have only a few hands you can play. You know, right. and it's it's one of those things that, um, like Ron was talking about that uh, that she that one actress he was talking about uh, has done a ton of animated uh, TV shows, oh, Wendy voice, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, voiceovers and stuff like that. Is that she has. Another range that she can do, as sure. well as be an actress, she has this ability to do great vo- voice work. And there is, if the, I mean, you know, um, uh, there's if, there's a call, there's a call for that. And oh, if you absolutely. and if that's, very, so it can be very, so it. it can be very lucrative. And you can do that as long as your voice is stable and mm-hmm. until you die, the day you die. I mean, yeah. if if that's where your your bread and butter, then more power to you yeah another i I don't
0: doubt at all that the vast majority of roles in hollywood and tv are geared and aimed towards hot young women and and that's the lay of the land and it probably shouldn't be well i I also believe that you are able to bring a a full package that it's there for you somebody else who just i just think this and she's was she's 50 is uh, michelle forbes off of the killing, the the one that played the mother, and she was the hard ass on Battlestar Galactica, the admiral that came in there. That yeah, adm-
2: admiral came.
0: Yeah. Oh, she she's fifty years old and drop dead gorgeous. Mm-hmm, she's Okay, very pretty. but she's an amazing actress. Like the, uh, that's what for the the killing. It was so difficult for me to watch. Is like how she that first season or yeah almost the first season just became unhinged and she with uh, her misery and despair and i would was, just watch it and i would be so well, like i can't take it anymore she's just <laughs> she's got me so soaked into how yeah. terrible the life is of her character right now she's killing me
1: she uh she was on um on uh, in uh, true blood as well yes and yes. she was yeah she, the she and she man she was she played that part really well she was like man she is otherworldly
0: powerful and batshit insane right right and she's beautiful and she's a great actress yeah yeah she turns up in a lot of places and I've she's 50 and she probably is getting more work than she can handle like i'm looking at her she's a kind she's in the the hunger games mocking jay part two she's got coming up the returned tv series orphan black she's in power she was in rake which is on well, that's Vail where i recently orphan black yeah right she was on Chicago. She's getting tons of work because she's a great actress, and she's 50 years old. Yeah. And there's, I
1: think... And, of
0: course, you can be
2: lucky, too, or yeah. have good genes. You know, like, there's a couple of actresses I can think of that are... But I, don't,
0: I don't think she would not be acting if she was aging or wasn't as beautiful or whatever. I think she's a great actress first. Oh, right, 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 yeah.
2: But, like, if uh, someone's aging well and looks still good, one of my favorites is Diane Lane. Um... You know she's she's fifty. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You're well, right. and uh, <laughs> you know someone, and, and she's been, but she's been looking all of her life, and but still at fifty, she's still smoking.
1: But she's also a good actress too. Well, and uh, isn't Nicole Kidman? Isn't she close to fifty? Uh, because so. she is still mm-hmm. yeah she's gorgeous, and she is, and she is, uh, she has more range than I initially gave her credit she's 47. for. She's Forty seven. Yeah, yeah. Nicole Kidman so, is forty seven. So she's and she's she's still. She still
0: looks but great. Meryl Streep, Jessica Lang, they are going to be acting until they decide not to act anymore because yeah. they're 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 crafts people, yeah. You know, at their at their at their job um, and all that stuff. You know, beyond that is neither here nor there. It's because they're good at what they do, not that hey, I am hot, I have big boobs, put me on TV, yo.
2: That's right. <laughs> in the Diane Lane category, Jane Seymour,
3: mm-hmm.
0: mm. and she's very old. Sixty-four. Yeah, it's very, very, but very. feels very old,
1: to isn't, me. It. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't <laughs> it? What I am feels very yeah. old. Isn't it funny that now you say yeah, they're my, in their fifties, and we- I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, if me, what, pa- How old am I They're <laughs> me
0: plus twenty. They're old. <laughs> plus or minus twenty.
2: <laughs> <It's>, whatever. <laughs> it's still, it's still in the wheelhouse, folks.
0: <laughs> Would you? <ya? laughs> <laughs> Could you choke me just a little
1: bit? <laughs> <laughs> did,
0: Ellen, <laughs> Ellen so did you did you have more what you want to talk about on that or
2: oh uh, the dream, you know just that you know that it was uh, that it was a, it was a cool show it was funny you know it was well done and uh, the clips on it but my you know the the whole uh, thing on which is sad is that yeah it's not available you know to stream binge other than going out to YouTube and you know finding what you can find out there but. Um, I think, it's, I think it's an issue with the rights, the clips that they use, and that there's, you know... And
0: they, HBO's got to feel like nobody would watch it if they fought the battle or paid the price to get it back on TV that no one would watch it. Well,
2: it's it. probably that. It's one of those things. It's one of those, Yeah, you know, if it well, you know, if later on, know. the you know, it, it, the cost to, for putting it out there is cheaper, we'll do it. Otherwise, you know, screw well, it. Well,
1: I'm yeah. sure they have an army of lawyers and accountants that... Tally all the all the sums. And HBO like, has one of the biggest
0: working. legal groups you can imagine. Oh, they're, they're doing that sure. biopic or miniseries or whatever on um, the Church of Scientology. Oh, and cle- I, uh, well,
1: I, it's uh, cl- all clear. Oh, PBS going to fuck you up. It is. <laughs> is it called clear state? It's one of the terms of uh, clear uh, yeah. It's 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 my becoming, urine be, is clear. Becoming clear. Like, becoming clear. <laughs> yeah, becoming like clear, it, it, and that is one of the. They have, like, the 300 lawyers yeah. assigned
0: to that. Yes. Because of how litigious the yeah. Church of Scientology well, they, is. Well, they, I'm probably they, getting sued right now
2: already. Right, sure. Because that's the way they bully people into submission.
1: Right. The, uh, the, the first rule of Scientology is you don't talk about Scientology. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's fight club. Yeah,
0: <laughs> My fate is all out of whack. <laughs> I need to... Yeah, I,
1: I bet... Uh, what is the... Somebody find the official name of the show. So, before we get just get <laughs> reamed... <laughs> on the internet <laughs> thank god i don't have facebook i would have been so embarrassed <laughs> no but uh that apparently it at some i think it premiered at sundance
0: i don't i don't know oh. i just read an article that was more about the legal piece than it is the actual
1: and it, it apparently it was it was People, it was really well received, and it was people were like, oh, "This is going to cause problems."
2: Yeah, no, they I think <laughs> going they had, going clear, going clear. I think clear. they had Scientology in
0: the Prison of Belief. Upwards of all the legal firms they had, had, had swung in at, at the maximum, like two or three hundred lawyers. I mean, it was insane.
1: And that's the funny thing you think about. Sixteenth year, I right. don't really know anything about Scientology other than is L. Ron Hubbard created. Um, uh, religion and you know, Dianetics, that kind of crap. And it to me, it sounds I'll change your life. vaguely ridiculous. <laughs> and I don't care, they can come firebomb my house for all I care. But
0: uh, Miller, did you do a lot of acid back in the hippie days? <laughs> but it's
1: it's it's one of those we things. should just
0: drop quotes on that until Ball figures out what we're talking about. <laughs> well, I have
1: no idea, I was, I'm off on another tangent. But it's to me, the whole thing with Scientology, it sounds vaguely ridiculous. I mean, even more so than any other. Well, you should board. go read about
0: it. I think you'll change your mind on the vaguely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. And, and but it's got these, all these A-list adherents out in Hollywood, and it to me it sounds like, is this a religion or is this a pyramid scheme? Because you have to pay to advance levels, and it's like, what is this World of Warcraft? <laughs> what, what is? Yeah,
0: this? his uh, now is it going clear? Is that is that the one that has his son involved? His son has been in rather in the last year um doing a lot of interviews. I thought he maybe did his own documentary about his dad, like finding l ron Hubbard or something like that yeah, and uh, and he was just discussing hes i think the the interviews are all on um how how bad should youtube it youtube what his life was like. Because eventually, Elron Ron Hubbard was so in the hold of the IRS, he basically, he had this huge yacht and had to live out in the middle of the ocean to stay away from, and he had to, had to stay I in secede, international waters. I
1: secede from the union. Time to go clear.
2: Let's go get sushi and not pay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you else? still don't get it. Uh, no, I have no idea what y'all are talking about. But I didn't come prepared, so... What is that? Sorry. Is
0: he, he eats a can of ranch style beans? Well, what are you just talking? <laughs> Freckin' beans! Freaking beans! It's a great movie. What are you talking? About? You're a white su- you're a white Repo. suburban
2: punk just like me. Oh,
0: Rebel yeah. Man! That is great. great. Yeah, great, yeah, great that's, movie. Great yeah, that's
2: man. favorite that's line of cool. that is here is uh, is uh, Harry Dean Stanton Stand telling him, oh, "Look at these assholes, ordinary fucking people. I hate them."
1: <laughs> yeah, you know that that uh, that whole scene in uh, Pulp Fiction where Vincent Vega opens the <laughs> Uh, briefcase and right. that supposedly uh, was a was a nod to Repo, Repo Man because the trunk, you know, yeah, the
2: trunk. that was,
0: yeah, that was, that was a, a, a supposed nod to that. It's a nod. It definitely is a nod to it. And the uh, yeah, because you don't see what's in the trunk. You don't Are see we good? On. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Oh yeah, yeah. and (laughs) like Tarantino has done so many. Like there's all this. Like it's supposed to be this. It's supposed to be that. Tarantino. Every every article I've read or seen, he's like, I don't know what's in there. It was never like supposed to be something specific. (laughs) We never fleshed it out. It was supposed to be like an unknown, and that made it more interesting. Just like Repo Man. That's what makes that scene more interesting. When they open the trunk, the green glow comes out. They shut the trunk, and then they fly off into the sky. Yeah. So, L. Ron Hubbard. So, spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. alert. Oh. If you if you haven't seen Repo Man, go see it. Sorry, yeah. Um, somebody, watch, somebody, you know, it, next though. week,
1: somebody's going to be out there, you son of a bitch.
0: I only gave you 35 <laughs> fucking years or whatever. Yeah, there's, man, there is, a, there, is, there is a... There's a time limit. Yeah, there's yeah. What is that? A statute of limitations on that? So, in high school, I read L. Ron Hubbard. I, 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 I knew of him via Dianetics and stuff and Repo Man and... But I read his Mission Earth series, which I thought was super-duper funny. And I, it's ten books long. But it's all about how there's this um, alien race out there, and they're going to conquer the Earth. And they're sort of like the Nazis and stuff like that. And there's this one character who's almost like Inspector Clouseau of the SS. <laughs> and, and the, and the <coughs> um, That's a funny thought. Right, and so the the group of alien invader guys, they have like their hardcore go conquer planets, or like the Waffen SS, and this guy's like Inspector Clouseau of that group. Really, really funny. Uh, I think I read all ten books of that um, when I was in high school. One point two million words. It's a decology. Wow!
1: Did you say words? It words. was literally a lot of words. <laughs> no, that's, that's too many.
0: That's it. Well, that's Here's my other favorite Beavis and Butthead quote. They're out there in the front yard fighting. They've dug a hole, and they filled it up with water hose, and he's like, Butthead looks at him, and he's like, I'm going to kick your butt all over this hole, butthole. <laughs> God, I love Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, that was good stuff. Love Beavis
1: and Butthead and uh, Ren and Stimpy. Remember <laughs> when, we, when that came out, we were working at Hastings, and we would just quote stuff back and forth back and forth love that show it is funny it's it's i've, I've gone back and watched a, a few episodes and it's still funny it's just it's just
0: bizarre humor are you coveting my ice cream bar <laughs> yeah. oh, it, it, it is it. you <laughs> who coveted my ice cream bar
2: i'm not the one who's crazy i'm the one who's mad
0: <laughs> you saved your spit
1: yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's my magic nose goblin collection.
1: <laughs> it's log, log, log. It's log. It's big, it's, it's heavy, log. it's wood. It's big. It's, it's heavy. It's wood.
2: It's wood. <laughs> it's All right. better than bad. It's good. <laughs> no, so it rolls wrong. over
1: the dock. It's log, log, <laughs> log.
2: <laughs> from WAMO.
0: <coughs> That's awesome. Is is it WAMO or Blammo? Blammo, yeah. Blam-o. Blam-o, Blam-o, from yeah. Blammo. Blammo's the real one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Blammo's on and Stimpy.
0: So there's
2: we need to do. A, we need to talk about that sometime. We could binge watch that.
0: Oh, is it out there?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's out there. God, yeah. I
0: don't know. Like knowing the jokes, and I don't but, know if I. I but can really, binge watch I think that.
2: the first se- is it the first first season. I don't know if I think the first season was the great season, and then from there it kind of went you know, jumped the shark. <laughs> the horse? No sir. No sir. Didn't like. Didn't
1: like it. <laughs> didn't like. It.
2: Would you like to buy a rubber nipple? <laughs> Tell you what, I do need. Do you have any rubber walrus protectors? <laughs> 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 call that, the
1: police seeing, uh, seeing that uh, that kind of you know random nonsense I love that stuff yeah I mean it, it's
0: it so genius. Good. it's hard to keep that up though like over a long yeah, yeah time. that's what I'm it's, saying the first
2: season was just all, knocked it out of the park and then you know
0: yeah, and then they guys.
2: lost uh, the voiceover. who was the Wren the John for Fris- Shanti for Shanti or whatever
0: that's the lead guitarist for uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, what John Frusciante. Oh, uh, John
1: Chris Chris, Felu- Chris
0: oh. <laughs> oh, well, oh, John K. Oh, he was the guy. Who created. Chris Felatio. Damn PBS, uh, on me. Wallace no. pr- protector. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, the John You're Chris You graduated. Gr- John Chris Felucci was the creator of the show. Yeah,
2: yeah, but didn't he do the voice of Ren originally? I think before so. before Billy West did Pro- started doing both. I probably. think I think that was
1: the deal. Probably, probably, probably. So I, I don't deal in facts. Just 1991 was, that, or was when it came out. I know, I know. Oh, I know. MTV! How,
0: what a great year! I could legally drink and Ren and Stimpy game out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good French fried taters. So, um, last week I talked about um, something that was on ABC that I was watching on Hulu. You know, and it was a new show and it was pretty good. And yeah. I haven't watched the second episode, but I did want to talk a little bit about a show that was has three episodes so far, and I guess probably maybe four at this point. It's called Secrets and Lies, um, and it stars somebody who I've never really seen anything in. Um, you, you know his name because of who he was previously married to, but it stars Ryan Filippi, Filippi, Felipe however you pronounce his name, mm-hmm. um, and it's got Kadee Strickland plays his wife. But here's the thing, and, and I actually kind of liked it. It's got a bit of a unique thing. A family man finds the body of a young boy while jogging and becomes the prime suspect. He has no choice but to try to find the real killer, as his marriage, his kids, his reputation, and his sanity are all at stake. So that—that's yeah. I've seen the
2: previews for this, or or the.
0: I actually, I'm three episodes in, and I actually like it. I know. And what was he? Was it? Was was he in Mean Girls or something like that? Some movie, some dumb shit thing. Could be what was the name of the series? Secrets and Lies. And if you Google Sex, it, lies, you have to do too. the ampersand. Don't spell out and because um, there was previously a show called Secrets and Lies and it'll bring up the wrong one.
1: Secrets ampersand lies.
0: Yeah, right. For let let those of you that know me. what an ampersand is. Julia. An ampersand, not an amber sand. <laughs> <laughs> Pound what? So Pound uh, it's good. I like it. I like that Katie
2: Strickland. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. And she's pretty good. And, you know, who's the biggest surprise of all on this? Your mother. Is Juliette Lewis. She's the lead detective. Really? Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. And she don't have a little hostile voice like that. Yeah, and that is
1: the first (laughs) thing I thought of when you said that name. I was like, oh, really? (laughs) Yeah,
0: Um, and, And she would, and I doubt, maybe she does. Really talk like that, but in all those yeah. movies, she had that voice. And like, I think it, the it was probably perfected in California. Yeah. Early, you know, and it, the a, remake of
2: Cape Fear. Yes,
0: mm-hmm. it was. It was irritated me all the time, and I never understood like why directors would let her do that voice in those movies because it was terrible. Um, but she is the lead detective. She's very creepy. She's a very a, intense. Very intense. Few words. She's very up in everybody's grill, and I actually like her in this role. That's a, uh, well, what do you mean? Somebody has range in acting? I know, yeah, connection. and she's getting up there, too. Um, yeah, she's got to be, what, like 50s? Nope. Late 40s? 41.
1: 41. Oh. <laughs> Born in not, 73. I did not realize that. She but as soon young, as she Younger walked than a, we are. As soon as she Sorry, walked on. The a, <laughs> yeah. 42 this year. What is yeah. she, like 60? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: I mean, she's old, right? She's younger than you. Paul, gosh
0: dang you for not knowing her exact age off the top of your head.
2: You were ill prepared,
0: sir. Oh, gosh. I am so sorry. Yeah, you should apologize to the listeners. Uh, As soon as she walked on... I
1: apologize to no man.
0: (laughs) I am no man's slave. I only dare to forget that. It's a. a, Uh, You're not the very boss obscure. Of movie quote, the I am no man's slave. Um, so as soon as Juliet Lewis walked onto the screen, I was like, I'm probably two minutes away from being out. <laughs> oh, you had your finger
1: hovering over the eject button. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it, Stop! you know, these days, so the red candy like button.
0: She intrigued me. I didn't turn that off. We'll be you know, push I'm about to hit the easy button. I'm out of here. <laughs> Uh, but it was good. See, I, I liked it. the History eraser button. <laughs> but it is. It's one of those shows that this drives me a little bit crazy. Um, in some of the th- shows, and they do this as a plot driver, a way to way to kind of deepen the, the, the conflict of a show. Take a drink, Ron. Is let's say there's a mm-hmm. there's five things that a character could do. With number one being their best option, and number five being the worst option in this situation that they're in. This guy, Ryan Filippi's character, always chooses option five. You know, and it's but, like, See, and that's the interesting... Yeah. That's, and and you body, talked about right how compelling
1: it, people you see. thought the show was, <laughs> and that is what makes any story great, is that you take your hero and you deal him a whole whole deck of problems, and then, you know, and that's the best way conflict... You know, it's like making the... kid making bad choices, you know? <laughs> yeah,
0: and every once in a while, though, I want him to do something okay. I don't want to just watch the country rube fumble through of the story.
1: Well, and that's, that goes back to what we was talking about a few episodes back with uh, on that show. Luther is like, does he get his Joneses off on... You know, I'm just going to use the power of my mind to get out of the situation. It's like, man, maybe you might want to carry a gun or a shiv or something.
0: <laughs> something. Well, and well, he does do that, but it's more for Luther, and I, I highly, you'll love the show. It, it's more not his investigative techniques. or the, It's his personal life. Oh, okay. With friends and family, who he's sleeping with, he always makes really bad decisions. Although, one of those decisions turns out to be, and you don't, you can't really get it in season one. Turns out to be like a friend, a very bizarre friend that he makes through an investigation that goes through season two and season three. And I think they're gonna cap that off with a movie. Right. Um what uh what's what, what's uh what
1: uh network is this on? Is this BBC. This BBC. oh, of course.
0: Yep. So um but the thing is like he's gotten so um popular um he's a quarterback he's popular um damn it what's the name of the show luther so let me look that up and i i'm gonna horribly mispronounce on his name
2: secrets and lies oh Malmstein.
1: Uh, in- in- malmsteen <laughs>
2: yeah. secrets and lies laura ingles yeah. herself is on that show i did not know that
1: laura Why? Melissa
2: gilbert
0: yeah yeah but i don't i would have i don't think she she must not be in the episodes i'm in so far maybe but Idris Elba is the guy's name. Idris Elba, yeah. and he's become he's he's gotten movies. He was in the Aliens thing that Tony Scott did. Or Is it Ridley? Ridley? Um, <laughs> David Cameron. <laughs> David Cameron. Um, so he, I mean, really, money right. wise, for him to come back and commit to like season after season of Luther doesn't make a lot of sense given what BBC is probably paying him. So I think they're going to do a Luther movie and kind of end it. Yeah, there. you
1: you you might be surprised. Uh, Especially if he keeps on coming back, he may be getting, uh, you know, it's not, it's a cut of the gross or residual, you know, better residuals or something like that. You know, just how they sweeten the deal. if they're
0: switching to that way because they do have a bad habit of, and I'm going to talk about something in the next segment, that they do have a bad habit of like if a star becomes, switches over to a movie star, they can't keep them. Yeah. Because of the money. Yeah. Um, but they also are making really smart choices in bringing back people that have either been on American TV but were English actors. Right. And are in a little bit of a career lull. And then they come out and the, the shows that they're doing are really good. We'll talk yeah. about that in the next episode. Which, um, Ron, your wine cooler is only halfway drunk.
2: I know. I'm slowing down. What's up? <laughs> Got the stomach bloat. I That's like why her. I can't drink beer
0: after beer I like after beer. I'll, I'll feel like that. You mean, you know that uh, the the art project that somebody put out the video if animals were around. Oh, yeah 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 that's, that's how I feel like it's a shame we, it's, a, it's a
1: shame we don't know the name of the artist oh, no. or, or who edited it see how, it. how oh, <laughs> see how long, like, see how long we'll, we'll just milk it for this segment and then we'll oh. leave PBI <laughs> yeah, maybe nah, yeah doubt, he's Doubtful. Like, eh, he's like they didn't even use my real name
0: <laughs> well he's probably much a preacher yeah, it's yeah. like
1: yeah because I don't want him to get hate mail. For hating on us, that'd all of be, our fans swarm on him like Beyonce's yeah. fans all, do. All, all, all two point five all, of them. All, <laughs> that's right. Every household has two point five fans.
0: <laughs> that's right. All right. Let's freshen up some drinks, get some more chips and dip, and call it a segment. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening to that segment of the Binge Watch Podcast. You can find us online at www.bingewatchpodcast.com, on Twitter at bingewatchpc, and on YouTube and Facebook by searching for Binge Watch Podcast. what are you doing (laughs) he sings he sings to his eye poop okay then
1: Don't. Don't. 2000 4000 5000 <laughs> uh, I have to count it off before the boy. Andy, it runs. And we're rolling. And yeah. I'm going to ensure that Brian never sees any net profit <laughs> from this whatsoever.
0: Yeah, and we're already at zero. <laughs> Are we in <a> negative net? <laughs>
1: You should just call this podcast NegativeNet.com
0: We we made a shit ton of money on that podcast We did back in the day But we had to all pay it out in royalties Because Ron kept playing fucking songs Somebody
1: somebody made a shit ton of money And it was the people The people and the lawyers Coming after us A little shout out to some of our favorites
0: You can say their names You can sing their songs You can't play their songs (laughs) Would
1: you please stop doing
2: that Under Five seconds
0: yeah, but last week, <laughs> you, the oh, last yeah.
1: week you had you had it up for like ten seconds. So it's like, come on, man! Don't is it is that
0: the fair use law is under five seconds? Well, I don't, hell, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so. I did not think so. So we watched the trailer. I guess is Oh, the, for between. Yeah, yeah, and it, it,
1: it. You, you saw why, man. It's not. It's not horrible. It looks. It just looks very. It didn't look like. The, a lot of money went into that trailer, you know, it's so that was my impression.
0: I, I'm a, I'm way more okay with the story being good and the good writing and good acting than I am. And effects or the money they spend or anything like that.
1: Well, and that, that's the whole thing with any type of production that if you have a great story, uh, you can be forgiving in a lot of other areas, but if the story is, is, is weak you're gonna nitpick everything else. Incredible. Unbreakable. Kimmy Schmidt. Uh it's it's just one of the best, yeah, and if it can be shot on an iPhone for all I care if, if the story's really compelling.
0: Yeah. And and that goes same for T V shows and movies. I mean, the Brothers of McMullen's one of my favorite shows, and dude made that for a song. Yeah
1: so what song was it did Ron play five seconds after? yeah he made it for a song because Ron
0: wouldn't stop fucking playing it
1: I can't remember what song was in the, was
2: there anything hey, why don't you Chase find, don't you find it stuff? on
1: your iPhone and play us about five seconds okay. challenge and I'll throw something accepted <laughs> something heavy at your head if you do that
0: okay so, uncomfortable a, pause. Oh, is the mm, date over? I yeah, <laughs> guess what? you yeah. need take me home. <laughs> yeah, this is, this, this is the point you realized. Fuck, I'm not getting laid.
1: <laughs> this this Tinder sucks. <laughs> so, um. what nothing but dudes out here on Tinder. So, what, uh, what was. That's why you're on it. <laughs> uh, did you already. You haven't brought up anything yet. What was your. Um, your brought
0: up, I brought up that, uh, Secrets and Lies, but that's not Oh, really. right, right. And the, 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 the Broad that's Church. That's it. And, uh, <laughs> is that all the game you brought this week? Grace Point. No, it's not all the game that I brought this week.
1: Oh, there was uh, something I, I, t- I said <laughs> that I was going to mention in the next segment. Because uh, we was talking about, um, Ron was talking about Dream On being uh, season three, An just Aerosmith being
0: a song that he's about to play. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> they are, they are litigious, big word alert, yeah, I don't litigious know. son of I don't a bitches. So be careful. Um, it was talking about, you know, about dream on being <coughs> on YouTube episodes, being on YouTube. Um, I was, I saw this article, um, Verizon is going to, uh, streaming service is going to start, uh, working in conjunction with this, um, this YouTube channel, uh, called awesomeness tv and you, you may have never heard of it but i bet your girls have <laughs> and it's it's one of those channels that they they're aiming towards uh like teen preteen. uh it's you can you can make your own channel they they look for like uh young stars and they do like uh, this one whole channel is like for makeup tips for teens <coughs> and stuff like that it's
3: there what
1: That's is,
0: awesome TV. Yeah,
1: and, and, and it has uh, here's some stats on it. It has nine, uh, 90,619 channels, one million eight hundred three thousand well, eight hundred fourteen
0: videos. Do I, how do I keep up with all that? Seven
1: over seven billion views. That seems like a lot. When you say it like that, 75 70 yeah, and seventy five over seventy five and a half million subscribers.
0: Wow. their welcome and, to awesomeness. TV has 1.8 million views. Yeah. It's only been up a year.
1: Yeah. It, it's, uh, but they, they're one of these multi channel networks, the things, you know, where they, they have a lot of content providers and, uh, they produce a television sketch comedy series called awesomeness TV on Nickelodeon. Um, it's sketches, parody videos and hidden camera antics, you know, just stuff that kids find funny. Um, expelled the a move, the movie a comedy featuring Vine star Cameron Dallas Vine star you know Vine the, the right. clip service uh, video clip service so he's a Vine they have Vine stars hmm. you know you, I mean you think about this and I did a little bit of, of reading on they've, they're teaming up um, with the brands uh, Old Navy Coca-Cola company and Google um, they partnered with Royal Caribbean uh, to create a uh, scripted web series shipping Julia, um, and it's just, uh, just so much Is money. Is Kind of
0: like boxing Elena,
1: uh, sort of. I think I can only hope. Really, in really poor,
0: poor Julia, she didn't deserve that. But anyway, <laughs> yeah the
1: uh, the uh, that it was bought out. It was created, I think, in 2011, and it was bought out uh, in part by DreamWorks for like something crazy, like. I think like eighty million dollars or something like that. I mean,
0: and it's just a some people made it, and it's
1: yeah. This this guy he was a he was a a, a TV uh, actor and producer, and he uh, he co-created with a uh, 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 uh,
0: uh Brian Robbins, um, and you found your way here because it. Has a lot of cheerleader videos. I'm looking
1: well, and it's it's yeah, and I I saw that I like I said uh, since we've been doing this podcast that stuff sort of catches my eye on like stuff with the media and YouTube and uh, uh, series and stuff like this, and I'd never even heard of Awesomeness TV, and it has it just the the stat numbers that I was talking about. It was shocking how how stuff like this flies under our radar completely. And well, it's like, it is
0: the and I think that the next generation the way they consume media is going to be so radically different from us that we won't even understand it or get it it's not going to be like our parents grew up watching three channels right and now we had cable it's not going to be it's going to be how they consume it what it's about how they receive it who creates it all that's going to be so different that we're not going to get it
1: well and these all, all these uh multi-channel um Syndicates, for lack of a better word, like with YouTube, where they have all these different content creators and they make a little collective. That's how they they can turn that into big cash and big contracts.
0: Well, you I, know, I, I think did I show you and when I was initially preparing for the co- podcast and thinking through things, all the people that I was looking at, and how they were doing things online, and like all the um, the guys that do all the live streaming for. The WoW World of like Warcraft Twitch, and TV and Switch like and then um like the guy Swifty who has turned his entire house into essentially a studio yeah and re- basically broadcasts twenty four seven from his house and so that's not something I would have been familiar with would I have not been researching stuff around this I, that would yeah. have been completely. But it looks like there are a billion different shows and channels on here. This is Yeah,
1: and it's and it's that's the one thing. Yeah, you go to awesomeness TV and get assaulted with that, that, that song and that and it's it's <laughs> no, and they clip. and they are actively soliciting people out there to become the next big star. And uh you know, of course, you know, like you know, all these kids that, you know, my mom says I can sing. Uh, well, maybe you can't really. But but, but not, they will. Not so much. They, it's, it's like they've removed all these steps to like uh, talent agents. They've removed all these middlemen. And they are soliciting stuff directly. And, you know, they find the, those hidden gems. Somebody who is personable or quirky or funny or something like that. Or has something that, you know, they, an angle that is marketable. They can find those people, incorporate them into their business, and cut out all these middlemen.
0: I agree. And I, I think the secret of all this stuff is, and I don't think that marketable, for me, the word relatable works better. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. It is. They, like, I think the viewer is like, hey, that's me. Yeah. The, the, the only difference between me and that person is, oh, I'm into the same thing they are. They did a YouTube video, and I'm interested in it. I mean... With Minecraft and all the videos that our kids watch, I just really think that that's it. It's 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 more immediate, and it's so specific because they can't have nine thousand different channels. That I think I search around oh. for. Hey, what's a TV show that I like that's close enough to, and and our kids are, their entertainment is completely tailored to them super specifically yeah not oh i think i can get into that no that 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 person's me that's me auntie, yeah. on on the youtube
1: and they're delivering what they want to see specifically you know it's like In niche a, oh my god a, a, yeah exactly and you, you look at the i you know like like on that awesomeness tv like you know uh make a girl does clothing, makeup tips, you know, and goes out and buys different makeup and tries it on, on camera and in her, you know, in her room. Right. And that appeals to, and there are tons of channels like that and that they get a huge amount of hits. Uh, and it's just, it's just amazing. And that is, that is being monetized. And like the, like you was talking about with the Minecraft videos, these guys, you make these They make it. A ton of money. They get a ton of views for like four million, uh, even like you know two hundred thousand views a month. That's still huge, you know. And then more than
0: people, more than people watch much most shows that come on TV. Yeah, and
1: it's turned it's 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 a whole new landscape, and it's turned people who are doing this. Some of them are very young people doing this into millionaires or very where they if they sock it away they might not have to worry about working for a long time you know and there's a, you know there's a, a I'm sure there's a shelf life on any of these people like girls you know who do makeup tips she can't do that into her 40s I'm sure it's 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 got a niche like you were saying but if they're smart with it hopefully they're smart with their money
2: and they're only going to be wanted on Girls Gone Wild for so long
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: come on run whatever that's been around it's a family <laughs> show damn it 30 years <laughs>
0: This is, that's super interesting, and I and I do feel, and I don't know that, and maybe YouTube ultimately, it'd be nice if Google could ever make a dime off of YouTube. They have; it's been a little bit of a break-even thing for them since they bought it. But um, I don't think Google cares though. So, well, I do. I think extent. they do care, or they wouldn't mess with it. I mean, could but they they. It's hard to I,
1: believe they're not making money on YouTube.
0: I haven't looked in a couple of years, but Google seems like now everything they, they bought. For in every project that they developed, all their, almost all of their revenue comes from uh, searches Search, yeah. paid per click, AdWords, AdSense. and a little bit of eking out here occasionally YouTube you know makes some money. But um, I, I do think maybe it develops into like some type of like cable TV thing. The big thing is and I do feel like I, I think that and I wanna the one thing I wanna talk about is a is a pay service, a new pay service, but the more content they can deliver that's relatable and niche and brings people into things and you don't have to pay for it. They monetize it somehow, some other way. I mean, I'm a big Facebook user and I and, and I think Ron's on there a little yeah, bit. Sure. A little right? bit right? I a mean bit. it's thoroughly monetized <clears throat> now. Oh, and it God. hasn't it hasn't changed my ex- I don't notice it in my experience. Like, does it show me an ad here and there? Fine. But I'm willing yeah. to trade off a little bit of two seconds of my time to, fl- oh, I don't want to look at those paid sites or whatever. Let me see what my friends are up to. Yeah, okay. you
2: just scroll past them and go on.
0: Yeah. Right. I'm okay with that trade off versus all the capabilities and everything that's brought into Facebook and the value that I get out of it. And the same thing with this. I, I think I said this a couple of podcasts ago. I don't mind watching an ad or here or there on Hulu or whatever because I realize I'm paying eight bucks a month for Hulu that has, you know, 30 or 40 things on there that I might possibly be interested in. And Netflix is, you know, $11 or whatever it is. Because um, the girls, like, they will, I, it's normally me streaming and them streaming something different in different rooms. All All right. right.
2: You yeah, have multiple streams.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So i'm okay with the the low cost and show me some ads i'm I'm fine with that and and just like I realize nobody's going to bring this content on awesomeness t v or any of this other stuff unless somehow there's the, there's a value in it for them too
1: yeah well and that uh, that's what I thought was interesting from because that was what uh, caught my eye was that Verizon was in, entering into this uh, this uh agreement with them for content production and uh streaming and stuff like that and it's like and verizon's a fairly big player and it's i was like wow that's really interesting and i'd i'd never so i you know i did a little bit of a dive into it and it's like no i wouldn't watch any of this stuff but somebody is and somebody it's somebody realizes that there's enough of people viewing it that it's it's money you know when you get to uh magazines like 17 and stuff like that that are Want to tap into that potential and like clothing stores and Old Navy and stuff like that. Wet seal. <laughs> I never <laughs> want to hear hear the, the term Seventeen magazine and Wet Seal why, <laughs> why again. Why do you got to say That's it like a that?
2: Store that that young uh, teenage girls like to go to. Are you kidding me? Really? No, I thought
0: you was making. I no, thought you was just a, being dirty old man, Ron. No, it's a it's a hip. Young girls' yes. store. I don't know if it's still around. It was around for a long time. It was. I, uh, not
2: not recently, but I, I think I heard something about them doing so like, bankruptcy or something.
0: What is it, like Hot Topic or something like yeah, that? Basically,
2: yeah, basically. Yeah, it was all girl clothing. Hmm.
0: So I think this, this... Like
2: older justice or something like that.
0: You know, juxtaposes well to what I wanted... The other thing I wanted to, to talk about. Oh, is that about, a big word alert right there? Big Juxtap- word, word Juxtaposition.
1: juxtaposition.
0: <laughs> With... So last week, I don't know. It's funny you brought up the iWatch thing, but part of that um, presentation, if, if you watch the entire thing that Jim Kirk, Cook rolled out there, was the, the announcement and the partnership for the HBO Now service, um, which is on. Um, I don't know the official. I can't remember. I think it's April or something. The official launch date After Apple. Yeah, it's it's exclusive for Apple or to Apple TV for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's extraordinarily a long period of time. But um, of the HBO now, which is you, you can subscribe to HBO via the internet. So you can pay them and get HBO on your Apple TV, and I'm sure it'll, you know, shortly within the next probably quarter to roll out to all the other platforms, Ruko and uh, all the Android stuff. I I'm not super familiar with, with what they have, or what those services are, are called, but you can. You can and, and HBO, as it should be, they are, you know, with HBO Go, go, they were the first one out there of the major players that said, hey, if you pay for us already, we're going to allow you to watch HBO wherever and whenever you want right. to. I mean, it's just dumb that we we're, glue you to your TV. It's
2: basically on demand for all their stuff.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Except for Dream On yeah huh. gosh I sure wish I could stream that on <laughs> i I'm, I'm, I'm still
1: surprised that I, I thought that was interesting you brought that up, Ron because when I looked it up like I said when I saw the title card I re- okay, yeah, I remember six years that thing went on,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. and when you said it, I was wow. like no, I'm on h b o go all the time, and i I haven't seen that yeah it's not there on there, but it's not on there. It makes sense, so h b o now is going to be their other their pay streaming service.
2: Right for non-subscribers, that basically can subscribe. Right.
0: This know. is the, uh, and I, I initially it's coming out. I think it's cable. coming out at an over-priced amount, though. Yeah, so
2: fourteen ninety-nine. That seems a little high. Fifteen bucks a month,
1: especially when you look at how much paying for Netflix. Right. I mean, that's that's pricey. I mean, I want to see Game of Thrones like the next guy, but right. it's like Pirate <laughs> and, Bay here I come. And, and here's <laughs> right. Right. Uh, Yo <laughs> Pirate
0: Bay like the rum. Yeah. Okay. Basically,
2: yeah. Basically, he, like, he likes fire baby rum. I like a
1: lot. to, <laughs> torrent, I like I torrent my rum.
2: <laughs>
1: I, if only.
2: I, that's
0: why if I was, I was is, seeing if you would clarify like what. If, fire if somebody is
1: need. is seeding a good rum out there on the internet, I will download <laughs> it bit by bit and so, sip it in a digital. Or can you
2: three D print that?
1: You you can. Yeah, it's
0: it, very soon. The uh, FDA approved uh, that powdered alcohol last week it cleared final hurdles i saw that and so just you, add alcohol <laughs> just a little like it, you'll get a little aspirin capsule i guess you can and it comes powdered and i'm sure it'll come in a peel form or whatever and you just drop it in your drink and you got a shot of alcohol in there and boom you're good to go so D uh, so
1: you all So you put two jiggers of scotch in your glass, and then you put the scotch tablet in, and then you have scotch. Then you have three jiggers. It's like, it's like <laughs> uh, powdered uh, water, just add H2O. Well, aspirin. It'll shot. just be
0: like adding a shot of vodka, like whatever amount. You know, equals that. You put that powder in, it dissolves, oh, and it's like I putting see. in a shot of vodka.
1: Oh, so like if you have a little bit of, uh, like, say, like whatever. rum or whatever, or like Coke, and you can drop your rum tablet in, and it's yep. I, like,
2: I, is this like alcohol with all the moisture moved or something that's turned into crystallized form?
0: Well, it's not the moisture, mo- it's the molecule <laughs> bound to uh, something that will crystallize, and, and they can form a powder of it, and then when it dissolves, it releases whatever that other part is, and then the alcohol molecule is f- free floating in your drink
2: so that we have re- finally brought except that was for humans but we brought the uh, star trek episode where they shrink all the humans down into uh two little crystal cubes to
0: liliputians Yep. so so <laughs> everything relates you, back to star trek in some way can, then this,
1: form, this tablet can you just take it I mean, yeah. how does, I mean,
0: or I don't know. a couple of shots. Clack, clack. I can't see that. I can't.
1: I can't see this being abused at all. No. So no I way. think I took fifteen of those tablets, and I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm high as a Georgia pine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you'd be dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. That's that's an interesting. That's an interesting idea. I, I, mean, it's, I think initially
0: poisoning. it's, it's going to come in a powdered form. If it's powdered, I can't see someone not rolling it out there in some type of make it easier for you to put that little pill in your coke dude I I can just see
1: I can just see people trying to snort lines of it
0: (laughs) dude I'm gonna I'm gonna free base why would you do that 18 of these alcohol pills why would you free (laughs) base it or snort it when you can just put it in your drink People, it seems like a much harder thing to do. Yeah, it's like, but you know, because you know there's people, no way to it's, like people, it. it's like people who put uh, shots of alcohol up their ass,
1: <laughs> so it absorbs instantly. It's like, and they don't smell like alcohol. It's like, but why? And you're probably going to kill yourself doing that dumbass. So, but people are going to do it.
0: Put, they put alcohol in their ass, so they don't have to smell like alcohol. And,
1: and it, it absorbs instantly, because it's, you know, it absorbs through the membrane, essentially. Okay. But people do that. People, do, you know, I defer. To ask, to is this your all? Expertise? Is this
2: what all the high school kids are doing today, Paul? That and ass pennies. Hey, <laughs> hey,
0: hey, Paul. We're good buddies and all. What I'm going to need is for you to put this shot of tequila in my ass.
1: And I'm trying to figure out how did they do that? Visual what? with that? What is is disturbing? Like, okay. Now <laughs> I have a funnel. <laughs> get it, girl. <laughs> I have my. I have. I have my father's. Uh, favorite bottle of scotch and a turkey baster, And, uh, and I, what I'm going to need from you is you just, I'm going to pull my pants down and I'm going to bend over and let's yeah. get drunk. Yeah. I can't quite
2: reach it with the iPhone camera and...
0: Yeah, huh. <laughs> I poop. A, I'm not that. Eye, I'm not that good friends with anybody. It's like, Brian. I think I'll just drink a drink, <laughs> right? Yeah. Hey, Brian it
1: seems so, so much easier. You know yeah. what kind of party it's going to be. Is something? Hey, let's do some shots, and they pull out a turkey baster, and you're like, "Are you talking ass shots?"
2: Bend over. I don't know what kind Mr. of party Mister Over. <laughs> Mister over, over, but I'm out.
1: Yeah, that's that's just uh, that's so, interesting though. Uh,
0: the fourteen ninety nine seems high, and I do think they're going to get it out there, high price point. Let the competition come to the market, lower it down over a year or two. But really, what I feel like is the sweet spot, you know, down the road on all these is is four ninety nine. Yeah. So for five bucks, I'd pay for HBO, Cinemax, Showtime, probably. I love the a la carte expert aspect of it. Because I don't want to have to pay for you know 72 channels I would never freaking watch right. to get the five I want. Just let me a la carte that and get the ones I want. And yeah. let the other guys do the a la carte piece. And if that station can't support itself a la carte, then they should go away. If there's not enough people to watch that to actually support it monetarily, then it, I don't need to be forced into paying for it.
2: Right. Yeah, you could say okay. I'll, I'll pay 5 bucks for HBO, but yeah, Skinamax, I don't really need that. From,
0: so. Yeah. Although Skinamax I just think has so good <coughs> stuff on it now, their shows and stuff. They're, they're starting to try. To, yeah, they're trying to do shows and all You that. mean
1: you mean Cinemax, right? Let's get at least <laughs> don't want to get called out on what is Skinamax? I've
0: never actually I maybe I don't know if I've ever actually called it Cinemax. It's Skinamax. Skinadick. Yeah because <laughs> it was all Wild Orchid yeah. and uh,
2: Red Shoe Diaries Red Shoe
0: Diaries and
2: now it shows like that's what I've heard Life on Top and um, what's the what's the uh, the action show Banshee they're doing yeah that's uh, what I'm saying and, yeah. and my
0: and, and if we can ever fucking get Darius to come over he's a huge he loves that show loves Banshee and, and Ginger said she loves it too right
2: no 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 she's interested in it she's oh, never okay. seen it all. she's never seen it or maybe she's seen one episode or something
0: okay so, but I do think they have enough. I think four ninety nine. I would pick up ten channels, maybe. Yeah. Just totally like here's my TV, and then I'm probably in the seventy eighty dollars a month for you know, once I stack Netflix and whatever on there, right. and they, the show I will buy here and there via iTunes. Cute. I think I could stomach that versus the two three hundred dollars for cable, and f all the other shows and stations and stuff that I don't give a crap about. I shouldn't be forced to pay them.
1: Well, and that that's. Um uh, the big cable companies are very concerned about the, how fragmented the market is becoming, they should and, be. people, they should be. and people, and yeah. people, the the whole generation that is cutting the, the cord to the well, cable it's companies. The basic way, and they're getting media, like you said, through works. streaming. And you somebody's
0: know. A dis- there's old line businesses, and this disruptor comes in and tears it up. And, you know, the whole I don't definitely don't want to go onto my diatribe about net neutrality and. And it, whether the FCC does what they're supposed to do or it stays, the, it should be competition. No one should be ruling the roost and saying, like, hey, you like Facebook? Here, pay 4 to download it. Or Netflix, you have to pay an additional amount. I already fucking pay you an, an amount for super fast internet. I shouldn't have to pay anyone, whether it be Verizon or AT&T, on top of that to get the shit I already paid for.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah i I just i th- I think yeah, I think this is like the Wild West day, you know the internet it was it went through this this time of trial and uh, trial and error, and now it's like it's like it really is to me it is i think the utility analogy is pretty spot on in a lot of ways is that it it is this open sort of playing field that people can. Put things out there, and deliver content, and mix content, and try to find let yeah try to find a way to deliver what people want. If it's successful, it's successful. If it's, it's not, not, it's not. gonna like you said, it's gonna die. So yeah, yeah that's a, that's we'll that's see. that's pretty interesting.
0: But at, at much like HBO was the first one to go to, hey, you already pay it, stream it wherever you want to, and they were big encouragers. I don't think they really give a shit that. Paul buys HBO and he gives three or four of his friends the login because they really haven't done a lot of like the technology that would have to go into to keeping that from happening. Yeah, because I think they see the, the I think they see the long game. The long game is get people hooked on your content, get a way for them to pay you specifically, bypass the fifty-five different middlemen. What was that? It's my laptop. It any text messages pop up on the laptop too? Oh,
1: okay, because it, it sounded like. A real far away, I was like, Yeah, no, was somebody like, just shoot a at us. Girls <laughs> ringing the bells, Sci- <laughs> Scientologists are yeah.
0: coming after us. BBI so pissed, he's up in a bell tower taking <laughs> shots at us. It's special, he's taking turkey based little shots bell rifle. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how him getting drunk anally is gonna affect us one way or the other, but more power to him. Hey, don't fall off that clock, that clock tower. <laughs> yeah. I got so drunk, <laughs> it's a long way down, sir. And
1: four ass shots, and I'm
0: done. So it'll be interesting, like, you know can they get enough to to you know they're they're the ones taking the risk i mean do all the other cable channels come over them and say well if you're you sell your service that way then we won't show you on uverse or whatever i don't feel like they could do that because then that would just expedite the process mm-hmm. um and i think that it ultimately not quickly but as other places uh let's say amc hey for 4.95 4.99 a month you can have amc you want outside of a cable subscription if other people come in and it becomes enough of a deal does your cable company then react and say okay you can all la cart from the cable company right to, as a, it well okay whatever they charge you for these individual ones you can do the same thing via the cable service it, you know it has to be some type of a game changer but i do think it's Two, three, four years down the road before we really see the effect. Yeah, and I think
1: I think you're right, Brian, that it has to be at an attractive enough price point to make you think it's a disposable choice that you can. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm a four ninety nine. I'm right, okay with yeah, that. Again. If it's too much, because I'm only doing like six ninety nine a month for Netflix, right? Or seven ninety nine, whatever it is. The basic and, thing. <laughs> and yeah, and it's 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 if it, they price at it fourteen ninety nine, it's like. If, no, thanks. I already got Netflix. Thanks. Yeah,
0: if everybody... You, you, you'll just wait. Yeah. I'll catch up or I'll <laughs> illegal it. Like, you know, I haven't downloaded a song in BitTorrent forever since it became uh, 99 cents. I'm willing to pay that yeah. to get the song that I want. It's more of a pain in the ass, I think. For most people, to oh, let me figure out how to use BitTorrent and connect. And my how develop. do I not get a virus? How do I not get? Well, it? I mean, of course. How is my computer not taking over and send out Wiener pics to everybody on the planet? <laughs> See, and I think yeah, that's an interesting already. thing about
1: yeah. because YouTube, but not to everybody. <laughs> YouTube has 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 made a huge push into uh, into the music scene with getting artists on their videos and stuff like that. And you know you can—that's that, the beauty of things like Mozilla Firefox and we Chrome. See now, you can have add-ons. That I have an add-on. Like if I hear a song or something on on YouTube, I have an add-on that will download and convert it into an MP3, like that.
0: Right. Well, you see now too that you I have a huge
1: music library. <laughs> you, don't, you don't even
0: really have to do that anymore because most bands now, like if you go, if you YouTube Google whatever YouTube search. For their song, the, the official version, the video is on there. Yeah. You can go through and create playlists and do whatever you want to do, which is, it's so much, and then when you watch it, it shows you an ad, hopefully it click here to download and purchase. I mean, there's more upside into giving the content, or making the content accessible, not giving it away, but then find other ways to monetize things. It's much like where gaming is going with micropayments. payments. Yeah is, hey, we'll get you $0.99 cents at a time, and we know that at the end of the year, if we, were, if we release a game in the old way, we would have said, hey, this game seventy nine ninety nine, And yeah, a lot of people are going to pop for that. we we'll make a big up front, but we'll get you $0.99 cents at a time for the next five years. Yeah,
1: well, and that's the, that's the thing. I was, I was reading an article with uh, the creators of that um, Game of War Right, uh, and it, uh, they how spent. Much have they spent on fucking advertising. They spent. I, I have. A, I have a number. They spent forty million dollars.
0: That's twenty million a boob. Yeah, exactly. For those and ads. They, they,
1: they of course made fun of the, the whole Kate. And the and wink, wink at Kate Upton. You know, mm. she's a, she's a horrible actress, but man, she has got. She could still, feed. She could feed two tiny nations. I still have no <laughs> idea who
0: she is. She is a, she's she's <laughs> a swimsuit model with okay. big big cans yeah. and a yeah. flat
1: up flat butt. But uh that's the whole thing is that that ad campaign and you you saw a lot of you know that rolling out in this Super Bowl is like mobile game companies paying big bucks because they get it's a game it's numbers right. basically is that they get x million people download it and they and they they talked to the creator and he said only 2 to 3% monetized so, but, it, but that's what they're looking for and they're not looking for people that spend Tens of thousands of dollars on in, in
0: app purchases. Just get three percent of ten million people to give you ninety nine cents forty times.
1: That's yeah. and that's he said that's the strategy. It says we uh, it's a numbers game. Is yeah. that you want to get the most possible people to download it, and then you take that two to three percent, and that's your money.
0: What I feel like the cable companies are going through now is much akin to the when music was digitized and put online, and you could get it. Yeah. right and then it became like oh my we we have to react and the music companies did it did a horrible job yeah they fought it oh technology and progress f that oh, you yeah. got you yeah, locked have to
2: stick to our old model of record stores yeah. and distribution and then now, and... now
0: who owns the music industry apple yeah <laughs> so that's what what got what you got in fighting it and trying to keep it like it was 20 years ago is another company came out of nowhere and stole all your shit. Well, congratulations, well, asshole! And, you,
1: and, and that's that's an interesting uh, point. Is that Apple revolutionized by a different delivery system? Right. But it was hard. It was a hardware at first with the iPod, right. And then, of course, iTunes. But now you see this with all these companies nowadays. Is that it's over? It's that playing field we was talking about. It's purely on the the internet. They don't have a some of them do like Roku and stuff like that but it's not a hardware solution it's a software solution right and that's how they're it continues to fracture down to where you don't even have to think about hardware of course there's still a lot of hardware things you know Steam um um you know, steam I, is, is the steam box that, is coming out i
0: know but I, yeah but i mean they've made, which tells me that valve has been killing it yeah. money wise
1: they make do they make so much money but, but no one's fault
0: I know but no one's followed their lead I don't understand like there have been games that have been influenced by what they've been able to do via steam yeah wow has has gone much more hey you want your character to have this mount or whatever pay four ninety nine or you want to boost your your character from to level ninety pay us sixty bucks and save all that time but steam has been around. I mean they they rolled that out when I was still hardcore gaming and that's been like 16 years ago, 15 years ago, maybe 14 mm-hmm. or 13 somewhere yeah. in there. And they have steadily built that. And you can buy games on there all day long for 99 cents, 4.99. Yeah. And they have
1: those uh you, there's even memes out now the the perennial joke about uh Steam sales that stuff comes out like 70%, 80% off and people are like how many games can I own? I, I still haven't played my la- my games from the last Steam sale, right. and, and it's true. I did one of those. Um, it was one of those fundraiser. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. I'm sorry, PBI. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember the name of it, but it's it, it, it humble humble game uh, humble bundle. Oh
0: man, it's
1: it and they um, they these uh, like indie games, and it's a, it's like five or six of them, and they sort of pay what you want. And they list, as people buy, they list um, how much the average contribution has been. And they give that as a suggestion. Or you pay what you want. If you want to pay a cent, that's fine. And you can also break it up, like, how much of a percentage you want to go to the content creators, the game creators. How much do you want to go to a charity? And it's a really neat idea. And I did that once. And it's delivered through Steam. I've played one of the six games (laughs)
3: and the
2: other five you have not yet
1: (laughs) yeah and it's anytime one of the steam sales I don't even take a look at it because yeah there's probably going to be some games that I want but it's like man it's when am I going to play them when I'm not watching Unbreakable Kimmy (laughs) Schmidt or talking (laughs) or kicking her in the nuts (laughs) talking bad stuff about Dave Caruso
0: yeah so you know some of the other like Blizzard has um Battlenet.com yeah um or and I'm sorry, it's just Battle.net. That Battle.net. It, it's get a, your facts right. It's sort of a, a browser of its own when you open it up, and it has all their games. And you can buy all their stuff through that service. And you can go to you know different stuff. So some people have followed it a little bit around, but Blizzard is owned by Activision. Why is Activision? And it may be because of contractual things or whatever. Not leveraging Battle.net, and it's just a Blizzard thing. And maybe they agree to take it, keep it totally separate. But I think that, like, give me what I want when I want it and that for a a price that I can't resist. Like, I think it's genius now, and it's not just iTunes that does this, but you can, hey, I like that song. I don't like the rest of the album. It's 99 cents. Done.
3: Yeah.
0: I think, Ron, I was telling you a story when I went to Florida to visit my uh, brother and his wife. I was playing her all this music, and she kept 99 cents at a time. And, like, about the third or fourth (laughs) night that we were hanging out on their patio. told you to stop showing her stuff. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, my brother's like, dude, you have to stop and showing her stuff because she spent like sixty bucks, and the because it's not like she saw one thing and said, "Oh my god, for all this, I got to pay sixty bucks." Well, you, you think you just about kept doing it, a nine ninety nine, 9, 9, 9, 9 at time, time, or dollar forty nine or whatever yeah. it is. Well, and you think
1: about it is that the previously with media like music and uh, movies and stuff, you had to go to a brick and mortar store and purchase the physical media. Now you can. You are walking through Walmart, and you can buy an Apple iTunes gift card for ten, fifteen, twenty-five, fifty bucks, and that's your birthday present. You know, it's like happy birthday, honey. And anytime I get Nikki, um, like a iTunes, uh, so I think we, she loves I, that because it's like, oh, I wanted to get these songs, you know, and it's like ten bucks. That's like an album,
0: right? And you can customize those. Yeah, to, and to you, whatever you, want you, want to you can
1: make your own mix of what you want to purchase.
0: Because everything is a single. So I think that's the genius of it. And I really feel like that's what the Awesomeness TV kind of brings to it, right? Yes. You don't have to subscribe to a particular station. Everything is, is a small amount of content that's free on there. But I, I do feel like at some point, and I, I, as more players come into the game, that the HBO thing's got to come down. Because if I was Showtime or Skinamax, I would come right behind them. Like, literally, the day <laughs> literally. that launches...
2: And well, Skinamax is an HBO property, so they're oh, not, not going to do it. But cook, Showtime, cook Movie glomer. Channel, are a
0: different company. Right. Look so at, if look I was at Showtime, Ron knowing his
2: facts. Yeah. Well, he's like,
0: they play the same dirty movies on both of them, so I know i got to switch off. Yeah. But if I was Showtime, you, Movie Channel, them. and don't they own <laughs> a different... Showtime, Movie Channel, and they own somebody else. God... Can somebody phone up. Well, EBI Star, and Stars
2: know. Encore is one company. They're they're bundled together, and then Showtime Movie Channel, and then HBO and, Cinem- and okay. Cinemax. So Yeah, Encore if, is a is a not Encore. Uh, uh, yeah, Encore. I don't know what who if they're separate or, or the company or start out. I don't, that I don't know much about them.
0: Yeah. But if I was Showtime, I'd come right behind HBO. Like the day that it, it, and I would make a huge announcement. In Showtime does have a lot of shows yeah, that people watch. Like Dexter watch. was their own show. Yeah, Dexter and um is, is Spartacus on Skinamax or Showtime. I know that I just can't, rolled can't,
1: onto Netflix. Can't re- I can neither confirm nor deny that yeah, it is on I either. Believe the fifth. PBI would know. But I know.
0: <laughs> but uh 4.99. I would <laughs> literally I undercut them by so such a strong amount that I that's how I would you know make hay, yeah
1: well, what do you think their um, what do you think their internal like their internal justification of what 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 they think they will accomplish do they think the market is so fractured that this is a viable they obviously yeah. think it's a viable well, solution i think
0: it's it's the fractured piece of it, but at the end of the day, how many middlemen do you want between you and your ultimate consumer if it's ten, would you uh- like it to be none? Yeah, I think that's where it's at. Because then it's like, hey, that fourteen ninety nine is all HBO. What? If you pay, mm-hmm. let's say it's the equivalent. If you go through your, and I don't know what the movie packages are because I haven't had them in so long, but I would think it's fifteen to twenty dollars if you bought the HBO package.
2: It is. I think it's nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen
0: ninety nine. Yeah. How much of that money actually makes it to HBO?
2: Yeah, I you don't know. You know, the cable company's going to cut it that in some
0: way. I don't know. I doubt it's fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, I doubt it too. I don't. Know. So I don't know the numbers behind that, but I would think that there's some thing where if we cut them out, we actually make more money per eyeballs per set of eyeballs yeah. by just going directly to them.
1: Well, yeah, it's it's like the artists that uh, like uh, I think Radiohead had recently just released something directly. And it they, was they
0: did that. I want to say it was a couple years ago. Yeah. yeah, a lot
2: of, a lot of music uh,
0: artists are doing that. And, and then yeah. uh, Nine Inch Nails themselves. did yeah. that? Pay, pay, pay what you want. Yeah, and they made. They said they. I think. I think not. Uh, not Nine Inch Nails, but I think Radiohead said they made more money off that than they would have if they had signed with the record company. Oh, right? Right. Pure yeah, pure money themselves. But see, right? and mm-hmm. there's there's because a, everybody was like, you mean the artist gets all the money? I'll pay twenty bucks. Well,
1: yeah. and, and but there's a uh, mm-hmm. sort of a limited. A Field of players that can do that and actually see be the result. You have yeah. to be big. It's like Louis C.K. with that, you know, that comedy album, that you know, that that show that he did. And he Louis Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Yeah. Uh, it was like five bucks. Is I he think. French? I think Louis. <laughs> he he likes Great poupon. Long walks in the in the park, and, and uh, making five bucks a pop and it made right. up, <laughs> millions <laughs> right. of dollars. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I listen to Joe Rogan. I think Rogan's. he made some, I, and this, is, this number may be wrong, I think he made something like $10 million off that.
0: I wouldn't doubt it at all. I listen to Joe, Rogan, Joe Rogan's podcast all the time. He has a lot of other comedians and stuff on there, and that's yeah. a big trend that they talk about all the time. Yeah. is uh, They make direct deals with Netflix, which used to be, if you were going to do that, you had to go to HBO. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? And HBO took the vast majority of the money, but now they make direct deals with Netflix. They... they re- You know, put twenty grand in. They have guys show up and record it and film it, and then they they sell it on the internet themselves. I've heard several of his podcasts talk about that. And they, they, you know, it's early, early on. But I think that like the direct to consumer thing is is the way you go.
2: Yeah. If I I still think there's going to need to be a unless you're huge. Yes, you're like HBO. I am. Yeah. You're. you're, (laughs) That's what she said. You're going to need a some type of centralized distribution uh, point. You know to. Because people don't want to start looking for oh where do I find you know uh, Louis C K or Patton Oswalt's you know website and stuff. I mean if you're a fan of theirs sure you already know it. But for the individ- for other consumers that are not that big oh I'm looking for some comedy where do I go? Well you know if there's one central point you can go out to and it has that and they're charging a dollar to distribute it to everybody per per title. I think
0: initially yes, but I think that that's like the thought process that that yahoo and aol hat you need one central point to access the internet and i that's no longer a portal portal. yeah i think like and i think those days
1: are that's the old that's old well and you (laughs) see
0: companies now like apple primarily that and i i think the other companies do it too they lock themselves into well if you want to access that through us you have to have an app but at some point there's going to be something whatever that thing is um and I won't even hazard a guess that comes out and, and I can customize it. It's an app that I I go in and tell it the 500 things that I like and that's oh, the slice five, I get, 100. right? Mm-hmm. And 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 much like an RSS feed or whatever, I customize it to whatever what this is me. This is my version of the internet. It's a, it's a, it's a, like it's,
1: a, it's like a it's a playlist but for multiple sites, right, and oh. I feel
0: like Apple is really working themselves into a corner with this I mean it, I think right now they're cutting edge into a disruptor. well it's, it's, it's five it's, years it's a, from cl- now it's a closed system. right it's a closed system, and five years from now, when there's 50,000 choices to make, to your point, Ron, how does Apple contend with that? You can't right. have 50,000 apps
1: Well, and that's, hmm. that's the thing, I think you're right is that they were they're still in the disruptor phase, but they are they're all their products. It's very closed system, and that's the huge explosion you've seen in Android-based devices. Far now, far outweighs that Apple.
0: Well, that tr- that's re- Apple I, is trend still is
1: extremely popular. Well, though, the, the Android and is,
0: is is losing ground because of the 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 new iPhones, and now they are splintered into and it, it's one consistent environment and connectivity, and now. Samsung stuff doesn't work fantastic with another company's Android and doesn't work with so well and you have, now you're, you you have to go like hey it's either all Apple or all Samsung or all you yeah. know the the in in Google you know the Android they they hate that they're seeing that fragment but now everybody has their own version of Android like if you pick up a tablet that's made by so and so and a tablet that's made it's different versions of Android it doesn't function to cross you know the it's it's the they're actually getting smaller competitors now breaking themselves down rather than everybody's android versus apple it's the 15 different flavors of android people versus the one consistent yeah because it 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 it, it
1: ends up getting cuz it's it's i remember reading something recently that android people think it's a, it's it's an open source thing sorta there's certain core functions of the android operating system that are closed and only can be modified by google right the but there are a lot of forks out there and i saw an article just last week that only something like two to five percent of current android device users have the most recent os lollipop i believe it is update because like with i you know i'm i use at&t i have a, a galaxy note 2 and it takes them forever to put out whatever their their version their flavor of it and right. they're continued like you said fracture the market
0: and and it causes them to laugh. it's like
1: linux is a very powerful operating system but it's it's sort of it sort of has that same fracturing right. issue. So I think uh, if he, if Ubuntu, it really whatever.
0: was like Google put out Android, and either Google put the power behind it to stay up, keep everybody on the same basis, and and it's headed in the same direction. But I, I've read several articles that they're fairly disappointed that it's so fractured that someone will take their the android product and turn this function on this function off there's yeah. you know it, they what their dream was was like one solid thing to go after apple like to ha- to be able to stand toe to toe and some of like if you have lollipop i think it does but like you said only two percent of the people have that
1: yeah and by the time at&t finally rolls it out to my phone it's going to be on uh, Mars Bar or whatever the hell they're going to call the, right. ne- the and, 10 updates
0: in the future. And, and finally... iOS will be on three, three versions down the road. Yeah,
1: and, which I think it's really funny that these companies, it's all, you know, Unix. Apple is based off of, uh, the iOS is based off of. A flavor of Unix, right? Same thing with Android. Because
0: Unix runs solid as a motherfucker. Yeah,
1: well, and it's extremely stable, but it's extremely customizable. If you could get in there in the uh, at the terminal prompt and just go nuts, (laughs) you can
0: terminal prompt. I haven't heard that. Yeah, (laughs) well, I mean, because
1: we uh, up at up at work, we um, uh, our network for we use uh, Linux based, like Fedora um and so we still bring stuff you know we call commands they, they right. like to bring up things to render things and stuff like oh, well, that I, bring it up at terminal prompt if you know what the fuck
0: you're doing you should yes. have a terminal prompt but yes. if you don't know it like format star dot star you don't want to <laughs> have access to that right now.
1: <laughs> yeah and that's that that's the thing is that yeah it's um it's really powerful but you have to sort of know what you're doing is that there are certain things is that we have to a list of commands to do certain things. If you want to cash out a shot or something like that, you have to run a specific terminal command that you have to know what that is. I bet the
0: vast majority of yours is search porn. I wish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> their, their, their in-house library of porn is really small. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You'd be, be really disappointed.
0: So let's, you guys up for another yeah. another section? Yeah.
1: One more round. Yeah. yeah.
0: Sure. One more round. Sure. I did. Thanks for listening to that segment of the Binge Watch podcast. You can find us online at www.bingewatchpodcast.com, on Twitter at bingewatchpc, and on YouTube and Facebook. By searching for Binge Watch Podcast.
3: Just
0: keep going.
1: Okay. Okay. Oh, are we recording? See, so you, you never old. know. You never know with Brian, because, and that's, that's right. Like, that's the other term. Uh, no, we're not recording. That's, that. the, that's the. That's how he gets gold. Uh, that's the other term is the crop dusting. When you you go walking through a cube cube farm at work and you just let one fly and you just drag <laughs> it, drag it through some cubicles and people and you're off to the races and people are like, what the hell is that? That's oh, crop, That's crop dusting.
0: Crop dusting.
2: Nice. <laughs> Turd burglar. Well, but I feel like the, um, you can do that in the break room
0: too. I got my learn on when it comes to stinky stuff today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: it's always good. Crop dusting, crop dusting, and turd burgling.
0: So, what else you got, Paul?
1: Oh, um, hold on a second. Oh like, God! Dang it! Sorry, uh, he's not prepared.
2: No. I uh, am. Man, uh, man. I
0: am mostly. Prepared. You are the epitome of uh, unprofessional. That's.
1: I'm. I'm. What's wrong with this podcast? <laughs> I don't know why you keep you're asking. What's you're, wrong? Th- yeah. You're what's wrong
2: with America today?
0: You. You're the reason we can't have nice stuff.
2: Thanks, nice uh, thanks Obama.
1: Uh, uh I saw this on. Uh, this this website called GeeksAreSexy dot net net dot <laughs> net. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new domain. It's a new domain mm. name. I am going
0: to go get. Uh, yeah, you can reach me at Brian Neck <laughs> <.net>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Have one. you
1: seen my new website Turtle neck? <laughs> yep, <laughs> uh, it's a uh, it's a new comedy uh, series called Con Man, and it's short for Convention Man. It's by uh, Alan uh Tudick and, and Alan Nathan- Tudick. Is that an Indian name? <laughs> Tudick. <laughs> That's old Alan Tudick. <laughs> and uh Nathan Fillion is the two guys uh from Firefly, the right. captain and the pilot is the the other guy. Um and it's uh produced by Yes You and they had it's on uh it's on Indiegogo.com. Right. It's it's like uh Kickstarter basically and the series is a lighthearted take on the personalities, luminaries, and characters in the scientific commu- in the sci-fi community we are privileged to call ourselves mem- members. Con Man is a way to share some of the surreal occurrences we have had while telling the story of a guy learning to love and embrace his fans.
0: And it's going to be a show?
1: It's going to be a show. And it's not like them, their lives, but they'll be playing fictional characters of the bizarre stuff that goes on at at sci-fi conventions and uh they i would be into this
0: if it was furry conventions (laughs) well uh, well uh, because you've got two suits right but but of course i've got the fox and the rabbit suit (laughs) i have i have
1: a foxtail dildo and i have a bear tail dildo and they're both very uncomfortable but i love them will forever remind me of a very funny episode of entourage
0: so, no, I know what you're talking about too. But I think there's an episode of Castle where they have to do an investigation of these these birds. women that ride men around like horses. Yeah, and that's a big thing too, like horses or something like that.
1: Yeah, it's a this 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 people are fetish. Fucking sick. <laughs> are, there's a it, it's like rule. What is the rule thirty seven that. I hate that's
0: the what's one rule of podcast. Nobody brings up rule 37. <laughs> is that is
1: that anything that you like, there's probably porn about it on the internet?
0: <laughs> right. 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 Any,
2: any, any remotely safe, normal hobby, there's somebody that's pornized it or yep. twisted I like, it. I
0: like making chainsaw art out of trees. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's oh, porn and, about and, that. And this Indiegogo <laughs>
1: campaign for this show for con man convention man is so indiegogo
0: on, is like kickstarter
1: yeah it's like kick, kickstarter well,
0: I'm, I'm looking up their thing it says they wanted to raise initially uh dollars. dollars like and these they two have,
1: fucking dudes are broke and they've raised 1.9 million at yeah, one point yeah because when i wrote it down this morning is at one one million eight hundred sixty thousand so they are, and they have, if you look down the
0: page, they so have man. all
1: these extras, uh, incentives levels. They had, like, two left, and, like, their top incentive level was, like, $2 million. And they have 27 days left, and I think they're probably going to probably, they may end up around, like, 3 or $4 million from a Kickstarter Yeah, the last
0: one is $2 million. It says, unlock DVD Blu-ray perk. Yeah. So everybody that that kicks in.
1: Well, if you I think if you kick in at a s that may be that may be it, it, there's different levels uh, uh, that you can kick in a lot so of times. I'm looking at
0: the the I'll, people that are contributing, and it's cosplayer sixty nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like so, well, that's their level. So if you give sixty dollars, you're a cosplayer. Well, and
1: that's and that's the whole thing is that, volunteer like, bodyguard like cosplayer. with like with uh, Kickstarter if you contribute like a uh, dollar or five dollars, they say. Thanks. You know, and that's, right. you don't get, you don't get jacked. Super duper
0: <laughs> fan is sold out. Talent Wrangler is still, at 150 bucks, Has still got, most valued cosplayer at $200. Photographer, you get an exclusive Nathan and Alan hang with sessions. Maybe prepping for a scene, eating lunch, or disclosing terrible dark secrets. Interesting.
1: And that's the funny thing about, I watched the six minute video, um, the pitch and it's really funny, and it's it's very much in those characters that you love, sort of their humor that you love from Firefly. They're not playing the characters, but the humor is still there. And I
0: thought that was really interesting. Holy shit, some people are giving $5,000 a pop. The $10,000 level is sold out. The only level that's really high that hasn't sold out is the $25,000 level. That's amazing, isn't it? Well, and
1: we talked about that when we did the episode uh, uh, discussing a little bit about Firefly. There is a huge fan base, and these these conventions... Browncoats. The Browncoats. They get... There's Browncoat conventions, and just sci-fi and fantasy and comic book conventions, stuff like that. Those are huge, huge money-making
0: deals. Their days. character names are Hooray Nerley and Jack Moore. Yeah, I, want, I wouldn't want to jack less. <laughs> I'm
1: here all week. Try the seared. <laughs> Be sure and take, take. That's a little borscht belt, <laughs> yeah. of that
0: borscht belt humor. Yeah, for the one percent of the one percent that understands a borscht belt humor. Yeah, but
1: in in the in the, uh, in, the uh, in the six minute video, I thought it was there. It was really humorous and entertaining, and they uh, he went and. Uh, like he's pitching it this alan Tur- turdick uh Tudick. who was two dick four dick six dick a dollar, a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does sound know. like
0: a, it's like uh stands with fist alan Tudick.
1: well and it's funny because uh the the uh, black actress that played his his wife on firefly right. uh he shows up at her house and he jumps he's like she's in the pool on a floaty and just relaxing and he jumps in the pool with a script and he gets it all wet and lays it out. he says I can practice and she mispronounces his last name and he, he corrects it Tudic, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's funny and they, it's very tongue in cheek very self deprecating they take some jabs at Fox in this little Kickstarter uh, well, it looks I say like Kickstarter he, it looks like,
0: like Tudic is the, the creator yeah yeah and uh, and it's. Two days. They, they just have.
1: You can tell that these. Uh, him and Nathan Fillion are friends in real life. God damn it, Ron! <laughs> and for somebody who has such a great voice on radio, <laughs> you're just over there.
0: Hairball. <laughs> well, build a cat.
1: Build cat over here. It's my uh, Annie's bun, organic bunny grams. I'm choking on. Over here. Oh,
0: you're yeah. supposed to chew them. i not swallow them. All. <laughs> Brian told you only
1: four shots of vodka. With the turkey baster in your butt, Ron, and you went six. That's <laughs> over the line, Mister. That's why I'm seeing spots. <laughs> <laughs> I have a slight. Well, that's super
0: interesting. I mean, I love both of those guys. Leaf in the wind is normally what I call two dick. Well, and they make a uh,
1: uh, they make a passing reference to that, and they that's and they they bust way. they bust Fox in the balls a couple of times it's all about it should. and uh they get, you know they in the video he goes around presenting the scripts to and uh who get, uh people they want involved in the show Seth Green uh Felicia Day and they, there's
0: really I like Felicia Day I'm out on Seth Green Yeah
1: he's uh, you know I I like Seth Green okay um and it's funny because we was talking about how uh, Josh Whedon likes to work with the same people throughout multiple things. Is that, of course, both of these guys were on Firefly. Seth Green was on Buffy. Oh, no. And I, I liked him on that. I, I thought his character, he played a werewolf on that. I, right. I liked no, him on that. Yeah,
0: I've seen him. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> the
1: look of disdain. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> I got something in my eye. <laughs> my finger. Yeah. I got a little PBI in my eye. You have the PBI. I have PBI. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah.
1: So anyway, I thought that was I thought that was
0: uh, <laughs> when you don't wash properly after you go to the bathroom. And that's funny cuz one of the guys
1: at work sent out this thing about this indigo this project con man and I was like very few, any, if any, Kickstarter's I'd actually kick money in on, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds interesting." And then I saw that it was already four hundred and thirty-eight percent funded with twenty-seven days to go. I was like, "I don't think they need my money." Yeah, yeah. no, no. like if right. they
0: were close, I would chip in something. But yeah, uh, no, they're way overfunded. They're, they shut down April the tenth. It just opened up on March the tenth, and they're almost to their max goal. So f them.
1: Yeah. Well, and. Uh, uh, considering how big of an outpouring of money is going towards that uh, that's one i'm going to keep my eye on cuz i i like you said i like those two guys they have their chemistry is really good they're very uh they're very good actors and they also like each other in like real life you can tell they're very comfortable with each other and it's and they have a good relationship so and i i applaud people trying to go around the system like i said they threw several jabs at fox and it's a show that Nobody can cancel, and so that that's a direct jab at Fox, you know, about Firefly, so I thought that was interesting.
0: It is good. I was trying to remember old 2Dick. I think he was on, wasn't he in a movie with Sandra Bullock, and he played like a gay alcoholic guy?
1: Could be. He was also on uh, Dollhouse. He was the bad guy on Dollhouse.
0: Yeah, I don't know, I got like three episodes into Dollhouse, and... I faded out of that pretty quick. I watched oh, yeah. the first
1: season.
2: Yeah, I never could get into that either.
0: It's. Uh, I thought it was uh, a, little bit
1: disjointed, too disjointed for me. Yeah. It sort of. It. It reminds me. Of, it's sort of in. Sort of looking back on it after watching. Orphan Black. It's like. It's like what orphan they wanted. What orphan black they could have been orphan black. But it was a little bit too disjointed. Yeah, but it
2: was a different premise, you know. Instead of being, you know, you know, clones with one actress playing all these different parts, there are different actual real life people. It was one. It was it was a similar one big girl with a memory being wiped every time and playing different roles to be a spy or whatever,
1: you know. Yeah, it, different premise, but it's it, a similar vibe. But one is really successful. Orphan Black is very successful on Dollhouse ended up
0: for me like there's and i was thinking about and the what i'm going to talk about here in a minute I'll, I'll probably will expand upon this but for me any of these shows create kind of their own reality how it feels and i feel like orphan black it is reality the show is set in reality there's no it's 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 super straightforward in terms it's not trying to sell any surrealness it, it is hey here's what's going on here's the story and all that kind of stuff where I felt like Dollhouse was a little little bit of a, a tweak. It's a little bit more tongue in cheek reality. Yeah, it, it it just has a different feel. And for me, that that's the really the make or break between these two shows is Orf- Orphan Black. What I love, it's some craziness and clones and everything, but it's hyper realistic. Well, it's very Dollhouse was like a little bit. You know, and jo- that's Josh. is very Nathan is very still. is
1: very it. it- you can tell stuff that he does. It right. has a certain. It has flavor. his
0: vibe, and it has his kind of take on what is the reality of the show. Yeah, like no, like you wouldn't say that. You, the, compare Orphan Black, the reality of Orphan Black, because I do feel that it's super grounded in reality to Buffy. And I'm not talking about that there's shit happening in Buffy that can't happen in reality. It's just the feel, the vibe of it. Yeah, and I know I think what that's you're what it worked what for you're Buffy really, really well. And it didn't for Dollhouse. Yes.
1: And to me, any show that makes it feel plausible, that it, even you take a show like Game of Thrones, is that, of course, there's not dragons. Of course. Some people will say, oh, how dare you? But... It's plausible they they make it feel like it feels it real it feels real
0: dollhouse didn't feel real no. it felt a little like hey this is kind of a play on something it's a
1: it, it was sort of it, it was sort of a miss in the uh, circle there were episodes I enjoyed of it but it was it seemed like it took too long to get to the point yeah and it was too long and drug out and you know maybe it would have been better as a like a mini series. Well,
0: this, this is super interesting. Now, when they did it show, and I'm just scanning through them this con man, it says coming soon, but is it just going to be broadcast online? Like, hey, I download. I have no idea. The, I don't see any affiliation or uh, anything like that. I'm just, it just says or coming uh, soon.
1: Affiliation?
0: Affiliation? Nathan speaking
2: Affiliation? You can have a brown coat convention. The ex- yeah. Here
0: you go. Here we go. <laughs> Exclusively on. How do you pronounce this company's name? I'm so not a cool kid. Is it Vimeo? Vimeo? Vimeo.
2: Oh, yeah, the little music.
0: Vimeo
1: is... Network. If if you haven't checked out, just go to Vimeo.com, and they have... Because it's sort of like YouTube, but they have a lot of of content creation. It's, it's, a, it's to like, a, to the music
0: industry. You know? yeah, it's like, it's the only like, time it's time like I've a, sun- watched that is like to watch the wrecking ball video. Or it's, something.
1: it's, it's like a, it's sort
3: of, <laughs> it's what sort is she, nice. she likes
0: playing racquetball. What did she say?
1: Well, it, YouTube is sort of like, okay, everybody is invited to the house party. Vimeo is sort of like, almost like a Sundance channel. Of YouTube, you know, it's it's very, it's a lot of high quality content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very um, high quality. HTML. A lot of guys I know in my industry, in the animation industry, uh, use it to uh, post their demo reels. It's very high quality, hmm. um, and they they have a lot of like staff picks of indie stuff and small short films and things like that. One of the the short films I sent you that one about the uh-huh. uh, the guy, the zombie, the dad who gets bit
0: and he's oh carried, yeah carrying the baby that was that yeah. was on vimeo okay uh and well, paul i signed you up as a twenty five thousand dollar contributor um, <laughs> oh do you need my do you need my pen i <laughs> i can give that to you right now no rat nuts i typed <laughs> it, in <and> it, took <laughs> it. it's like yeah. accepted it's like
1: my name is uh I, my name is a cult member and i pick up rats and shake them did you see the episode you, you bailed it in 17, no. minutes cause seventeen minutes because seventeen minutes. That was, was the only tell. thing. The only thing that I I, 30, I initially only seven
2: minutes away from the whole thing.
0: That was the funny thing. <laughs> it would have been a painful seventeen. About minutes it
1: was so bad. Was and I am so glad to hear that Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, that un- unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt.
0: And I, I'm not. A, I couldn't be a bigger Thirty Rock fan, but that was terrible. Yeah. yeah. And my, like I said, that, terrible. And, so even
2: the great Tina Fey has some misses.
1: Well, and that's the <laughs> thing is that I'm almost tempted. To muscle through the rest of those episodes to see if it turns into something, like I think
0: if, you should just so I can see it destroy your soul. <laughs> I come
1: yeah. in crushed next week. I, 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 you have to lower the, the mic down to the ground because I'm and
2: it it's still horrible.
1: It's <laughs> like I'm Did you have anything? That, you have anything to add?
0: No, <laughs> I've lost
2: my will to yeah. live.
0: It's man. like it's like salt peter for good entertainment. <laughs> So I I was thinking. I think we should. I and and here's my suggestion. You guys can contribute whatever suggestion you believe. I believe for shows we should use the hustler, one quarter erect, (laughs) half erect, (laughs) three quarters erect, or fully erect for shows. Uh, (laughs) I just think that's that's just such a good like everybody gets. I'm, I'm not turgid. (laughs) <laughs> now, big word alert! alert. Not, not like <laughs> big limb.
1: turd alert! It's like, it's did, a, it,
0: did it even
1: make your prostate squeeze a no, bit? No, no, and,
0: and you should never talk about my prostate again. <laughs> hey, when
1: I'm up there get, putting shots of alcohol in there, I'll, uh,
0: use that turkey baster just to yeah. give it
2: a little note. Well, you know, gotta make sure the prostate's not clamping down where the alcohol won't get in. Oh,
0: yeah. So Fillion is the producer, and Two Dick is the creator. I'm like, I love like this stuff because I do feel like the more stuff that's out there and successful. I mean, they they've already raised almost two million dollars to go do this. I like it's so it's I would imagine it's paid for all, all the costs, their salary, their time, energy, and effort for it, and it hasn't even shown. Well, and and I, the, I feel like why, like why, why limit yourself? Okay, here we're gonna put it out. I can't, can't. That's such a Vimeo. Even though it's available, everybody can watch it. Anything that's on there for free. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that is a good conduit. I just feel like.
1: Well, and that's a that's a, if if it's this is going to be hugely successful at least financially with their funding. Is that this is a huge win win for Vimeo? Is that there's probably not a lot of it's going to get people
0: to watch it. That's and the that thing. that
1: alone, that's the thing that you was talking about is this whole fracturing of and what I had mentioned is that it's not there's it's less hardware based solutions now and it's 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 purely software right and it's streaming video but. What kind of content container is it in? Right. And Vimeo is this, this app. content I mean, container.
0: the app is on IT, I, iTunes. ITV. It's on ITV. But am I going to remember to go in and queue that particular app up and play? Or is there some, like, one-app solution? It's like, anything these yeah. guys make, show me. Well, and that, that's the thing is that I No matter where it's hosted.
1: That's going to be the play for this. If this show is successful on Vimeo... It is going to. You can bet you that they are going to want to parlay it over to Netflix and things like that. Because I don't see them being like um, being like uh, HBO.
0: Well, and I do fear feel, feel here is the danger in this that they raise two million and that's basically spent because they're all the stuff that they're going to do, right? Yeah. And they get so many eyeballs on this that they're like shit. If we would have put this on Netflix, we had ten million dollars. Yeah. So what do they miss out on? And so, I, I, I
1: How are they going to monetize it? How do they
0: monetize it? And how do they make sure that energy and effort can like? How do I get season two? I got to go back into Indigo dot right, com <laughs> and and. Uh, well, at that point, uh, give another sixty bucks.
1: At, well, no, it's, but see, at that's that, more
0: expensive than. But see, if, it, but, here's but at the, that here's point, my point, if it, if it
1: goes to season two, the that was a clever way to get a lot of seed money and it's already however it's monetized past that is is already a go because well, it's we'll already see, it's already a profit. The it. proof
0: is in the pudding down the road, but 60 bucks is what they're wanting to pay. That's like a year and a half of Netflix.
1: But on, there's the, for and that's, one that's the clever show. but see that's the clever mm-hmm. thing about yeah, right. that's the clever thing about Indiegogo and Kickstarter is that like we was talking about with uh, Radiohead or any of these artists is that there's no way they'd make this kind of bank if they wasn't super well known already
0: right, right, right. um and they are pl-
1: they're parlaying me and you they're parlaying 2 million bucks they're parlaying because <laughs>
0: i'd be fucking gone
1: they they with this project they are this con man project Conman uh, con men project
0: they're parlaying we'd like to invite you to contribute to the 100 100- dollar dumbass level (laughs) as Brian disappears. Brian's yacht in the Cayman.
2: (laughs) I
1: I, I I I think it's really smart of them to... They're very successful artists and actors. They're parlaying this whole Firefly experience into... Something that's peculiar to them, you know, being popular like you t- uh, we've talked about with the Star Trek actors on the sci-fi circuit and stuff, uh, convention circuit. They're parlaying it into an actual property that this this niche audience is like, hell yeah, I'll give you some money for that. I want to see that. Yeah. And whether it turns out to be a turd or not, that's, you know, that's another story. Needs to be seen. But their six-minute video, a lot of times on these Kickstarter videos, I'm sort of like, yawn. It was funny. And it it had the flavor of their, of what they're sort of have come become known for, and you know Castle is like you said is a very popular show. Well, and I feel like he, Nathan
0: they've, they've Fillion built, is such a good dude, and they've he's built like, yeah too, Dick. Let's get together and do this. And
1: they've built they've built a, a personal and working relationship with other actors that they trust and want to work with, and they've built an audience that is interested in them not only as just specific characters but as people and i think that's really interesting that they've parlayed fun. that
0: yeah no i i, I don't disagree with that at all that that's a cool thing that they've been able to leverage previous success to further future success i'm all about yeah it. i mean good for them come on unlock the blu-ray <laughs> What was that?
1: <laughs> my chair. Yeah. The back is like WD-40. Yeah. It's funny. Uh-huh. It's funny up at work because I wear sound-canceling headphones because it's sort of loud up on the floor I'm working on so I can focus. Right. And I didn't realize until I took them off one day that my chair... Crazy my chair... Houses. And I, I turned around to all the guys because it was sort of a little cube farm. It's a little customized, but... And I said... Dudes, if this is as loud all the time, when I don't have, <laughs> I, I am so sorry. And they said, "Oh, don't we, we have headphones?" They everybody right. wears Pop headphones. headphones. All so I, I put WD forty in my my backpack to take up to work. To <laughs> spritz it down. I took the turkey all baster nice. up to work, <laughs> full of full of alcohol, and I'm going to spray it up that chair's ass. <laughs> full of Everclear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take that.
0: <laughs> I was at the liquor store yesterday. And I was getting a couple of different uh, martini mixers and some vodka and stuff. And I hear the uh, one of the guys, the the, it's a local liquor store. Know the guy really well. Talk to him all the time. Super cool guy. And you can ask him his opinion and hook him up with some ball action. Every now and again. And I hear, I hear him say to somebody down the road, "Like, who are you trying to kill with this shit?" And look over, <laughs> this guy's buying like three bottles of Everclear. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Who are you trying to kill with this shit?"
1: <laughs> Isn't Everclear? It's like a hundred, hundred and twenty proof or something crazy like Dude, that. Dude, it's
0: almost pure alcohol. It yeah. is some there is, shit. there
1: is it is not diluted at all.
0: <laughs> they didn't cut it. <laughs>
1: this straight pure cocaine.
0: grain alcohol so Ron you got anything you want to talk about yeah yeah I've got another show I want to uh, talk about yeah. uh, are you going to go for more obscure or less obscure
2: more um I'm hoping you have Dream On your- uh it's probably more
3: obscure what? but
2: in some ways but in some other ways it's 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 much uh, more current okay uh, cause it is 2005 to present day uh show uh, 95
1: episodes
2: so far of this show.
1: Wow! Sometimes when uh, I think if we go back through the podcast, sometimes when y'all say the episodes, I think it, y'all hear in the background me say, "Wow!" <laughs> it's like it's like I I'm amazed sometimes. Uh, like I was uh, the other day, I was re-listening, uh, and when he was talking about that uh, Stargate universe, right? And I think Ron was saying which you fuck sticks, now, still haven't watched still haven't and, watched and, no, and I, not, I, not I actually too. sent myself an email uh when I parked out here uh-huh. to cuz I was listening
0: to that bit and I was like oh man
1: I, You're going to get
0: four episodes in and you're going to come back and you're going that's a cool shit. Yeah All and right.
1: but Ron was talking about Stargate 1 and Stargate
0: Atlantis how many freaking episodes and I was like <laughs> Atlantis has a million yeah, <laughs> and the original on, one is like on. five I, w- I wouldn't doubt if you told me the original one had 500 episodes That's yeah fine. it was I mean, a, 193
1: a I think Ron had said or something like something
2: yeah, yeah. Bug it ridiculous. 70, like that,
0: yeah. I know, I know. I know. Big, but there's a there's fake word there's a big <laughs> big audience out there that likes that tongue-in-cheek reality sci-fi that i can't buy into and, where and, they made a major shift for universe and
1: uh, and that's uh, that's what struck me re-listening back about talking about universe is how big of a shift and you said you absolutely loved it and you was it was a bit of a, a punch to the gut when they canceled I, it oh my god
0: when i when i burned through season one and two and found there was no season three <laughs> I gotta set the world on fire yeah well you
1: and you had even said that in the podcast that you you felt that that shaped how you look at stuff series now is that you look and see how many episodes is it complete did they just
0: I need bitch closure. out you know I'm like a heartbroken girl I need some closure well and then, <laughs> well, and then <laughs> you dumped
1: well and that's and I think uh, that's funny to uh, you know we talk we we've talked a lot about Firefly's success and you know it's, it was what it was and I think that was the best possible thing not only for Firefly but for those those actors that were in it that was the best thing for the, a lot of those guys careers is that it was this little tiny gem and
0: it was for sure for William because he's... Yeah, God, Castle's he's such a knockout of the park. But, but has,
2: you know, the other people... I don't people, think for the rest of the cast. Yeah. I and think Paul, you even we were... You know, when I was talking about Terminator, Sarah Connor Chronicles, that you were saying that... Chronicle, uh, Chronicles. Who lives in a pineapple oh. under the sea? <laughs> Terminator! Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> SC, uh, <SCC>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's abbreviated for abbreviation is, actually. Yeah. Terminator SCC. Yeah. Um, but about. Uh, I can't get
0: into that show, the Sarah Jessica Barnacles. <laughs> Bar- <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> C- <laughs> C- <laughs> See, I, I, when I did a listen back on that, I, I, I think you
1: butchered that in about 18 different ways. <laughs> that was the best thing. Not uh, ever, but. Yeah. <laughs> it best was thing that day.
2: Yeah. But, that's the best thing in that podcast. Yeah, but uh, you know your your favorite, the Summer Glow curse. You know, oh yeah, you know, killing shows left <laughs> and right. <laughs> but you know, even though she doesn't probably deserve that
1: moniker, but yeah, well, for, and, that, and that, I, I think that's just a funny aside for her because it's, it's like she's
0: amazing, beautiful human being that's just like so kind and well, and that's choking bitch. That, well,
1: and that's the funny thing about because. Uh, I think that Firefly was her first real acting gig. She was a, a ballerina.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I remember uh, we had a—I uh, don't know if we were all on it, but we had at some point an email chain going on before pre-Facebook and all that stuff about Summer Glau and pre-Facebook. What is yeah, this strange, and, uh, strange time to talk about? <laughs> I think I think PBI's it was like. Not bad for a former ballerina. I think that was his contribution to the email <laughs> chain. <laughs>
1: so is, is, is PBI getting the one getting kicked in the... He's our, he's our David... This episode is David Caruso. <laughs> I think he is. Yeah. Sorry, Paul. <laughs>
2: All uh,
1: right. Hey, no
2: names. Yeah. I was talking to you. Oh. Anyway. Um, okay, I'm going to read you the... I'm going
3: uh,
2: <laughs> to read you the... Uh, Little synopsis of the show and see if you can guess what it is. I think Paul will. I like and that. this is this is in Paul's wheelhouse, not really in
1: yours. oh
0: so it sucks. <laughs> no.
1: That's that's funny because Brian has a pretty broad fucking wheelhouse. <laughs> well, if, if you look at the color wheel, except for Brian what? is everything except magenta. Like for one magenta. <laughs> So let's hear it. What is it? All
2: right, this show follows the adventures of the Colyers, an improvised and dysfunctional family of anthropomorphic, air-breathing, redneck squids who live in a rural Appalachian community in Northern Northern Georgia. The squid
1: billies? (laughs) Exactly. Squid billies. (laughs) Exactly. 95
2: episodes of the squid Bill. I had no idea that it was that many. Yeah, 95 episodes. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And, yeah. and it's funny because I Sergeant always
1: laugh because P- I've seen like two episodes, but the two episodes I saw, I just laughed. It's
2: very know. Beavis and Butthead. You watched all these? I haven't watched all 95 episodes. Yeah. Well, I watched a bunch of them. Yeah,
1: it, and it's it's just such such wonderful lowbrow. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's so low an Insane lowbrow. show, and yeah. it's
2: it's from the uh, the creators. And that's of, uh, is, uh, that,
1: Ar- is that is that Adult Swim
2: so yes, adults yeah, it's got to be his cartoons yeah, and, yeah. It's and it's uh it's from the creators of Aqua Teen Hunger Force yeah
1: and that's the, about one of the most random freaking sh- that is a, that is an <laughs> improv show that is an improv show if you've ever it's just like whenever I think of Aqua Teen Hunger Force I think of just like dudes like, like us sitting in front of mics. is like what do you want to riff on yeah what craziness do you want to go to yeah next? and and they, they just and they just roll it and then you have meat wad, and all <laughs> meat wad
0: <laughs> and shake, master yeah. shake. Yeah, yeah.
1: It, it's it's just such stream of content, and that kind of shit cracks me up if it's really done well. Yeah, well, yeah. oh, there's yeah.
2: some there's some episodes of *Aquatic Hunger Force* that are just brilliant. You know? Oh, I mean, yeah. there's some of them that are drag and they're dull and they're not yeah. that good. But there's yeah. some ones that are just when they like you say when it hits on all cylinders, it's it's really really funny. Yeah, and so I think it's the same way with *Squidbillies* in a lot of ways. Is that? You know, of course, the, once you get kind of used to the premise, okay, these are air breathing, walking around squids, you know, redneck <laughs> living in the Appalachians of of uh, northern Georgia. Uh, it's 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 really funny. the uh, The series revolves around the exploits of the alcoholic father, Early Squid, who is voiced by this guy named Unknown Henson, who oh, is yeah, yeah 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 who is a uh, country, psychabilly, uh, uh, uh rock. Does uh, he do
0: murder country?
2: Kind of, yeah, kind of, really, in a way, no, <laughs> vampire, like, dark vampire uh, country, uh, rockabilly kind of country. Uh. Um, sort of like if Rob Zombie was a country artist. Yeah, kind of more, yeah, kind of along, possibly along those lines, you know. Or, uh, and, Alice Cooper, that, but, or
1: Alice Cooper, maybe. <laughs> yeah,
2: but he's got that redneck, you know, high tone, you know, voice, Uh, uh, Unknown Henson I haven't heard that Man that's a I
1: haven't heard that name In a while
2: Anyway he's the uh, He's the father The patriarch of this family (laughs) He's abusive In a comedic way Towards his family His teenage son Rusty Is desperate for his approval His mother is known On the show as Danny.
0: born With the name Rusty Do they have A future (laughs) I mean Or is it just like They're on lockdown For bad stuff Happening from The get go Yeah well, yeah, if Jay like, Rusty and your
1: dad
2: is early, yeah, it's probably not a good...
1: Yeah. Early, Grimes? <laughs> well, it's like if your last Give name is... Give me a reeb. <laughs> your last, last name is Pitts, and they... Hey, how about Harold? Harry? Harry Pitts? Thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs>
2: so the show's, yeah, shows been on for nine seasons. It's on syndication in other countries, released on various DVD sets, informed in Home whole media, and it's on demand. Uh, so it's here the first on... Um, the first two seasons are on Netflix. I don't think that's the case. I think it's actually on uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: And I wouldn't be surprised if it's on Hulu. I, 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 don't, I don't know if it is be. or not. But Hulu's really big on the that type of stuff. Yeah. Cartoons, early 20s to the teens, like that would be interesting. Hulu's pretty big in that. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know that it is or not.
2: You know, not a whole lot. I don't know what you know what actually Adult Swim, what their market is, but yeah, it's probably twenties. Yeah, twenties, thirties. You know, late night. You know. I'm right, so those are those. boned
0: and I'm eating Doritos like a machine. <laughs> I need something to watch. I just and this smoked, a I just
1: smoked a whole joint worth a couch lock and I'm
0: <laughs> here for the night. You know what?
1: <laughs> are you still Are you still watching? This is yes, the best I weed can. because they I have
0: can. one of those circus elephants eat it and they shit it out a week later <laughs> and then you smoke it. Oh my god! That, it's so it concentrates the THC.
3: Bro, with ground that,
1: up elephant poo coffee beans. Bro, that was some <laughs> dank shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: Have you. How,
1: how dank. It's like a new. It a new it's a new comedy uh, show called How Dank Is Your Shit, Bro. <laughs> it's
2: funny, the voiceover, one of the voice actors in this is um, the guy that plays the sheriff in this, which was the guy that kind of protects the family. From, oh,
1: Ingvay you know,
0: Malmsteen?
2: No. Uh, no, it's the dude that was He's in. He's prolific when he it is. comes to cartoons. Yeah. He's it pornographic. Was, remember in. Um, I have a
0: pornographic memory. That's for
2: sure. <laughs> remember in uh, the second. Uh, your Rambo First Blood, the second Rambo movie. Uh, the
0: second Rambo First Blood. Wouldn't well, that be... Okay, First
2: Blood was the first one. would right. that be Rambo? Right. Rambo, Rambo okay. First thir- Blood. It's, first third third blood? Thir- it's actually Rambo First Blood
1: Part 2. It's, it's so eight.
0: easier just to say, hey, remember that Rambo movie? <laughs> hey or yeah.
1: it's yeah. Third Blood. Well, part I mean, I don't know, there's four of them, five of
0: them, I don't know. I don't know, a bunch of shit. Anyway, I
1: love First Blood. I hate it Yeah, First Blood's an excellent... It's a really good film. First Blood, that was about... Coming no, of they don't, age. don't that was say a, it. Don't say it, Paul. Don't go there. Was that a coming of age saga so <laughs> of oh, this of no, this girl? That's it. Get <laughs> out of my house. <laughs> Damn, Paul. <laughs> Sorry.
2: No, make me feel so dirty, so sensitive. And in Rambo, the dude he always plays these military characters or, or bad guy kind of bad guy characters. It's got the, he's an older guy with square jaw. He played um, the guy that basically sent him on the mission, and then you know um, they found yeah. prisoners. Not, I, I Murdock. You know, yes. like, I'm coming for you, Murdoch. Right. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't dude.
0: have his yeah. IMDB. That's, it's, that's Rambo phone 6 I'm coming for you, Murdock. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm coming <laughs> in you, Murdoch. <laughs>
1: no, 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 Rambo. Oh, no, not I'm not on the pill Rambo. That's a turkey baster. You wasn't
2: supposed to find any prisoners. <laughs>
1: God, soundbite.
2: Anyway, yeah, the show is uh, uh, the Collier family. That's, that's their, uh, Paul
0: hair. eating olives
1: out of his uh, martini glass. In the
2: glass, yes.
1: But I, I looked up as soon as I hit the glass. I looked up and I saw the stink up from Brian.
0: I'm so dis. This is how I disapprove of you. One of the many ways. Yeah, he,
1: well, he's got his glasses on. And he just he nudged him down like a librarian,
0: <laughs> like Miss Wilson. Yeah, I got a three eighty seven in my person. I will fucking take you out. Did you ever have three eighty seven? Whatever three fifty seven uh, magnum. Uh, and, man, have you yeah. seen those three eighty seven? That's, <laughs> that's blah, some vicious shit. Did a, you yeah, ever have some... her as a teacher? uh yes and she would call you like if yes. you were acting up in class she would call you up to see to, and she would just open her purse and show yeah. you that there was a loaded pistol in there <laughs> yeah and send you back to your yeah. desk and she, you'd be like okay and she's um, I will murder she you called right out,
1: here she now. called out uh i will say his initials are dm right and i was uh, in that class and uh <laughs> yes and she she uh she called him out so her and mr johns my we uh, favorite teachers. So you Johns. remember when
0: DM got Johnson attacked that cop and yes. got all get just beat to hell, and <laughs> his dad was like, "Okay, that's you're going to school the next day." He was on so many painkillers. Me and DM and somebody else, I, I can't remember the, who the female was. We all got kicked out of Miss Wilson's class one day, and she made us go out in the hall and uh, uh, paint signs or something for the pep rally, something like that. And uh, so d m like gets a trash bag, he's just spraying in that trash bag, oh no, huffing paint <laughs> and then he we're we're sitting there watching him, and he's three quarters out of his mind on painkillers already because he's, he's had a beat down by the cops the previous weekend and he just looks up at us real quick and just passes out and goes backwards <laughs> <laughs> so he's out in the hall holding his paint bag <laughs> and he got, did, probably did got paint around his did, nose
1: Yeah, it looked like he was on an episode of Cops <laughs> were like, like, <laughs> yep, that just, we that you huffing gold paint sir that, it's that like, that I don't happened. know what you're talking about Yeah,
0: it was cool though.
1: <laughs> I think he's got Good his times. shit together now I think he's okay I hope yeah, so, no. man. That guy is made out of crypto, f- Fucking kryptonite. Yeah. <laughs> <That> dude, <laughs> to survive,
0: I mean. So, young- Squidbillies, I remember, like, I've never been. Speaking of Squidbillies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no shit. Redneck. That's a perfect segue, actually, to the end. Exactly. So, uh, I don't, I've never watched anything that's been on Adult Swim. But Is Archer on Adult Swim?
2: uh no, that's on f x
0: okay so i've not ne- i've yeah. officially never watched anything off of there yeah, but it i mean it looks funny it looks like a but I, what
2: what caught my originally caught my eye when I first saw the show was just the animation style and the and then of course it's just insanity over the top is the that it kind of reminded me of Some butthead it kind of had that same low yeah. quality two d kind of you, know, you would, stuff. Brian
1: you would actually. You'd probably if you watched like it's hit or miss on some of it, but it's it's got it's got its funny stuff in there. I think you'd
0: probably like it.
2: Yeah, the uh, the family exploits of the Collier family and their interactions with the local populace, which usually results in a fair amount of destruction, mutilation, and death.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, I'm in (laughs) on that. I'm in on that last bit. Yeah. It's
0: cartoons, though, right? Yeah. It's still animation. Yes. No, No, it's cartoons. You remember that we used to get all these vicious arguments back in the day at the video the video store that we formerly worked at about what was animation versus cartoons? I'm like, no, it's all fucking cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> well I mean it's it's all uh, I'm, I'm it's still pretty your animation, sir. 35 years later, I'm still saying, <laughs> no, it's cartoons. Nobody <laughs> tells me what
1: to do, sir. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't, motherfucker. Spikes a cigarette and jumps out. <laughs> and it's it's funny that, cause, and that's a big mistake that uh, I keep on hearing, is that people keep on referring to animation as a genre. Right. And it is... Not.
0: I do wish, it and I think not. that's one of the it's things. A, that it's it a has. medium
1: for the message. So anyway. It's a medium, yeah. 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 But, um, but I, I do yeah.
0: think that that's because the vast majority of that is done in a certain flavor. I think it, they kind of pigeonhole themselves to a degree.
1: Well, and it's. If you look at any of. You could take. Really? What's the
0: difference between what you do, Paul, and Space Ghost? (laughs) It's
1: It's a huge. I know. But see, see, that's the thing is that people. The general populace thinks it's Most people don't even know how. uh, I remember when the first Toy Story came out on. uh, Back when people used to communicate through forums instead of Facebook, is that when the first Toy Toy Story.
0: Get on fucking Facebook, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Facebook. Um.
1: He's holding out. I know. Well, it's it's funny that when the first Toy Story came out, this was in 90 1995 and people had such had no concept of computer animation of that it was even Whatever, a thing. I watched Max Headroom. And <laughs> which is funny <laughs> that that guy is on I know. On, and when as soon as I I saw him uh, the Orphan when, Nick, but, yeah. Were, yeah. when yeah. we were watching, I turned to Nikki and I said <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> oh, Max said Was it? it?
0: Mm-hmm. He so first on uh, dude, he uh, is night so... night flight isn't that that, I think, that I think overnight so. when they first started? Yeah, on uh, night flight WTBS.
2: Oh, was that the name of the show Night Flight? Night Flight. Yeah, yeah it would I go to, to like three
0: or four a.m. Yeah, it was.
1: Mm-hmm. And speaking up, speaking up, Hedrup up
2: for teenage and stoners, you know, late night stuff. That was that was all oh you yeah, that, <laughs> that was <laughs> that was
1: that was Adult Swim back then. Yeah, right? it really was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's funny that he is so distinctive that even when I see him on the show, it took
0: me a good half a season to stop seeing Max Headroom. Yeah
1: and he man that that man has the most square jaw
0: i have ever it's not ever. square like flares out well it's man. well
1: you know what i'm it's very
0: it's like if you were going to overdraw unusual he's right. a caricature yeah, yeah. if you're going to overdraw square jaw that's yeah. how you do it yeah
1: he's it like you go to six flags you can get a character jump for right. 10 bucks that's that dude yeah uh, and I can't imagine. That's how, how they I get wrong Six. They would just, and draw. just, like, drama
0: package. They would just. <laughs> drama junk.
1: <laughs> they tiny. Because <laughs> I know it's
0: going to be huge on that thing. <laughs>
1: well, you know, they always make stuff bigger than it I actually know, is. <laughs> I
0: yeah. know. Okay um, I'm okay with that. So, but uh, Night Fight's when,
2: rougher, so. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, True Men yeah. don't kill coyotes.
0: And that that was such a cool show back in the right. day, and I probably haven't thought about that in twenty years until I was like, "Where did I first see Max Headroom?" Max Headroom, yeah. But they would show the, like the original heavy metal and all this really, really cool, stuff. off the wall but, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, the well, video for True Men was
2: out there, like th- stomping in the sand and True Men don't
0: well, kill well, coyotes. coyotes. <laughs> and it's
1: and it's funny you think about uh, shows like that, these
0: cult. Fo- John, uh, remember that's too. John remember,
1: remember that no. when we first no. saw that VHS of the uh, Robert Hilton Farce tape.
2: God <laughs> damn! Yes, we gotta have a whole discussion on that. And, is that
1: really um, where you were going? Yes, <laughs> yes. And that at that point when I saw that that beat up Robert fourth fourth generation uh, VHS tape. Of that, and, and that you can results.
0: YouTube that, and it's exactly the same thing we watched and back then is, on VHS with all the squigglies and. and stuff. we had to. Th- <laughs> oh, you think about it. it? Yeah. You yeah. think about
1: the 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 the. Look that The, the advance in technology that that we're at the point when we was watching that we'd have to rewind it and rewind it and wait for it to rewind, and I laughed. <laughs> So hard, I thought I was going to rupture something. It was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. I think I blew a testicle, and now that that, that, that so, didn't come out right, it's so it's, uh, my left one what? or my right one, <laughs> and that, that that neither neither I'll leave you either either. And now that type of stuff is Let's that the whole thing that off. stuff that door stay stay. that that VHS tape, well was you know copied and passed around and stuff like that. It was very sort of underground. And now it's monetized. Yep, and it's it's not unique anymore. Before, if you didn't have a copy of the tape, right? You can you can. That, uh, it's it's, it's so like much the, cooler now. Well, it's it it's before. like the the uh, Bones Brigade tapes that were initially made for you know the uh, for the skateboarding, you know Bones Brigade. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was a physical, and that's I I, I talked about it in the in one of the episodes is that. There's something about the cool factor of having a physical object, whether it's a a tape or C D or a dildo or a a finely tuned Jesus dildo on the cross. You know, hey if you are that's not that's not that's that's horrible. (laughs) Take it back, take it back. (laughs) So But it's it's something about now that it's so easy to
0: to oh it's, it's on YouTube. Yep. So we've been talking about this show, and you guys have been ragging about on me, at me for a while. And I'm ragging to, at you. I'm trying to get caught up on it, and I'm almost. How do you, rag, there, how how do you rag at somebody? You do it. You know how you do it. First blood. So first blood. Ragged at. Get it? Yeah. I was so, say, don't my. go there, Paul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got it. You're good. so sketchy. So I'm almost done. I'm four or five episodes away from being done with Breaking Bad. So I think when we initially talked about this, I was like a, a year and a half in. And i got to say, I'm okay with the show so far, but I do have... No, I, I don't know. I don't... Don't, don't, don't go there too quickly. No. Like, I have a lot of <laughs> issues with this show. And I'm watching it because it's one of the shows to watch. But my issue with this show is the same issue that I have with a lot of shows. Like, I am four and a half seasons into this show, and I'm still waiting for the main... Like, I was thinking about this when I was watching this show. Like, I can't... And maybe it was in Miss Wilson's English class, as she was showing me her 38, and I... (laughs) Remember 357. 357. Three fifty-seven, three fifty-seven, three eighty-seven. <laughs> See, fuck, don't fuck up my fuck ups. Like I, I, I wanted to slide that under a the radio radar, under the radio, yeah, under the it radio. It was a three sixty-seven. That bitch got a thirty-eight in her purse. Um, so I wanted to. He just rounded up on three eighty-seven <laughs> to three thirty-eight. Drop the seven. <laughs> That's what we do. So, I, at some point, like. Uh, In an English class, stop English class. Wt forty, motherfucker. I will put it in your ass. So, turkey based. The the you know, I remember like someone teaching me like the you can tell in a story who the main character is in that story based on the amount of change that they go through. Yeah. And I feel like Walt is the least changed <laughs> well, person change. on this
2: you know, fucking show. He changes in season 1 and that's it. He does stay the same.
1: Yeah. yeah, he well and then th- that's the thing about Walt.
0: Motherfucker, right? if you've gone through all this shit, I like I hate I I would literally have beat Jesse to death as a human being if I'd ever have to meet his guy. Now I'm like I'm way more into Jesse than I am Walt. Well,
1: I think that's part of the attraction of the show to me is that he he turned from uh, he hero say, to antihero. What up? Yo, well, no, well, uh, no, no. Uh, for Walter White, is he turned from hero to antihero really quick? And he influenced everybody around him no, in it, a really horrific way. Right, and this, like he took the, he took this
0: yo 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 a dude. vortex of fucking dragging people to the yeah. depths of hell.
1: Yeah, and he he, to me, he came to terms
0: with. I don't think this guy's self-examinatory enough to come to terms with anything. No,
1: he came to terms with his cancer, and and he went into fuck it mode, basically. And he's like, I'm going to be the worst person I am because I I don't don't, care anymore.
0: No, I don't think he does. Like, here's, like, okay, I had seen this advertisement forever as an enticer to watch this show, the I Am the Danger speech. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what does he immediately do after he does the I am the danger thing? He seeks out his wife to apologize. Motherfucker, if you're the danger, if you're what people should be scared of, you're not running back in, cowering to your well, wife. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, and that's that's the whole thing. Is and it that, drives me crazy. Well, well and that's, I think that's just a taste. His wife is more of a badass than
1: he is. Yeah, and people there is a lot of hate for her because people universally, it seems like a lot of people view her as the bitch on the show. And it's like, I think it, how she reacts She's is,
0: picking it up and putting it down. She's getting stuff done. Yeah. He's running around flailing into think, the wind to, to, to make things happen. And,
1: and that sort of surprised me when the, the show was on, is the, the the fan base reaction to her is that... I think she acted pretty rationally considering all the shit she was being. Oh, I haven't written. seen anything that
0: she's done. Like there is an episode or two there when ooh, we're gonna, are we going to get divorced? We're not going to get divorced. It's a little bit of a beating. Yeah, yeah. but it it is like she's putting a scenario like, well, what the fuck do I do here? Yeah, so I don't but know. See, you can fault the character for and, that, but
1: and that's the thing to me is that the thing I like about that Anakin. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the thing does I she like have
0: a about, baby like season three or something? Yes, cause, yes, yeah, literally in real life. Yeah, went, no, yeah. I figured that that's what happened because there's a, a season ends and the other season starts and, and she she's forty pounds heavier. Yeah, and she she had not a baby. that that's bad, but I was just so thrown off. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah,
1: no, and and that's I think the thing the thing I like about the Walter White character Brian Cranston how he played it is that he had. He had all this uh, built-in repressed anger about um, his – he is a super intelligent guy, super smart. He had a shot at the brass ring, and then he had to, in his mind, denigrate himself to being uh, a, high family school si- guy. Uh, yeah. a family guy, high school science teacher, lowest of the low, not very well paid, below his pay grade in
0: right. his
1: mind. And, and it's <laughs> repressed,
0: and he loves his family. Visually but, and directly, I get he doesn't make a lot of money and he wears hush puppies. I don't need to be shown that five times an episode.
1: Yeah, and, and that never really bothered me. I mean, I love the show. And it, that's, you're, you're doing sort of a, you, a begrudging acceptance of the it's show, a, I guess. <laughs> it's a good
0: show. Like, I mean, at some point I would have, and, and I did, I, I am steamrolling through it to, for the podcast purposes, but I would have watched it. In its entirety, at some point, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. But I think this is why I was sort of going super... I would go back and watch three or four episodes and move on, three or four episodes and move on. Um, But I'm almost done. And it's it's had some, for me, what have been really, really top-notch episodes. But over the course of a season...
1: There's
0: as many Shaky. turds as there are like awesome episodes.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing is that it goes back to what we was talking about uh, previously with um, we we started watching it while it was airing weekly before we could just deep dive, you know, right. show after show. And we did that on, I think it was a couple of seasons, and we blasted into it. And then uh, Nikki was like, Oh, I sort of like this show. And I was like, it was one of those shows that I was like, man, she ain't she's not gonna like that at all. And I was surprised she did. And then we started, you know, recording it and stuff like that. And I think it's one of those shows that if you could dwell on it a little bit week to week, it 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 I think certain shows that you can binge them and they're fine, they're great. I think there is something in that ties back to what we was talking about earlier segment is that if, if you have some distance, some time distance between episodes, it, you can digest it a little bit and think about it a little bit instead of just, and that's the, the sort of the thing between, between binge watching and weekly content as uh, I think there's, I think there's, a shifting ground of what what one is and what the other is for different shows Hmm. and how you how you view it it makes a difference it makes a difference in uh thematically story-wise it's like when i read a book it's like i can read a chapter and I, i can put that chapter to bed and then the next night i can read another chapter and then during and the day, I'm. I'm I I'm think a, you're a
0: very a... good Breaking Bad apologist. <laughs> I, I well, I mean,
2: there's some point to what he's saying. No, I mean, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. digest something, you know, uh, you know, if you're watching it, you know, regular TV weekly series. You have a week there, six days in between to like kind of digest it and think about it in your spare time here and there, and it and it gives you some kind of sense of. More of progression and and where if you're binge watching it and you're watching show after show after show they they kind of blend together. There's not as, as much separation between the two. Yeah. And they kind of in the episodes you don't you really don't think about okay that episode dealt with did this this and this. You're just thinking about oh the five or whatever I watched they all did this and you might you might miss some of the subtleties between you know that were in this each individual episode. Yeah. Because you're blending them together. Well,
1: and, and that's what I like about. Um with the walking dead is that yes of course you can go in and the episodes are on uh, netflix and you can just you can blow through those but uh, i like the i think it's really smart with what, what they're doing with the talking dead right after is that you know and it's very scripted and it's very you know they hit all their little points and Here's saying goodbye one, to the ones to that do the quizzes and the recaps and all that you get to talk to the art they talk to the artists and the producers and the showrunner and, yeah. and everything mm-hmm. afterwards and um uh what is his name the nerdist I, chris hardwick I don't, chris hardwick yeah. uh thank you well prepared ron yes. b.i. Yeah. points yeah you should be proud <laughs> He is so enthusiastic about about what he does, we now and, have it, and it official lets you
0: PBI points. So like if you bring it, you get PBI points. Well, and that's that, right.
1: and that's the thing is that, um, is that the Talking Dead. After I watch the episode, especially if it was a good episode, is that I get to hear his enthusiasm. And them talking, it's like uh you know like a special features edition on a DVD. Yeah, and they it's do behind extra. the scenes stuff. Yeah, how they extras. did certain scenes and, and, and it uh, and it lets you sort of recap certain things, and and they refer to the comics that they and that's the thing with the, the the Walking Dead is that you know it was based off of the comic book series. Yeah, Kirkland and uh, uh, Kirkland, of course, and um, Kirkman. Kirkland.
0: Kirkland is the Costco brand. Kirkman.
1: Oh no, I like Kirkland actually because that's where <laughs> David Cameron buys all of his all of his all, all of his graphic novels. Yeah.
2: Kirkman. Speaking of James Cameron, I watched The Abyss again last night.
1: So, so
0: good. Yeah. Stop so
2: down. It was start it was just starting. I'm like, oh damn, I'm here for another two hours.
1: <laughs> well, and you know it's funny, we was talking about last I think it was last week. Everybody we, raised
0: their hand and thought that was a Russian water tentacle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that and that, yeah. that that water tentacle thing is that precursor. you look at the is precursor uh, to yeah. the industrial Life magic yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. exactly so, yeah
2: they did that they did that and uh, they they had made it to where they could cut it out of the film if it didn't the effects didn't work right and then when they did the effects it blew everybody away like holy crap it's awesome so yeah then they carried it on
0: it was good T2. I loved well, it and, and, I, st- and, I still love that show yeah. like too. it's such a completely self-contained reality movie and how it plays out and how it ends and I ha- I think I have on LaserDisc the original version and the editor's edition, um, and I like them both equally. Yeah. Man,
2: those! Uh, you ever seen any of the or heard any of the the uh, actors comment about that? A lot of them just won't talk about it. Steam
0: Virgin isn't that's a no. no that what's was, her name? Uh,
2: Mustrentania or whatever.
0: Elizabeth, Mary Elizabeth. She fucking hates David Cameron. <laughs> I, I, I remember. <laughs> da- did you just say David Cameron <laughs> <He> intentionally? <laughs> yeah. She hates David Cameron because. <laughs> He was so much of a dick on set like that scene where she's getting the resuscitation they just did that hour after hour after hour <laughs> yeah. and she almost walked off the film she's like I can't fucking do this is so yeah. intense physically mentally and emotionally i'm done i'm out of here if we have to do one but, more was
2: that scene or another one but she they did something and they didn't have the film set up in the camera right yeah, yeah and she just said nope i'm not doing it
1: well no d- but d- <laughs> not redoing that with that experience on that shot did it Sort of what you was talking about, what with the World of Warcraft. I think it was
0: a di- it was beyond putting someone in the right frame of mind. Oh, okay. and almost breaking their insanity. Yeah, well, that's said, the way she described it, if I remember correctly. But Ed but, Harris uh, did the shot. He did the shot look <laughs> ride? Broke yeah. down in
2: tears after some of those uh, some of those shooting days. Yeah, just was so freaking so intense. Put us through the ringer and everything, and all that. He, under, he almost drowned. All that
0: under right. They he was like I remember that. And I think that's on the laser disc that he's talking about. Like there was one time because all that underwater stuff was shot for real. Yeah,
2: in a giant tank in like and North Carolina. And they would Carolina. rush
0: like he would be swimming, and he would get to the point of exhaustion, and he would stop, sort of moving, and they would rush in and put the thing in his mouth to get him some air. And, and there was at one point where they were almost too late, and he thought, Dude, "Well, I it was yeah." Out. He
2: was he was he was doing those swims where he's doing the solo swim, like when he's going from the right. one other thing to the other one. And he, uh, the guy that was off, out of the camera to bring him the air when he needed it, he got tangled up in something and on some of the set there, got tangled and he couldn't get to him. And so the emergency guy got to him, but he had the respirator thing, air regulator, upside down. So it sh- he breathed in water. So he was de- desperate for air and he breathes in water. It was wow.
0: 20 feet underwater. Yeah,
2: and they're at the bottom this giant tank, this like 7 million gallon tank. And so then, like another dude, like had to like emergency jump in and give him air before he drowned. <laughs> yeah, that,
0: that, that's I've heard horror stories about David Cameron shoot on that. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. Then nobody. They said a lot of the lot, pe- lot of the people in that movie just won't talk about it because it yeah, a, it's,
0: it's such horrific. <laughs> and they were like, "Should we do the abyss too?" And they're like, "Nope, all, all of them. No, never gonna no, happen. No, never <laughs> gonna happen." Huh? David Cameron, I'm out. So there was one quick show that I wanted to bring up real quick, and this was a super surprise for me that I liked it, given who the cast is. And it was—it's a little bit of a slow burn show, um, blah blah blah. Um, It's called The Fall, and it is a BBC show. Let me double check that. Click on The Fall. It's called The Fall. And so it stars as our detective <laughs> the B and BB. oh, in BBC wait, wait, wait.
2: is Brian <laughs> yeah. Wait wait this is a this is a BBC show big and it's about Brian It's a detective big... show and you like it Yes' I'm shocked. Um, but it, here's where,
0: here's where the shot. If you know how much of a, a hater I am on her big show, this is maybe where it will surprise you. So it stars Gillian Anderson. Well, yeah, you, oh yeah! Oh, I like, fucking hate the X Files. Yeah, I think it's one of the worst shows ever on TV. <laughs> I've heard that that show is really <laughs> sorry. X it's, it's on uh, Prime, right? <laughs> it's on Prime. Yeah, you can watch it, and it's on Netflix. Both, both. Uh, it's on uh, yeah, Amazon. Uh, is one season one and two, and there's a third season, and it's unknown when that that's going to be made. But um, it stars Gillian Anderson. I never like all the movies I've seen her in, and the episode or two are. Of X Files that I've forced myself to suffer through, I didn't under, I didn't know she was English.
1: Oh, you never heard
0: I her did. accent? Talk, talk no, I've never English. heard her natural voice. No,
1: I—that is, I am surprised. I didn't know she was English either.
0: She's not. But if you watch this show. You will absolutely think she is. She is spot oh, on. She's, okay,
1: I'm going to put this through the Nikki filter and I report back and me. see if so she, she was, goes like. If she, she's, if she's from, she's from Chicago. Here going like this, go she was
0: on. born in Chicago, but I, of all the BBC stuff that I watch, I, I I had to go Google it. I was like, oh my god, I didn't know she was English. And then I and you I, thought she googled, was English. I thought she was English. and I googled it. She's like from Chicago, so she's an American. Playing on a BBC show that sounds she's drilled it. It's spot on. Um Yeah, have
2: Nikki test that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, have oh. her test it. I got so, a, I got a litmus test at I, home. I, I, <laughs> I don't I don't I I didn't like her prior to the show. I didn't like X Files. Um I, I watched the first season of uh, Fringe until I was like, Oh it's it's X-Files. Right. And I was out. And um, I got maybe halfway through the first season before I realized that.
1: You know, it's funny how, how popular X-Files was and when it was on. And I never really got into that show. No, I tried. I, I, cause I, mean, I, mean, was like, I never really This either. is the best I, show. Yeah, this is it, the best I show. Why. I was like, no, it's and, terrible. And when it came on to Netflix, I was like, okay, I get to finally see it. And it's...
0: I did not like it's it. hard to
1: watch. I mean, and I talked about that before is that the whole 4x3 format yeah. and it's so pixely and it, it it's it doesn't it's like, man, could you do a really high-res copy of this cuz it was shot on film. So, yeah. I know you have some 35mm masters right. around somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, could you not give me the 320 by yeah. 240
0: version? The Brody the does not play. Yeah, if you know where that movie's from, that quotes somewhere. So, I, I really like the fall. So, here it's a psychological thriller that examines the lives of two hunters. One is a serial killer who stalks his victims in and around Belfast, and the other is a talented detective superintendent um, from the Met, which is that the Met is like a London police force and they farm out all their talent. So,
1: a detective superintendent is that like a supervisor or.
0: Yeah, so if, if you Lee, watch yeah. all the... Manager or something like if that. If you watch all Director. this stuff, there's like a detective sure, sergeant, person. a detective inspector, okay. and then a detective okay. superintendent It's basically... They kind of send them out for special cases. Um, so a detective sergeant, if you think about... That's your first level as a detective, right? You're kind of out and about, but you still have a DCI um, that that kind of is on overwatch of you as you learn to become like an on-your-own Investigator. Right. And then a superintendent, a detective superintendent, is the one that comes in like, hey, this is big. It's going to, it's a serial killer case, or there's going to be a lot of publicity around it. The, you know,
1: a royal person got can, murdered. Can you imagine the page views we're going to get on this murder? I know. Let's get on It's like TMZ. They're the TMZ. <laughs> we need a
0: superintendent. Yeah. And it, it really is weird, in, in, to my ears anyway, like how that DCI, um, detective sergeant is just through show through shows it's not like in in the united states it's like oh that person's a detective they're right. all detectives Right. but it's very leveled and structured in how they do go about things so she is a super in, detective superintendent which is basically she's only called in for the super high profile cases and um the ones that are going to be hard to crack it's it's a slow burner and it definitely you know if you liked how the killing like held you over to second season the fall holds you over to second season in terms of how it's going to play out is but out. The,
1: the the difference <laughs> the killing is very appropriate
0: title the, the, the difference within the killed,
1: fall solve this crime please solve this motherfucker <laughs> so
0: but the, with the fall you know from day one who did it And it's how you know. Oh, it's 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 how how the
1: crime was committed,
0: right? So there's uh, if and I can't. I'm going to get the terminology wrong. So there, like with detective shows, there's like three ways you can approach it. There's the who done it, right? Which is how your normal like oh we got to figure out and like if you think of Agatha Christie, she's the master of who done it. Yes, yeah. There's the how they done it, which if you think of Columbo. Like you see, as an audience member from this from scratch, you know who's done it, and can Columbo figure out how they done it, right? right. And then there's another. I can't remember what the other the other method is. It's super limited on these types of shows. Like why they you,
1: why they done it? why who, they
0: done it? Who be doing it? Um. And and so uh, this is like you know from the get go who the bad guy is and who the serial killer is, but it's a investigative thing about how she slowly 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 pieces things together and eventually it's him right so it's the opposite of the killing but it, it is the one season one and season two are the the completes the story arc and you're it's in a season two they could end it there but it does look like they're going to bring it back for a season three um imdb shows it as an 8.3 um so, but I, I enjoyed it because I, I it was kind of cool to see her in a different light, and she she acts her ass off in the show. I would have never I was like again one of the, I, as soon as I didn't realize who who she was until four or five episodes in. I'm like, why does this lady look so familiar? Because her huh. her accent is so different. I googled it and I was like, that's Jillian Anderson. Like, if I would have known that from the beginning, <laughs> you have been out. I might have been <laughs> out.
1: I, was like, oh, I think gosh. that's that's really funny because uh I think the angle of that you know who did it right from the get-go and it's piecing it together man that sounds interesting because it seems like how could you make that interesting but but they do go yeah, to great lengths. Yeah. And, and, you, and there's a lot of like you said there's a lot of mystery novels well, and I think stuff what it, that they reveal it immediately right. and it, it's the audience knows but how does the protagonist how does the detective Doesn't, find that way yeah there? yeah
0: but I, I, do, I do i like this approach because it does allow you from the jump to get a lot of insight into the 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 bad guy right why is he doing this how is he doing it and 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 there is that like oh no he's gonna get away with it again kind of aspect to it um as as the over the course of the two seasons now, let me see if I can get an episode. And,
1: I, and I, I think that's a, an interesting uh, angle on it, is that if you let people know from the get-go who the bad guy is, is that that possibility that they might get away with it. Right. And I think that's really compelling. Cause and that's where it's season like, one a, leaves whole, you off. Like, it's they're it's never going to catch this guy. Yeah, He's too smart. It's the whole uh, sense of uh, audiences are... Like the bad guy gets his in the end is like well what if he doesn't right you know and that's 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 a hook
0: right so there. I say two seasons but it's only eleven episodes so it's not like you have to suffer through a ton of time um, and again I think that it's I like that it was drawn out over two two seasons I like that they didn't it wasn't too quick to the punch um, but I do it, it's it's eleven episodes I think each one of them is an hour long. Uh, the first series I almost didn't watch because I I kept looking at it and I kept looking at it and then I was like you know a couple of episodes in I was like why did I wa- I waited for a year probably it, you know seeing that continually pop up on Netflix before I was like oh, I'm gonna give this a shot and I and I clicked on it and it's good I think
1: I put it on my watch list my completely full 500 <laughs> right. watch, it's infinitely watch infinitely list. growing watch every list. now and then and it's funny yeah and it's funny the whole thing about the watch list. Is but that, I think
0: too this this is shot in Belfast, but it's part of that BBC farming stuff out.
1: Right, right. That's interesting. I'll have to. I've I've seen it, and I was like, I knew who, I I recognized her immediately just from the uh, the screen grab. You know the right. title card of it, but I was like, I had. I, I, I think I, I I think I had the same reaction. I was like, X Files. Eh.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I so. why
1: should we pigeonhole somebody? For what they did,
0: it's not right. Yeah, it's only to female. It's only to female actresses. Only to female and the older ones. And the older if, ones. If yeah. I would have,
2: she's forty six.
0: So. Oh. And I, I, dude, I think she's gorgeous. I
2: was I was just looking at these pictures of her on IMDb and uh she's she's holding up quite well. Yeah. She's very attractive.
0: And I think she's <laughs> aging <laughs> gracefully uh, and <laughs> I would have I never thought she was attractive when I watched the X Files and I didn't not that I Yeah, I was I, I wasn't really into either. Well like, yeah, and yeah, on, okay, on X Files well, you
1: look at it, it's like that early nineties fashion, it's like these huge shoulder
0: pads and it's
1: like yuck.
0: But I, I really like uh, the the guy that plays a serial killer. His name is uh, Jamie Doran, I think. And um,
1: does she get a boot job? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that I do not know. I don't know, but yeah. They, well,
1: at least in
2: that dress, that picture. I think uh,
1: either either Victoria's Secrets is being really kind to her, yeah. <laughs> or or somebody uh, somebody got. Yeah. Well, you know.
0: Is yeah. this the guy? The guy from this show? <laughs> right, is right, gotta did, what you got to do? Yeah, hey, stay active. He's hey. the Fifty Shades of Grey guy. Oh, uh, um... uh Christian Grey. His I, name is Jamie Doran, and um, he's the bad guy from The Fall. Really, I did not know that. Not that I would have ever <laughs> you know, watched or will ever watch Fifty Shades. Oh, is, yeah, 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 yeah. It is, it
1: yeah, is, yeah. it is. I heard on the way over is that um, he was born in Belfast. Is that yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey is. Uh, not going over very well at all in Thailand right now because the Thailand government they censored out all the sex scenes. Oh, sure. oh, good so Lord, it's it's the it's, story. It is just a it's, horrible, horrible movie. Well, the story it it, it 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 probably doesn't make any sense right now. Yeah, it's yeah. like,
3: well,
2: why is he? I mean, it's, <laughs>
1: it's poorly written anyway. But then that movie has made nearly half a billion dollars at the box office yeah no i would take that for all the people that hated on the book and like the book oh the book's trash mommy porn it's mommy porn and it made i saw i saw somebody uh at the community pool uh uh, a mom reading it at the community pool and i went internally i went ew
0: (laughs) ew Getting her porn on in public. It's like, go go get
1: in the lazy river to wipe off the the wet spot on your bikini there.
0: That river? Dirty, dirty woman. Not so lazy (laughs) is what we're saying. What's what's,
2: uh, from Archer Pam's line there? (laughs) You could drop a toddler.
1: (laughs) You could drop toddler in my panties.
0: Yes, um, that's so interesting. That's so I, I haven't paid attention to what he was doing post that, <laughs> but it's interesting that 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 he's the he's Christian Gay did did Gray was Gray. It, <laughs> there you go that's a <laughs> did he, Christian Gay as
2: well. Slip did, for you did,
0: right.
1: did you enjoy his his role in the fall?
0: No, yeah, he did really. He was very good in and here's the 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 balancing act that they do <laughs> <Toddler>. <laughs> <laughs> the balancing act that they do is like when you show the bad guy that early on yeah. you have to find a way to humanize that person because they just can't yeah. be the scumbag killer guy and that's it. They In have that, that many that, episodes. Yeah, yeah, you can't go 11 hours of watching this person be Ted Bundy. Right? So he, I think his performance and the story-wise they do a good job of balancing that, it out to show like how these people hide. In plain sight, a little yeah. bit, right? Yeah. How are they so integrated into uh, the reality that's going on around them that everybody misses somehow that they're killing people? Yeah. And that you know serial serial killers operate all around the world in every society. So I I, I do I did like his acting and I, I thought he was a, he was definitely this the character and the way he acted was a slow burn of. Losing it from the first episode to the last, well, and episode. I, I think that's
1: losing it. That's I, a Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, back on the Do you want Scientology, to bring your mother to gangbang?
0: Oh yes, you do. It's been a long time since she had a screw <laughs> when she was young and in her prime. She used to gangbang all the time. Does that count as a cover? <laughs> 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 Ron, would you like to follow up with the YouTube version? Tom Cruise, five dollars. <laughs> <Yeah>, that's
1: uh, <laughs> I think that's interesting. Thing that uh, when you talk about uh, 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 psychopaths and uh, sociopaths, things like that, is that people? I think people have a mental image that people that run in those type of ranges are a hundred percent evil. All the time, every day, from noon to uh, from waking up to going to bed, and that's that's incorrect. From they're like phenomenal a, actors. Well, no, and it, it's from it, they're phenomenal actors, but they're not pure, one hundred percent evil every waking moment. Is that they have about real serial
2: killers? Yes, in, yeah. in real uh, people well, like with that,
1: what, people with mental problems and and stuff, they, people what, who do bad things. You talk about the well, mafia. It's fun to do bad not, things, but they're but they're, bad bad things. <laughs> well, it's like the dude in
2: uh, not, Kansas, the Br whatever, uh, fine torture, fine, kill. torture T- kill BTK yeah, yeah. BTK killer. You know that dude was a family man. He, had he was, kids of his own. Yeah, and, and
1: it's uh, I think people make the incorrect but assumption. I don't, I don't,
0: that's what I mean. I don't I don't think that they're family men. They're really good actors. They're really oh, good well, true, at, yeah, at wedging themselves in, but and seemingly being the not right. to worry about guy. No, and there,
2: living there is, that life is a cover almost. There,
0: well, know. there is that aspect of it, but
1: there's people that are have murdered people that are on death row, but they couldn't even think of hurting a kitten. You know what I mean? It's it's a, they're not hundred it's, well, it's shades of gray it's shades I, of gray I, on I, I, and, and I don't and I'm Ron not would, I'm not endorsing the psychopath lifestyle right. but I think people that when you can movies, kill when movies portray psychopaths and sociopaths I think it's way more interesting if they like you're saying humanize them right. and show that spiraling into Madness well, that it gets I, worse and worse, and you try to cover up. Like they're great actors, I, and they try to cover up. I, I think it, what they do, they they, they,
0: it's, they start to spiral, and I don't think it. I, and well, those, they're carefully constructed world
1: that they starts think to they, fall apart. It starts to fall apart, and they have to cover for yeah. things. And the more lies you tell, the more lies you have to tell. Right. That type of thing, yeah, very, yeah.
0: very much in this guy's wheelhouse. But I, I think that these. I mean, I, I would kill under the right set of circumstances.
1: Apparently from a, a Roomba <laughs> going off downstairs. <laughs> and you came out locked and loaded
0: and cleared every room in the house. And I would have blasted somebody's ass if they'd been in my house. That Roomba would have had 15 bullets. <laughs> but these, I think these people, like you, you think, like Ted Bundy or whatever. whatever, that's the kind of guy this, he is, that they, they recognize early on, like, I'm different. But they I have rationalize to it. And integrate walk. myself. I have to hide this aspect of myself, and they get so good at doing it that once they start killing, no one knows. Maybe not even themselves, like who they truly are. But they become self-aware and they, they kill somebody. And they're like, oh, that's that's yeah, that's what I like. That's what I'm about. That's who I am.
1: And they're so self-involved that they're like, I can. It's a power rush that
0: I can do this, and right. I got away with. And it. it's in a. And then at that point. What, they've crossed God. a line. It's an addiction. It's something that it's what? a comp- compulsion. compulsion. Yeah. Are you are,
1: are you about a size fourteen?
0: <laughs> Ron's a big fat.
1: Wait, wait. Would you be a big fat? We're <laughs> <top>? <laughs> <laughs> would, you fat
0: would you? Would you
1: f me? I would. But f if me. you, it's good that you have it
0: in your queue. I don't know when you can get to it, but it's it's a good show. I liked it. I enjoyed the it fall. a lot. Yeah, yeah, the, a,
1: and I, I I think it's on my watch list, but it's I, it's one of those things that. I have a ton of stuff on my watch lif- list, but it it sort of rises and falls. And it's like well,
2: maybe speaking yeah. of the fall,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So the the title is pretty indicative, I think, too, of like where like no one is did, it
1: in is it in take place in the autumn, the it fall. It rains a lot
0: in Belfast, mm-hmm.
1: uh, so, kind of like Seattle. No, no, <laughs> except colder. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. Belfast, I would imagine, is a lot. Do bigger. they have a space needle?
0: No, I don't Again, think they did. They've got yeah. lots
2: of needles, but they're not space needles.
1: Oh, yeah. uh,
0: turkey basters. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it is Drugs. definitely a good watch. I really enjoyed it. It's not super fast-paced. It's it's very kind of um, steady-as-you-go, kind of pacing, and occasionally they have some actioning-type stuff. But it is, it is much more, in my mind, like... They're trying to put you you into the mind of the of both sides. Did you like, like it as an investigator as a serial killer? Watch them go through their paces and see which parts of each character you identify with.
1: Did you like it
0: I like it better than the killing?
1: Or is it just different?
0: It's mm. Different. She's not that. She's not an investigator. Can she. Uh, they're she's both. Not
1: they're both. They're both redheads. So can she? Well, she's not. She's blonde. A blonde. Oh, that picture or so. Uh, can she's she blonde. turn her head and not turn her whole body? She can. Okay, so she that's can. different than the killing.
0: And, and I think that though too, she has a, a pretty <laughs> hey, high speed. Hello, Rod. she's I super successful in right her career, direction. and she's brought over from England to Ireland to kind of solve this. So, uh, and you bought her accent. I did. Totally. That's really cool. I, and, 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 and to the point, and obviously I'm an American. But to the point, it's like I didn't realize Gillian Anderson was English. Well, and that's funny. Until I looked it up, and she's from I think it's Chi-town. funny. Well, and
1: I, I think it's funny that you didn't even recognize her. And I think that's was probably why. In before I looked, that's up. probably why they made her a blonde. Is because that red hair yeah. is man. That is a dead giveaway. Because there are not a ton of red-haired you think of nicole kidman you think of the the actress on uh, Mad Men. there's not a lot the of ready on the killing yeah the lady yeah. on the killing there's not a lot of redheaded actresses uh active really that you can think of name right off the top of your head and i mean she spent so many episodes as the redhead on the, that was like six
0: or seven years i think that's a long time yeah
1: that's a long time and, it, and it's it's sort of a it's sort of a trademark, almost. It's like that you you recognize that it's very it's very visible feature. So uh, we're gonna, we're gonna be a blonde on this
0: show. So watch it, check it out. I will. All right, we're right about an hour, so we're almost three hours in. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was. Uh, Let's get some tacos. Fuzzy tacos. Exactly.
2: Um, taco night.
0: Is it Taco Tuesday? Taco no, it's not Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. I like tacos. Why didn't you invite me? I like tacos. <laughs> is it, is it like sombrero tacos. Sunday? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Sombrero that's our... chip hat. <laughs> <laughs> Dip. It's a chip hat. It's a sombrero. <laughs> it's like a beer helmet. <laughs> How They should make the a combo. Guac. Beer beer helmet, guac hat. I got the guac hat. <laughs> I've and got chips.
1: the salsa hat. <laughs> Just, oh, picante. Just eat it quickly.
0: <laughs> Get a rope. Thanks for listening. Later, folks. Bye. Thanks for listening to that segment of the Binge Watch podcast. You can find us online at www.bingewatchpodcast.com, on Twitter at bingewatchpc, and on YouTube and Facebook by searching for Binge Watch Podcast.